Mmm. God damn, Gary. Some serious gourmet shit. What flavor is this? That's right, it's the all hell medium roast private blend. Check out the Geek Grind Coffee Nerdrotic page for our other options like the Decadence, Feathers of Liberty, Vanilla Infused Flavored Coffee. Or if you're looking for something darker, try the Dark Roast FNT Blend of the Fellowship. You know what? Just buy all three. GeekGrindCoffee.com. Use discount code Nerdrotic. Huzzah! The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. I hunted, Rob. I hunted for Toby Maguire's dick. <laughs> Yay! Ow. So and he found it. He found it. He broke down the dick shadow. Uh and uh I did a I did a video of his breakdown of the dick shadow, one of my greatest moments ever on this channel. Welcome everybody to the real BBC. It's, it's it was necessary dick. work. We had to hunt Toby McGuire's dick in his shadow. Do it. And at least it left a shadow. Uh, what we found uh, out unlike had no dick. <laughs> That's what we found out after the science was done. Uh, what's up, Az? How's it going? I'm aching. G G Graham's oh. a gym buff, but I went to the gym for the first time in over two years yesterday. And I had a light session. And I'm just like, Tilly bags are aching today. Bags <laughs> aching today, and I gotta go tomorrow. I've already, I'm already hey. committed to going tomorrow with my hey, mate. Boy. So we're going, we're going in the uh, at some point. Now, Commitment and consistency yields results. I know, I know. Yes. fourteen day, fifteen days, or maybe sixteen days without uh, energy drinks. <laughs> Four days without soda pop. Right, a boy. I'm empty. I'm empty. <laughs> He's going to be in a good mood like, today. I, I am in a good mood today because Graham Nolan is one of my favorite artists of all time. Yeah. I was, I was fawning over Graham Nolan before I'd even spoken to Graham. Uh, this chappy uh, turned 30 years old last week. Bane. This is the first appearance of Bane in comic form. Uh, Vengeance of Bane number one, uh, which is of course Dixon Nolan stuff. And... Uh, I was very, very lucky. I'm getting all the toys out. I was very, very lucky to get myself my own Ooh. personalized headpiece by Graham. And by the way, just to let... Oh, sorry. 
Do it again. Put it up longer. The flash of the game. Wow, that's what she said. But uh, I can only do what I can. That's cool. <clears throat> and I've already ordered my head sketch from your new campaign. So he's so pretty. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, yeah, yeah. I got to get a bane. I got to get a bane head to go with it. Hmm? Uh, did you want Sorry. that one for Christmas, or does that matter? Oh no no! Uh, the, the you, you, it, just whenever the new one, the okay. new one, whenever it's fine. No no yeah, pressure, no pressure. Some issues with the British uh, uh, postal service, so uh, I oh, couldn't no, that, guarantee yeah. it's going to be in Britain. Okay. Because I want a Bane cool. one, so I can have the but looking the other way, so I can have the Batman cool. one side, the Bane the other side, get it beautifully framed. Oh okay, perfect, perfect. You got okay. It, I'm done simping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's that comes natural to you. No, but it's, but it's, it's like yeah, 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 just to kind of if we can gush for a moment. Yeah. Uh, Gary and I were just yes, speaking before on. the stream continue started. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> Talk wonderful things about me. Please continue. That's um, enough about you. What about me? <laughs> yeah, let's talk more about me. <laughs> uh, but of course, when Vengeance of Bane came out and when the Nightfall Saga started, uh, this was all real time for me. You know, I, I was like a year into collecting comics, and uh, suddenly this this storyline, this story arc begins. So we, Gary, uh, Gary and I were just talking that you know we look back on Nightfall now and look back on you know Bane and his first appearance and how significant it was to the to the Batman uh, world, and uh, just to think that I was actually going week to week. Well, because there was cause by that time I can still remember, mate. You know, the, uh, Batman was going bi-monthly, twice a month. Detective Comics was right. going twice a month. So every single week, there was a new part of Nightfall uh, that, that came out and then, of course, went into to Night Quest and then Night's End. Um, but that was all real, absolute real time. And it was just crazy, just being so excited to pick up the next one and then the 500 uh, of Batman, of course, where it all culminated. I think it's Mike Manley did the uh, the artwork for that. Um, but that was on yeah, the Batman side, of course. I think, uh, yeah. I think Jim Aparo did the first part and yes. Mike Manley yep. did the second half, yeah. Yeah, and that was uh, that was just like crazy. Now, thirty that's 30 years ago. I know. That's 30 <laughs> years ago, and it's just like, where has the time gone? Uh, I know. Because that, that, I, was, I was mortified when, when you left Detective Comics, mortified. Um, and Batman got Kelly Jones, so that, I mean that was good because Kelly Jones was insane, and his covers are just, you know, absolutely unreal. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I could just see, I, I could tell that you were leaving the series because it it got to that point after all the saga was over where you, your sort of issues you'd have a like a the big guest artist that would come in for a couple of issues, and then maybe get another Graham. And then be like more guests out, and they'd be like, "Oh, you can tell he's going." It's like, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to experience that in real time was is amazing. And thirty years on, uh, and and having uh, you know the Nightfall Saga still so prominent, you've probably seen all my Bane statues and my Bat statues, and I've even got this incredible Azrael Batman uh, in my front room as well, because that's that's how much it meant, and that's how much it stuck. So. Actual. Well, you know, uh, I was only ten years old when I did that, so uh, it's pretty good for a ten-year-old. Makes me, makes me work. Work. Yeah, I, I was. I was. A you always, I always thought used to think because I was like a teenager in those days, and I always used to think that the comic book writers and artists were like old fogies. You know, I never, th I never, it just never sort of dawned on me that like this like 
you know, early 30-year-old artist who was just like, nah, he's way too young. Because uh, I was yeah. like, you know, I was a bit massive fan of Jim Aparo. Jim Aparo's art was just like, oh, incredible to me. And, you know, Jim was a little bit more aged. Uh, God oh, yeah. bless him. He's yeah. probably in his 60s, early 60s or so when he was doing that. Um, yeah, I would say somewhere around there. And then you're like half his age uh, when you're doing... And, and now I am his age. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> Weird how that happens. But the quality, the quality hasn't dipped. You know, it's 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 no. brilliant to see. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful to have somebody that has legitimately uh, had an effect on you and legitimately uh, brought so much joy and pleasure uh you know for my for my own geekdom so yeah uh, big thank well, you to, to graham no thank you very much appreciated much appreciated i'm done right i'm off it's all right no, it's, yeah <laughs> it was all shocking to me all right because like when superman uh got killed off i was locked up and oh. all this stuff started and i was like so like i get out in december of 93 i'm like what the fuck's going on so I had to catch up on all the shit. And then, yeah, because it went bi-monthly, it, like, cost a fortune. So I had no money. So I was, like, borrowing my friend's comic books and stuff just to catch up. Yeah. Uh, it was it was awesome. It was great. Uh, it, it was, was great. Time. Yeah, was yeah. Time. Oh, it reinvigorated. Like, I, I still had a few, you know, comics left. That's one of the few things I kept. But, like, yeah, I went nuts. Uh, just ate some ramen for a while and bought comic books, uh, you know, because I was poor. More important. Yeah, it's called being in your 20s. It's normal thing, especially <laughs> getting out of the joint. Uh, but welcome, Graham Nolan. Yeah, we have like a, a yeah, totally kisses ass. We have a legend here. So this is this is really cool. On our comic book show. That Yeah. I was supposed to get some comics, you know, because usually we bag and board, right? And uh, oh, yeah. I can't find them. I can't find them. There's, there's, yeah. They're all in my garage right now. Uh, but it's really, I, I need to... Uh, you know, my, my, I was going to pay my kids, like the youngest one, to alphabetize my comic. And he does, he's like, no, you couldn't pay me enough to do that. So it's like, shit. <laughs> Extra girl would love to do that. I love, that. I love, that. I love yeah. doing stuff like that. <laughs> me too. Come on down. When she comes over to England, I'm just going to, I'm going, oh, yeah, come, 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 come. I'm just going <laughs> to push you into the storage. While you're at it, just have a, alphabetize everything. Do some you're, vacuuming. Yeah. You're going to find your uh, Eiffel Tower built when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could definitely build my Legos. I have a oh, bunch really? of new Legos. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I would love to oh, do that. I think Gary. I need to the travel Lego down. Mothers. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, but I have like a bunch, a bunch, uh, with th that I'll never put together. Uh, go to so by the way. Hi, hi, long man. Um, Hello. Really long on Sunday, and you went down the rabbit hole and you discovered something. And yeah, was, I've already seen some messages coming in about boys. it. It's like, does, I, <laughs> what can I say? Who the people who were there? They know. It's the. Have you seen that Mister Incredible meme? Where it's like the people who know or don't know, then the people who know, and it's like a happy Mister Incredible that destroyed. That oh. it was that, but like nine times, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And some people were like, you know, it's it's less so EFAP's commentary; it was more so just himself. There was lots of clips that were just like, um, well, that speaks for itself. Dun dun dun. Um, but yeah, uh, that that was that was a thing. I finally got my Iron Man all set up. The uh. Mysterio one. Ooh, uh, nice. Looking pretty cool. Get them batteries in there. He's glowing. Mm. Zombified. Like it. Very, very cool. Which effect oh, did yeah. you go for? The smoke or for the um digital one? Um, I've tried the digital one. 
Uh, yeah, the uh, yeah. I like the lights on it. They're really cool. But I guess, you know, <laughs> you get what you pay for, right? Like, it's not exactly the cheapest thing ever. No. No. Um, nope. No. <gasps> what? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Get nope. out of nope. here. Fuck up. Get out of here. No, you're right. I'm, I'm without Captain you. Jack. <laughs> Not, Captain not Jack you, was my favorite character. Rattler, I mean, people rebooting Torchwood without Captain Jack. Fuck that. Uh, also, so, if you I was don't, say, I appreciate uh, your decoration, Nina. It's very, it's very gorgeous, very beautiful. Good choice. Thank you. I know. <laughs> the whole room matches you. I think he meant this. Wait, is that oh. the <laughs> yes. plushie that you have there? Available now. Links, hopefully, are in description down below. Yeah. It's yeah. been also rags and fringy. It's been extended. Ladies, for her pleasure. For her pleasure, uh, for ten more days. So yeah. We like long things. That's a that's a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've extended it over the uh, the next ten days because it was only set up for three weeks anyway. Uh, so we thought we'd give people opportunity to get. Get them again. And if you get both, if you get the Gary plushie and the Hot Dog As plushie together, you get 10% discount. Pushing Beautiful. my wares, yeah. pushing our wares. <laughs> so, yeah, that what was that guy? The synthetic man is what Mala was talking about. We'll we'll talk about what um, is the, some of his theories were. Uh, I mean, like, not. It's, Can we see it or not? Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, I, uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should. Okay, like that's that's what Mahler's trying to say is some of the things he says are very uh, Kanye-like. They, so, yeah, they're very um, charged, you could say. Yeah, so we, we're like, we'll 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 talk about it a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll whoop it out. <laughs> Gary's like, I don't want to get bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not today. You know, nah, no. not for this. Not for like, this. If, you're like, if I want to get bad, I'm going to get bad for something worth it. You know. Yeah. You know, not when we have a nice guest. Let's get banned when we don't have a guest, okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Please. I'll control myself. Kind of look like class <laughs> operation. Graham there. Nolan involved in anti-Semitic <laughs> row. <laughs> That's all he needs. Yeah, okay. that'll, that'll be great. That's all any of us need. I'm already shadow banned. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get God shadow bandered. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. Shadow, shadow, shadow bane. Hey, shadow ban doesn't exist except Elon just proved to the world that it absolutely that it does. does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every 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 site is doing it that you know that has any kind of feedback, that has any kind of content. Uh, and I promise you, Alphabet is a thousand times worse than freaking Twitter. So uh, and there's uh, yeah nobody's buying nobody's buying YouTube, nobody's buying YouTube. Uh, hello, excellent girl. Hello, how is everyone doing? I'm just so excited. I got my new computer. It is a sexy. Well, it it will be sexy. It's just in a big box right now. I can't wait to unwrap it. It's like a Christmas gift to myself. <laughs> One that will actually work. Oh, that's yeah. good. I, I understand that. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, it's it's really hard because like right now I have two keyboards, three mice, um, 
Well, actually four, because I have Why? a mouse for my console. Well, because I, I I don't like having Epic games on my computer because it slows it down. So I want to play Fortnite. So I have a little mini keyboard and a mouse for that. It's just... You I don't can't. like having Chinese spyware on your computer? No, That's no. crazy. Oh, Even if I am Chinese. Right. I, you know, <clears throat> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the spyware was the, the concerning part. Well, I, oh, wait. What is in the corner there? Is that a dog, Graham? Yeah, that was my pup, uh, pumpkin. <gasps> oh, oh, here you go. On the Get ready for real oh, BBC. Oh, 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 so cute. No. Oh, baby. doggy. Okay, I had my girl moment. All right, I'm good. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no bringing like no pictures of babies or anything. Okay, yeah, just <laughs> get worse. Uh, hi, Nina. Hi, Gary. It's really good to see you and everyone. I've survived uh, some type of flu. I got I got it last week when I was on the real BBC, and then uh, Mahler came to cheer me up. And then I was uh, kind of like I think I was like a little bit feverish on Friday. And I, I don't know what I said on Infinite Hope, but it was the day that I revealed that I got Mahler. And I think I said really weird things. So I hope you didn't watch the show, which I don't think you did. So that's fine. We're, we're fine. I kind of want to go and watch it now. now uh, yeah. What, what's weird? Define weird. I don't know. I was saying like feverish things, stuff about how I think like Mahler went from came from another dimension to cheer me up in my fevered steak. And I was trying to balance it on my boobs. Did he, did he give you <laughs> Like an inappropriate tentacle or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was trying to talk like him. I was like, hello, Dino Infinity. I'm here to cheer you up. It was like, a fever dream stream. Anyway. Yeah, that. That's and exactly then, um, Mahler, by the way, I think you got the, the impression down perfectly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For a second there, I was like, I'm not even moving my lips. Yeah, so Nina, just uh, put, turn the camera off and start talking. We won't know who it is. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, my right. God. Um, and then I, well, I'm really happy to meet you, Graham. Uh, although I've heard, like, I mean, let's face it, Graham. Like, you know, I, I heard you created Bane, but you know what? I, I feel like Jennifer Lawrence should get the credit because yeah. she, she invented she comics. Created. Okay. So, and Bane. Yeah. And Bane. And all of it. So, yeah. please uh, shout out to J-Law. For, for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank goodness she stood up for women and became the first action hero. That's <laughs> so brave. Never happened so brave. before. So yeah. stunning. So <laughs> stunning. Never God. been strong women in movies. Never like nope. somebody like Barbara Stanwyck or, or uh, nobody. Betty Davis. No, or, no, no one at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. And they were in the black and whiteies. Yeah. Goes all the way back. Uh, Lady Graymaster. Did the homework and I, I forgot what the name of the, the the first female action star came from 1910 <laughs> in a silent Ooh, movie. Wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we know it was Jennifer Lawrence. I know it was Jennifer Lawrence in 1910. Yeah, yeah. she's she right, come on, come on. Jennifer Lawrence said that she misspoke because it's easy to misspoke, you know, misspeak to say. <laughs> By the it way, <laughs> I there was never been. <laughs> Another action hero, female action hero <laughs> lead until me. That's mm -hmm. a very easy thing to misspeak. It's true. It, you know, it rolls off the tongue. It's just there on the, you know, the front of your head. 
It's because she got she was distracted by that living legend Viola Davis that was that was questioning her about it. So she was she like got nominated for a Golden Bastard. Globe for for playing a woman who enslaved her own people. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! Also, I feel like it, it was so powerful. That's accidentally uh, throwing shade at, at Viola Davis as well because she said like I said something wrong. Uh, the clip shows Viola Davis agreeing with her. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Yes, Queen." Mm, mm. <laughs> I was like, "What?" That is Jennifer so Lawrence wrong. paving the way for Viola Davis. <laughs> Such a bizarre, fo- whatever. <laughs> like, like I said, I tweeted about it. I was like, "Is this seriously just they did this to annoy everybody?" Right? That's the only reason they would do this. It yeah. is. I think so. We have a special guest, as, as you've seen. We have Mr. Graham Nolan, comic book legend, creator of Bane, worked on the Phantom. I need this. I need I to did. read that. Yeah, I need that. Like that. That's a blind spot. For I'm like, whoa. I I need to what? I need to read that. So, oh, welcome, sir. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank Real you. Real person. Good. Good to be here. Uh, I've I've been following you from afar, and yeah, we're gonna talk about your new book coming out. Uh, Indiegogo has been uh, lame uh, of late. Indie slow go. And I'd love to hear your theories on it. I have one. One's nefarious, and one's like not so nefarious. But either way, it's screwed up. Uh, and they are a San Francisco-based company, are they not? I think they are. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. God, that place is terrible. I lived there for 18 years. It was some nice people live there. Some nice, hardworking, like blue collar people work there. And then uh, the people who run it are complete retards. But uh, yay. Yay. Uh, But yeah, glad to have you here. Thanks for being here. Uh, And we have a lot that we're also going to talk about, like some pop culture stuff. Rings of Power got snubbed. I'm not going to miss that. (laughs) I'm going to, because they, uh, it like what you guys don't know, but you'll know now. It was it was really important to them, like super important to Jennifer Sulky, the producers. They were shooting for awards. That was their whole thing because they wanted to create this uh, cultural. Um. Oh, Jamil, fucking Instagram. <laughs> I'm trying to put the real B. That was work. I was trying to put the real BBC on Instagram. So anyway, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> so, Melissa, uh, this is why, Melissa, this is why. You've just seen it in live action. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my God. That's my wife, by the way. Because <laughs> she loves being called Mrs. Nerdronic. It's her favorite thing. <laughs> just <like> that. <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, well, didn't you post something on Instagram? She shot you a message. So you do know how to do this, don't you? <laughs> You've been caught. No, it's like, yeah, when I eventually Plastic. log into Instagram, because I go in there like once every five days or something. That's all right. I'd never. I logged into Instagram. She got mad at me. <laughs> She's like, don't do that again. <laughs> don't get touchy. Up, apparently. Um, okay, so the producers of the Rings of Power, like they were really... They, they knew they had this giant piece of shit, but they had some delusions that they would win awards and compete with House of the Dragon and just getting completely snubbed uh, by the Golden Globes, which as <laughs> I loved your video on it. <laughs> when you talked about 
how the foreign press, the Hollywood foreign press wasn't diverse <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's why they had to shut it down. The foreign press. Hollywood is a foreign press. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Not that uh, apparently, it was the, it. They were diverse. They were just a bunch of racists, I guess. Yeah. I, like, yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God dang it, it's so funny. Uh so it comes back. It's nobody's gonna watch it. And Rings of Power gets snubbed. You know who also got snubbed? Mahler is uh Matt Smith and and Patty didn't get nominated yeah that sucks because that's the thing when you were saying snub, it's like i usually save snub for people who like at least had some level of chance of earning it it's like rings yeah. of power got snubbed in the same way that i don't know my me taking a video with my phone got snubbed <laughs> from the <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. i was uh, very careful not to use the word snubbed because yeah that that's kind of reserved for people who deserving at least at least consideration know. yeah, yeah. Like, what, what exactly did rings of power like what i was waiting to find out like what exactly category could they possibly win comedy because you know i <laughs> i've sung the praises of the the ragnarok soundtrack but like i don't like the rings of power soundtrack i thought it was mess so it can't even win for that like maybe um maybe makeup? maybe cg like maybe like well, the background Maybe. special yeah. effects and stuff like that, like, but they got they got nothing. But the special effects sucked. Like it but was I, bad. If it if it was gonna be a nominated win for like writing, that would have been fucking hilarious. But, oh. I mean, all of us would have just said like, yeah, the awards mean nothing. But best best adapted screenplay. It, it feels particularly <laughs> funny when they don't win anything. It's like oof, not, not even a, with all your connections. No, you do yeah, it. not even with the power of Amazon. Not a single nomination it's beautiful it's, it's beautiful it's house of dragon got nominated for i mean i don't care like these were award shows suck but it's just because they care that's why mm -hmm. i'm laughing it, it is the best parody you're right chat best parody best failure biggest flop those are the the awards that will win um that'll be i'll be a video at the end of the year for me i'm actually gonna write it right after this actually, show. a couple of days ago this is CNN why by the way Oh, I was just going to say quick that the theory is that season three will be the big changes season if they have one. Season two is probably going to be the same shit. Oh, yeah. Because all of these effects are only going to come into action a little later, right? Like, they're probably shitting themselves right now because they're still filming, right? Just found out they didn't win anything. They're like, oh. And they well, lost you, you heard about the, the, the new uh, thing which happened with The Witcher is that what? There, oh, was, yeah. there was some event and Lauren Histrich was there yesterday. And the black elf that's in the spin-off that looks like dog shit is going to be the uh, oldest ancestor of Siri. Yeah, I mentioned that a little bit in my video. What? But yeah, so Siri has an ancestor that's female, by the way. So like, you, uh, Graham, you might have noticed this in comic books a lot because comic books was the proving ground for all this shit. But like in Hollywood, too, they love to make prequels, change the lore so a girl can do it first. But this time, a girl did it first, but it, it was it, it, it needed to be a girl of color. Yeah, they, she, she, yeah. and then they, they needed to make up a character completely. Insert yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, and it's uh, it's but, but the other day, the, like CNN or somebody came out with an article saying, "Why hasn't the Argentinian football team got more black yes! people in it?" And I think the response from somebody within the network replied, because it's not a Disney film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Which was That's a pretty great, great answer. Oh my, god. oh my god, I saw that. I laughed. I laughed That's so amazing. Hard. Excuse me, Argentina. Uh, oh, why did you feel like black girl in your team like and stuff and things like representation? If uh, Argentina if, lose the next match, fifty-eight nil. <laughs> if Great Master is out there, or if you can, X-ray girl. Yes. I can't find the article now, but there was an article that seriously said that there wasn't enough women in Rings of Power. Uh, I forgot what the headline says. <laughs> what? We've got to find that article. Somebody, a couple people have done videos on it already. Uh, let but, me check. Uh, was it done by one of the women that uh, are suing Twitter? And by women, I mean women. Oh, you mean the 50%? Oh, they can't sue because they weren't fired. They were asked to work hard and they left. <laughs> they can't sue because you can't. You can't balance firings no. if you're being fired based off how shit you are. It's not a discriminatory thing to to, to sack shit. Uh, you know, if, if it was eighty percent men, would they be complaining? No, it's just it's just the fact that it was top heavy in one direction. Isn't yeah, it is. ironic though? You can't fire by the numbers, but you hire by the numbers. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 BBC's inclusion and diversity policy here in the yeah. UK, it's now broken down by quota. They must oh. have percentage of disabled, must have percentage of brown, must have percentage of women, must have percentage... Oh, I thought you were talking about this show. No. No meritocracy. We're, we're, no. Not, real, we're not real BBCing today, love. <laughs> we got you outnumbered, well, three to two and a Cthulhu demon... Dimensional demon. It's true. It's true. Which, I'm guessing I count as male, but you know, I, I mean, you never know. Oh, is that oh, what okay. your pronoun? How you are. identify that man? You found it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vera Dark did a video on it, and I think the 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 headline is "Rings of Power needs more women." Like, if not, you could just scan. Vera Dark's great, by the way. Go check out her channel. Uh, if you could scan and find that headline, that would work. I knew I saw it somewhere. I was laughing my ass off when I saw it. I was just like, oh, God. That's that's the shit we deal with so much now um, from the leftist media is they try to just project the shit that they're doing on us. And they try to use, like, why did somebody... Oh, yeah, John Campia uh, called anybody who, like, I, you know, he calls it negative coverage. I just call it, like, real truthful coverage. He calls us, we're shills. We're shills for hate. Where shells, um, I just hate all this shit. I just hate all this stuff, you know. Uh, you know, the stuff, uh, Graham and and uh, some of his peers created some of them who are really cool, and some of them are quite frankly crazy. But, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> not Chuck Dixon, though. No. Love Chuck Dixon. Chuck Dixon, love Chuck. Chuck. Bueno. Is uh, that the article in the private chat, Gary? The one that you saw? Because let me see. Let me uh, see. By the way, if you if, if you haven't seen. The 30th anniversary stream between yes. Graham Nolan and Chuck Dixon. <laughs> Go to Graham's channel. We've got the link. It's in the description. The mods will be putting it out there. Watch that stream because that is just yeah. comic porn. Uh, yep. Just listening to the process. <laughs> just listening to how it was all coming together. The ideas. What what was you know what was created. What wasn't created. How you actually created the concept for Brett Bain. How it was developing in your head and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, you knew I was in the stream, uh, Graham. But oh yeah, 
I, yeah. I, it was just like, oh, this is one of the most amazing streams I've ever listened to. Is crazy. Like, I think it was there was the one with you and Kelly. Us, I think it was the first time the two of us actually got together and discussed publicly the creation of the character. Wow. I, I don't think we've ever done that like in a public forum or anything other than maybe written articles, perhaps. Sure. Uh, but, you know, to do a, a broadcast like that, I think it was the first time. So that was kind oh, of neat to bounce off each other and, and you know, mm. stir each other's memories about, well, what happened here? What happened there? There's holes I have and there's holes he has. And then, the, you know, get the full picture. And was it like at one point in the stream, the 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 husband of the, was it the, the inker or the colorist? The colorist, I believe, uh, was watching oh, as well. Anthony and he, yeah, and yeah, and they, he, then they added a little bit. So that sort of. Yep. Uh, you know, added added to the story that it was it was just phenomenal stuff. Oh, Absolutely I'm glad phenomenal. you enjoyed it. Oh. Great. A time when uh, the people working in the industry loved comics, and that's what they wanted to do. Like there, mm. there wasn't like one foot out the door hoping to get uh, a Netflix deal or some BS like that. It was just pure love. Well, that, well, that, that was what was really interesting about the stream, though, because for fun, I know what it was like behind mm. the scenes. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just just hearing, you know, uh, Chuck talking about the process and putting it together and then, you know, getting into a state where he could go to Graham and say, these these are ideas. And just the way that they sort of brainstormed things. You could, it was just, you could tell, I mean, Chuck is just so invested in this, you know, and, and it, he was just so, uh, you know, clued into what he wanted and how much it meant to him. And, and, and you just, I mean, you look at today and it's just like, holy, holy, holy shit. I just clear out. You just clear out DC from fucking top to bottom, and you get people like you back in. You know, people that actually do have the passion, that do have the, uh, you know, the desire to 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 create these uh, fantastical stories instead of these politicized stories. And and yeah, to to see hear that process. Ah, oh, it just made me lament those days. You know. Well, the cool thing too is that you know we could work with people that maybe have uh, different ideologies than our own. Uh, Chuck mm -hmm. and I definitely lean, lean right, and and Denny O'Neill leaned way sure. left, and Big yet lefty, yeah. Denny uh, never once uh, imposed anything on us, and we of course never brought anything uh, uh, politically into our side, you know, because we're all invested, as you said, in creating great comics. That's what mm. it was all about—just telling a great story that that knows no boundaries. You know, a story is great or it's not good. It's as simple as that. There's two types of storytelling, good and bad. Uh, yep. And we were invested in telling good stories, uh, regardless of, you know, what we were personally, you know. But that days are those days are gone because now yes. it, it's all about, you know, people are hired because of uh, who they are and not what they bring to the table. It's not a meritocracy. It's like, how did you vote? OK, you got the job. Oh, you voted that way. You don't get the job. Yes. You know, th that's the way it's run these days. And so you get substandard uh, books and stories and art uh, because you've got substandard people doing it. Yeah, because no in the stream, you were talking about Bane Conquest, which was uh, 12 issue. Was it 12 issues Yeah, um, that, that came out about three years ago now ish? Approximately. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, three or four years yeah, maybe ago. Three or four years ago now. And, and you were talking about how, you know, you you sort of went back to the roots of Bane and mm -hmm. uh, you had these stories already from way back when that you were kind of wanting to develop. And then DC mm -hmm. were just like, no, we're, we're going to give them 
to Tom King and fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, they put all the, the two the two projects were being launched around the same time, uh, and then they they chose their winners and losers in that. In the, they did no um, promotion for our series, uh, and yet we we left uh, breadcrumbs uh, all the, all along the way to move forward with continuing series uh, with Bane. If you read it, you know there's tons of directions we planned on going. And mm. we pitched other things after the fact, and they wanted nothing to do with us. Uh, and uh, that's that's the last work uh, we did for DC. We probably will be. It's crazy. That's it's it's just sad. insane. Yeah. That makes uh, – well, I mean, probably because they can't afford you anymore. But, I mean, there's that. <laughs> but, uh, I like, there's no money going around there. It's drying up like crazy. But that, that just shows the state of things, like – they could do invest and bring some people back, like bring some big names back and just go back to basics. And, and it, I don't think it would turn things around fully, but it would certainly help. I mean, like Sylvester, you know, just doing that old Batman story that people were buying that like crazy. Now, whether it's, you know, it's okay. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but like, yeah. that's the kind of crap they need to be doing. They need to be bringing in vets, not these. And, they'll make more money but they they refuse to do it now and uh and it's probably because these things are going to get phased out uh you know we've been talking about this for a long time like i i noticed the degradation 10 years ago 15 years ago because of quite frankly i'll just say it from the comic shop owner perspective like we limited the industry like we had the power to like you know the diamond exclusive deal i hated it I fucking hated it. So I would buy comics from Diamond and give like I'd sell them to my local 7-Eleven and we worked together because I, I bought my first comic at a local 7-Eleven. But uh, a, just a few people at the top. And I mean, it's a weird top, by the way, Graham. I'm sure you heard of Brian Hibbs. Like he mm-hmm. that guy was super influential in in retailing with this like little shop that was basically a bookstore. It wasn't a comic store. There was no back issues. There wasn't really any toys or maybe a couple t-shirts, but it wasn't like a comic book store. It was a bookstore. That guy had tons, like he was being flown out by DC. Bob Wayne loved him. And I like Bob Wayne. Bob Wayne was cool, but um, a former comic shop owner mm-hmm. and things were better when he was around, but um, yeah, they listened to him a lot and they, they were just really staunch. Like we need to be exclusive through comic stores, and then they started Comics Pro, which was a, supposed to be basically a union for comic shops. I signed up for like a month and quit. Like I'm on now. This sucks. Uh, and they stifled wasn't the that inter- reta- Wasn't that retailer you just mentioned, uh, Hibbs? Wasn't he the guy that got chastised at New York Con by Marvel uh, when they were complaining about the direction the books were going and how it's impacting their sales, and then? The, the guy at Marvel basically said, um, you know, people that don't buy aren't buying the comics because they're racists. <laughs> he was that wasn't him. That was I'm forgetting his name. He's going to get mad at me because he watches. And uh, OK, he was an old he's he's been around and he was one of the. Yeah, he was challenging. him. Yeah. 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 There was a there was a couple of us when we go to these diamond summits. We're like, this isn't going to work. This doesn't this. You know, you're not growing your industry. It's stagnant. Like, uh, and, you know, I had worked in another industry. Uh, so I, I just I just could see it. Like, this is this is a weird kind of socialism that's going on in the comic book industry between comic shops. And uh, it, it might have been needed at the time. 
but uh it really it's it's stifled all the creativity all like diamond did not need to advance at all like we were using when i started in 2003 my the ordering it was fucking dos based i had to use an old computer it wouldn't even work on a new computer so i could order from diamond then they were forced to to like advanced to something from like 1998 now this was 2003 mm -hmm. at the time and then they didn't do anything and they never felt like they needed to do anything and mm -hmm. uh from that perspective wow. man it <clears throat> fucked the industry it was mm -hmm. terrible and it kept them like eventually stuff went into walmarts and stuff but like it, it was too late but it had a it had a like yeah. right when in the mid-2000s when the comic book movies were starting and Iron Man took off, like it actually helped Iron Man sales. And that's the first time I had seen that where a movie helped comic sales. Then Watchmen came out. And while it wasn't the biggest hit in the world, fuck, I sold a fuck ton of Watchmen. Like Sin City, not the biggest hit in the world. I sold a, it was like printing money with those Sin City trade paperback so it was a good time it's like hey have your character look like it does in the movie we can all like work in synergy let's maybe get some get it out there in some other places nope nope not even a mention of a comic shop at the end of the fucking movies not even putting it in 7-elevens or making special deals it was just like nope we're we're full on hollywood now god that pissed me off sorry i'm why wouldn't you have avengers comics in the movie theater in a stand-up stand uh for the kids that were coming out of there to who are now all jazzed up from watching the Avengers to so that they could buy an Avengers comic. You they know? would vanish. You know, they would yeah, vanish I mean, off the they would get all picked up. Yeah. Every mother in there would be digging into her purse because the kid would demand that. And you know, uh you make a special movie edition, you know, where where you make sure that it's age appropriate stuff not some of yep, the yep. bizarre shit that they have in the regular comics now but you know and, and and that's why the phase one movies were were as popular as they were because they <laughs> went to their source material they honored the source material and that's what made those characters great in the first place and the general public who were seeing it for the first time embraced it and then now they're going off the rails completely changing everything uh uh rent gender swapping race swapping uh changing uh, and morphing storylines uh it, it they're completely off the rails right now and uh you know it's almost too little too late uh because they missed the opportunity when those big movies were coming out to move product and introduce an entire new audience which is what you have mm. to do you got to keep seeding you got to seed because we're, they're aging out you know uh because they have nothing you can't find a comic by accident you have to search no. for it. Whereas when I was a kid and you were a kid, you said you bought your first one in a 7-Eleven, uh, you know, because you were in there buying candy or a Slurpee or something, or mm. your mom was in there to get a gallon of milk. Bam, you found comics. Yeah, you mine was the first you go to these, like, as well. Uh, yeah. And so many of the, the, the comic shops, you know, unfortunately, don't run it like a really good solid business model. Uh, half of them look like, uh, uh, you know, retired porn shops. And, you know, it doesn't it doesn't draw a kid or a mother with a young kid off the street to purchase the product. Mm. No, oh, go on. Yes, go on. I was going to say, you, you probably remember from stateside back in the 80s when they would have the adverts for the Transformers toys. Mm -hmm. It would end with and follow them in the comics from Marvel. Mm -hmm. And you'd mm -hmm. have the little the little, you know, five second plug for the comic for Marvel comics. And of course, they sold, and they sold so well that 
even in the oh. UK, they, they they broke off. They split off in the UK. And the UK started to get its own. You know, we get the newsstand, you know, size in the UK. Uh, and we got our own stories while the while the stories continued in, a, in America. That's that's like the only subtle marketing that you you need. And as you were saying, uh, when you were coming out of the cinema, if you had a rack, you know, because you, you if you go to the cinema sometimes, like when I went to see Civil War, they had a rack, and on the rack, what there were mugs, there were Captain America mugs, and then there were Iron Man mugs. Are you Team Cap? Are you Team uh, Iron Man? And they just they were gone. They were empty. Because mm-hmm. the people just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my team cap or I'm going to get my team Aman or both because it really tied into the film. And if they had come out or just had a stand there and it just had like either a special issue or, of it, they would have just flown off the shelves. And mm-hmm. I got embroiled in a in a debate with Jim Lee on, on Twitter a few years ago, a I couple of years remember. ago, when um, the whole COVID stuff was going on. And the comic shops were suffering and they were closing down in droves. And Jim was there fucking drawing a picture every day that he was that he was then uh gonna get auctioned off for some charity that the charity took 60% of, and then the 40% remaining that the charity had left over was then distributed equally, not just in comic shops, but in bookstores. So that like these comic shops are going to get like two freaking dollars. So I said to Jim, I said, I said, Jim, instead of drawing a picture every day, why aren't you creating a comic specifically? You know, Jim Lee, Jeff Loeb, whoever, get get people on board, do a specific comic, put in your big characters, your Batman, your Superman, your Wonder Woman, create a Trinity comic, stick it in the, uh, it, give it to the comic stores to sell. Co- you know, this is a special for the these trying times and i said they would they would really help comic book stores and then jim replied by saying so you're saying to me that a collected art book of my work that i'm doing over the next 60 days or whatever it was isn't going to sell and i was like no it's not it's not going to sell in anywhere close to the numbers that a special 48 page or something like that comic with your art with with uh, you know I don't know Scott Hanna's colors with with Jeff Loeb's writing or somebody like that that would fly off the shelves and legitimately help comic book stores and this is Jim Bloody Lee mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I don't know when when I see that I just see somebody who's just checked out he's just checked out he's not bothered yeah yeah I mean every everything he does is always with the major characters you'll you'll never see a Jim Lee version of uh, Prez or you know or or angel in the ape you know uh, it's like he yeah. doesn't want to put his neck out for anything that's going to uh possibly not sell you know or, so, or I mean, something he would have to finish uh i'll oh. <laughs> i remember Wildcats <laughs> watching grant morrison all-star batman and rob yeah you know yeah i remember hearing a story <laughs> when he was still at Wildstorm. like he did pages. finish hush but that was 2003 2004 yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was six issues at the time, so like, it, and then then it went up. But um, like his pages for All Star was it was All Star with Frank Miller, right? Uh, his pages were on the floor getting walked on by a dog because <laughs> a buddy of mine went in there right before Wildstorm closed because he was down in San Diego, uh, and my buddy would go visit him all the time. Uh, yeah, it, it just wasn't a big priority, so they made him the, the head of DC uh, as a figurehead, and. Uh, 
you know, I didn't think I th- I thought DC Rebirth was fucking awesome. I thought it was great. I thought it was one of the best things they've done in years. I'm like, God, this is what we needed so bad, and they just went away from it. I don't know why. It was so sad. That was like the the last. There was like, some cool concepts. Yeah, know, with Rebirth, uh, where they were trying to get back to what made those characters great. Um, well, they're trying so to get that was, pre yeah. New Fifty Two, weren't they? So. <sighs> Don't get me started yeah. on your 52. <laughs> that was the precursor to like SJW Marvel. That was like, oh my God. Uh, and just, Marvel said, hold my beer. Hold, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and why, what was scary is when DC then looked at Marvel and went, oh, we can fuck up our company as well by doing, let call, let's do this. And then they just did, because I laughed when, when everything was going on with Marvel. I was I was laughing at the time because I was collecting comics. I wasn't doing any of this stuff on YouTube. I was doing World of Warcraft on YouTube. I'm just like, ha! This could never happen to Batman. (laughs) 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 Just a few years later, Tom King's got Batman crying in a corner. (laughs) DC has uh, like seventy percent of their characters are now gay. Yeah, uh, well, that yeah, was, Tim Drake's gay. One, uh, uh, one of uh, oh, yeah. you know, Chuck spent so much of his like, well, so much of his time on that book as well. And it's just yeah. like, I loved that Robin run uh, with with oh, Chuck yeah, Dixon awesome. and that Tim Drake Robin run and and everything was spoiled. It's so it's so good. And then I love drawing that character. Thirty years later, just, just turn around and go, oh, Tim's gonna suck some dick now for some reason. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. What? I know. Uh, it's, it's 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 uh it's virgin on the macabre you know well, it's, it's like why we know this was engineered as uh, yeah yeah yeah, as yeah, found yeah. out uh from uh at least i'm not saying it came from the writers guild of america which i it never i never put two and two together that they would have any influence over the comic industry or even care or but they had a full-on zoom meeting which i will read again just in case anybody hasn't heard it this was from friday night tights a couple weeks ago uh queer eye for comic books, LGBTQ plus voices on IP adaptations for film and TV. This was uh, a Zoom meeting on September 14th, 2022. It can it is available on YouTube. It is mm. riveting uh, watching. Uh, Mags Visaggio is there without her pronouns. Uh, yeah, there, whatever. Uh, this uh, panel- is it dog and shit. Are they the pronouns? Uh, the panel will bring together LGBTQ plus writers and film slash TV executives to discuss the process of adapting comic book IP for film and television with a focus on breathing life into queer characters, either those already queer on the page or reinterpreting legacy characters in a new queer light. And the story is the guy in the Writers Guild who I talked to was a really solid guy, good guy, uh, gave this to to somebody else because they didn't want to email it. He was so paranoid. Uh, so he printed it out and it's, and it's not the only one. Like, uh, there's, there's one for, uh, Middle Eastern writers, LGBTQ plus writers, again, Native American, indigenous, Asian American writers. It's committee for black writers, Latinx writers. It's segregation. Yes. It's pure segregation and reinterpretation of legacy. So the question is, why can't we make new characters and put so much, you know, and uh, they can't. They don't want to. It, they don't think they'll sell. 
that's that's a fact they they need to do it with the legacy characters to get their message across well yeah there's that but there's also they're unwilling to do the heavy lifting uh mm -hmm. if it was so easy to create a, a popular character every character we create would be popular uh but sometimes it just doesn't work that way in fact most times it doesn't work that way uh you have to rely on timing zeitgeist and a lot of hard work and uh, hopefully it will it will stick in in the minds and the hearts of the readers uh if they feel that they have a market their job is to sell comic books you have one job sell as many of those fucking comics as you can you're not there to social engineer you're there to sell comic books if mm -hmm. you can entertain and, and and in the process entertain people if you feel that you have a market that's untapped and that market is the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ crowd, well, then it behooves you to put the work in to create something that isn't just pandering to that group, because that's how all this stuff comes about. It's just pure pandering. Every one of these damn characters is defined by nothing else than their sexuality. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is boring. Who the hell cares? You yeah. know? Like, yeah, it's, you know, I, I, I've always felt like, yeah, there's sure there's been, you know, romance and comics and stuff, but like, that's not what anybody's, it's like talking about food in comic books. I like, I it's just not anything I'm interested in. I'm interested in the, the adventure of it all. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there has been, for one, there's been gay characters, like, for years. It's not this new thing. But uh, the making everybody gay is, I mean, it's just annoying. It is. You're just you're not helping anybody. You're just annoying people. Well, it's, yeah, it's obnoxious now. It's just absolutely obnoxious to hear another character is being converted. And it's just like, you're not, you know, it, it does feel like it's done out as, A, in one respect, spite. Yep. Uh, but in, an, in another respect, and, and this is what probably angers me the most, is the fact that the people internally who are tasked with looking after these characters, who are tasked with, uh, you know, making sure that they go on to, to future generations, are not stepping in and are showing complete and blatant disrespect for these legacy characters. We talk about, you know, we talk about how great Superman and, and Batman, Wonder Woman, and all these, these incredible DC characters have, have been there for 80 years. Do you know how many of those, uh, how other different characters have fallen by the wayside in 80 years? It's a lot. You can't mm -hmm. guarantee that, that, that new creations will be successful. But when not. you are wanting to entertain, because the human race is about telling stories. We've been telling stories since we're in caves. We've been, we've been you know, drawing on walls and trying to tell the stories of, you know, wherever you come from. It's, and, and nowadays we're in a modern setting and this is just another way to tell stories, stories of morality, stories of heroicism, you know, stories for people to be inspired by, to be elevated, to be lifted up. And, and now we're not because we, we're getting people, we're getting bad actors coming into the industry and they're taking these, these beloved characters and they're, they're twisting and perverting them to their individual narcissism. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. you know, when you're when you're trying to like, let's say you said, um, you know, if you saw a, a potential in the LGBT marketplace, for example, uh, and it was a but you would be looking at it from potential to sell comics. You're not looking at it with potential to say to just necessarily say, oh, well, this is a celebration of, you know, whatever the mm -hmm. that, that no, no, you get like, 
this is an audience that could be invested in these characters, could be invested in these comics and purchase these comics. However, how can you pander to a minority of a... You think, you know, the, the, the alpha community is probably about 3% in reality of all people. Then you have to break down in that 3%, how many of them are going to be comic readers? It's going to be a minuscule percentage, an absolutely minuscule percentage. So that is not really a, a market to pander to. I'm not saying don't sell comics. I'm not saying don't create they a comic. Reading comics anyway. I mean, hey, these, to, yeah. I, I, I was in San Francisco for 18 years, and like, yes, they loved the X Men, uh, hmm. Robin, like Bat Book. They loved everything. It was like it's bull. It's that that's it's never needed to be that hard. They were already reading the books and identifying with the characters. It's the, well, yeah, it's the characters that's going to sell the book. Yeah. The superheroes in, in particular, because that's the primary market in the United States, uh, are meant to be um, inspirational and aspirational. They mm. don't have to be representational. I didn't yes. grow up on a farm in Kansas, and I didn't come from another planet. So I cannot yeah. uh, uh, understand what it's like to be Superman, but I can understand what it's like to be Clark Kent. And I can understand uh, all the other things that he goes through. You know, uh, I'm not black, but I love Luke Cage. I think he's a really cool mm. character, and I can read his comics in the Black Panther. They're interesting characters, and they're not ciphers. They're not pandering characters. They're interesting on their own, and I'm invested in 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 reading about their adventures. I don't need to have, uh, you know, some uh, Irish New York kid from Long Island be a superhero so that. I can now relate to him, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't need that. Um, Comics don't I think, need that because it's pandering. No, yes. I think one of the really weird things that's going on in comics right now, um, especially if you're like a new person coming into comics, is when you see stuff that's like, like Graham, you were saying something about selling comics and doing hard work, <clears throat> and I think one of the biggest problems is when you see the new mainstream comic book art coming out. And the art is just like one tonal or two tones. And it's just like really flat. There's no colors. There's no, mm -hmm. you know, there's no magic about it. And it's just like totally very, very weird. Like some of the stuff, I don't know if you've seen like some of the High Republic stuff. I mean, that's not really a comic book, but it's in the same vein. Or like that SJW comic book. What was that one that, that got canceled with the superheroes? Like the Snowflake and God, I forget. The other guys, but Warriors, oh, the new Warriors, oh, uh, the new Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, that one got canceled, thank god. Or like the new Ironheart cover that Gary shows off sometimes that looks like her arms are like all fucked up. Like these, these, the art is just not there anymore. Um, when it comes to the comic book artists and them stepping up their game, because I feel like if at the very least you had like amazing art then you could be like well like you know at least this comic has amazing art even though it's got really fucked up message and i don't really quite like this message but maybe like you know at least i can appreciate the art for what it is but they Welcome don't even to give you that that's like, what covers are there for and that's what marvel are doing with their covers they they hire very good cover artists but inside <laughs> the artwork is absolute trash you know you can get like a, a stanley lau art germ cover you know, those covers that are very stylized, you know, very attractive, very pretty. The guy, you know, I think draws really nice stuff. And he's all over the place now because people will pick up Stanley Lau's stuff. 
and that you'll open it up. Like I got his his Fantastic Four covers because he did an individual one on each. So I got these four Fantastic Four number ones to get mm-hmm. the set. Mm-hmm. And then I opened it up. Jesus Christ, the writing, the artwork was fucking dog shit. It was bad, right? Mm-hmm. Absolute it's, trash. It's fucking crazy. Like, and then you get like the new uh, comic books coming out, like with the, uh, you know, fucking Amelia Clark with Mickey Mom and stuff like imagine that. Imagine though, Gary, it's like, crazy. To go back to the 90s though with Nightfall, you had Kelly Jones covers and then you were turning up into it and you were getting Jim Aparo and Graham Nolan art. Yeah. You know? Wow. And, and even at the end, Mike Manley's stuff, I thought Mike Manley's stuff was, was you know, really good at it as well in the end of it. But that's what you're getting. You, you're getting a, an, a sensational cover by a sensational artist, and then you're opening up, and you're getting unbelievable artwork by, you know, Jim Jim Aparo at the time, comic book legend. Yep. And then you got, mm-hmm. you know, this this young young pop, Graham Nolan, who's just knocking, got, got such a great, like, your Batman is, I just think is incredible. I just always thought that. And you got this just, you know, this great um, artwork by Graham Nolan, you know, married together later with Chuck Dix, you know, Chuck Dix. It's just like, come on, you know, because you can see how the how the artwork has been drawn based off the 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 writing provided by the, the, you know, Chuck and and whoever it is, you know, that was, you know, Alan Grant or whatever it may be. And, you know, you could see the synergy in that. And and now, just like you know, Sandy Lau, open it up. Oh fuck my ass! Well, <laughs> what here's is this another on the aspect. Here's another aspect that has uh, uh, hurt comics when you're we talking about how things were done in the past, and that is editorial autonomy. Uh, all these decisions now are coming from from executive decisions from up top. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when Nightfall came out and the death of Superman, those are editorial decisions that were done in those camps in the Superman camp and the Batman camp. Then you had your Green Lantern and Flash and your Justice League camps and all these other editorial offices uh, in which, and they were all autonomous, you know, except for when they had to, you know, get together and, and do, you know, some crossover stuff. Yeah. But th- they could hire the artists, they could hire the writers and they could come up with the game plan for that year's worth of books. Uh, now you can't do that. So you've got you've got ideas done by committee and that committee is less talented than the writers you're going to get. Um, th- the whole idea is is hire the right people and get out of their way. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what a great editor can do, you know, is they is to understand who the talent is, what they can do and, and put them at work and, and get out of the way and then take take the credit, you know, as a great editor. <laughs> that's yes. it's, it's part yes. of how it goes. And that's OK. You know, Denny did not micromanage us. My best editors that I ever had did not micromanage. They trusted the artists and the writers to do their best work. And they mm. might have, a you know, a, a something to say. And particularly if it's a character like Batman that uh, means so much to the company financially that, you know, you're a gatekeeper as an editor, too. You, you're there to maintain um, uh, the viability of that character. Um, mm. and if you try to veer away from that in your art or your, or your stories, you know, the editor's there to reel you back in and say, no, Batman doesn't do that. We don't have Batman do that. Um, yeah. and, and that's something that's sorely missing. And, and I think it creates, um, it, it's, it's been part of the reason why, uh, comics have become so homogenized and, and, and so boring. Mm. So sad. Hey, like you want to get like really Very depressed sad. here. Let me, let me share something. Let's get, let's... Damn it, Gary! I don't want to get. Really well, then we'll then we'll uh, we'll 
we'll, we'll, we'll give you some positive news by sharing Graham's book. So yeah, that will right. tell you how All comics right. is supposed to be done. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was at my local Barnes and Noble. Uh, I, I don't know my audio oh, no. is on this, uh, but you don't need to hear my audio commentary. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, such a boomer move. Why is it doing that? Oh, oh landscape and portrait. Gary. Come on. Oh, but no. I recorded it in portrait. Oh, well. You have to turn our head sideways. No, no. I can do this another way. I can do this another way. <laughs> such a boomer uh let's do it this way i will share the video and then share the screen uh da -da 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 -da. yeah it's a pretty sad story there we go meanwhile manga is laughing at american comics. oh dude you're gonna see how oh, much they're they're eating our lunch, they're eating so, our yeah, lunch. I mean, you know san antonio in america it's not in california this is america well, we we have a dumb fucking sheriff. Okay, we do. We our sheriff is dumb as fuck. But um, yeah. Let's see if I can. <laughs> they're, they're eating your lunch and they're, they're looking you right in the eye when they're doing it as well. Oh right. my god! Uh, hey, why are you looking for that? I just want to show okay. something off. Okay. You'll know what this is, Graham. Oh. Oh. If oh, it's in I it the right way around, you will anyway. You can, highlight, you can highlight ass. It's fine. Go ahead. Okay. Oh. Oh, the rocket. Subway rocket. Oh, this is the, oh, that's awesome. The Azrael oh, Batman. And awesome. it's got a lenticular background on it as well. Oh, so that's fucking cool. Does so it you light can see up? The, uh, no, no, no. But you can see the, the Azrael Batman there. Yeah. And the lenticular. And this is, this is a creation of yours, uh, which was the yep. Subway rocket, because uh, yep. Azrael didn't. Didn't That's use the, why the uh, wheels look like that. Okay. Yeah. So this choo -choo. is on a train track. If you look, yeah, it's on a tra it's on a train yeah. track. Chugga, 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 choo choo. So yeah, detect. There you go. Detect comics. Is I love it, it. Six six seven. Yeah. There you go. So that was that's a, a lovely little piece. Yeah, lovely piece for the collection there as well. <gasps> oh, look at that manga section. Oh, manga. Oh wait. Oh wait. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is where I would go in the story. Watch how long this goes. Manga, manga. Oh, manga, wow. manga. Wow. I feel like that's the biggest section in the whole bookstore. Wait for it. It's not over. It's oh. manga, 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 manga. That's wow. a lot of manga. manga Asians manga, taking manga, over. Manga. This is what people want to read. This is well, what they, people they, well, they finally caught on to that because I remember when I wanted Holy to read manga, there was wow. nothing. Wow. Like, manga, it was manga, manga. Hey. Graphic novels. Oh, my God. Graphic. That, that's, that's the worst. Sad. That's sad. Two shelves? Two it's little sections? Like five. Three? No, five. Oh, there's more. One, two, three, three four, two, five. Pretty cool. Manga. Oh. <laughs> Six versus, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, eight, nine, eight, ten, eleven, twelve. There's like nine. Yeah, it's we can count 10, on 11, this panel. 12, I swear. 13, 14, <laughs> 15, 16, 17, 18. All wow. the way around the other side. It's fucking wow. Huge. So yeah, I'm I'm sitting there talking to myself in Barnes and people are looking at me. I don't give a shit. But so they also uh, have like a shelf <laughs> for letter. Is it all alphabetized? Uh, it was it's by author. 
right? it's by author and but there were they had a section that was by title that was so they did separate that but it was very easy to navigate i could have uh uh the and berserk was behind the counter oh they, they keep berserk behind the counter of course uh, they do they have to people who would steal them yep yeah <laughs> the most popular one and it's very expensive imagine making mm -hmm. like writing something so well loved that you have to protect it like that yep uh, that's <laughs> that's good imagine like, i know i know it's great you know, but but the hope is like um, the throttling that Marvel and DC have on the industry is kind of ending and things are breaking up and it, it won't be centralized. So that'll be it'll be a little harder to find stuff. But I think ultimately that's good. We've got Graham making books. A bunch of people have been making books, independent books. They've been around forever on Kickstarter and then Indiegogo. But I think they've kind of like leveled up recently. You know, we got Eric doing ISOM. Uh, doing it on his own website, uh, which I think can open doors for other people if he's up to doing that, which mm. might be able to help, you know, if Indiegogo keeps being lame. Mm. Uh, not to put him on the spot or anything, Eric. <laughs> this <laughs> but, has uh, um, been going on for a while, though, with Indiegogo, right? I mean, I've, I've thought they yeah. would, if, if it was, like, not nefarious, I thought they would have fixed it by now. But now it's getting kind of ridiculous that there are still, like, a lot of shadow band artists on there. And they all happen to be leaning towards a different kind of politics but i'm just saying let's, let's side back a bit mm -hmm. um and the list grows longer every day right it, it's kind of mm -hmm. weird that that's happening so yeah. it just it feels like it's not like you know just benign if, anymore if, if it wasn't nefarious they'd answer our questions right but we've gotten radio silence um it's hard enough to find somebody to 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 contact there uh we used to have points of contact and then that point of contact became a group in, in the comics division, a, a nameless, faceless, and answerless group. Um, so I went over them because I wasn't getting any answers there. And I wrote the CEO. And you know what they had to say? I don't know either because they didn't answer. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, I wrote the letter on behalf of the CG group that since 2019 has exclusively raised on Indiegogo 15 in excess of $15 million. Now that's a number. No, com no company can sneeze at $15 million. Uh, and you can't find the time to address the situation. Well, that tells me something. Mm. absolutely so it's it's uh i mean you could there's there's two options it's incompetence or political uh mm -hmm. probably both but i think a lot more political now that uh elon has just exposed twitter and that's all of them that that's again that is all of them sure they like to make money but uh they're absolutely favoring the left that that's that's the, the leftists not just the left the leftist uh yeah. and that's that is me. I mean, if you think they're not anymore, then you, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say to you. There's there's no point in even arguing anymore. But that's what's happening, and they've infiltrated absolutely everything. And 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 the one thing we can't do, I've said a million times, is abandon it, right? But you definitely have to create competition, and you cannot like abandon our culture, or we're done. We're just freaking done. Elon put it up. I can't believe he tweeted this, but he said, essentially, I'm going to paraphrase, we, we either got to defeat the woke mind virus or nothing else matters. Yes. Yep. 
End of story. He's been going yeah. after the woke thing for a while. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But you had to, you had to defeat it all. Season. It's over. Yeah. yeah. Or you bow to it because there's Culture's no two other way. Yeah. yeah. They, they've gotten into education. They've gotten to, into culture uh, and, and all, all the other forms of entertainment. And, uh, you know, you, you have to at some point draw a line in the sand and say enough. Yep. Uh, yeah. And, and I think people are starting like this has been a long process, man. <laughs> it's been a long process. Five years, I think, of uh, of waking people up. And now Hollywood is like openly having this conversation. Uh, and yeah, it did take them losing money. That's all it was. And that money is going going to other places now. It's going to indie books, shadow band mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, as do you have the link or do you want me to get the link or the X-ray girl? Got the oh, link for, I thought I should go for, for the article Grand's for Graham's campaign. Oh, campaign. For Graham's um, book, yeah. One second. I, I can put it in the into the uh, oh, private I chat if it. you want. Yeah, That'd yeah, be, please. Yeah, please. Sorry, we didn't have that ready. Oh, I have uh, it ready. I'm just slow. Well, that's why you work. There you go. You fit oh, right in. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I'm not past this. That's, what is that? Canadian dollars? Math? That's okay. Sorry. Yeah. That, it makes it yeah, like look so good. Yeah, it looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian dollars. <laughs> so we've reached 100K in Canadian, but uh, <laughs> what is it in American? At least I'm not sharing it because it would be in pesos. And it's always <laughs> funny when you see oh, it. Oh, that'd be pesos. like a million, right? It's like a billion. Uh, yeah. 89,000 okay. uh, dollars. Yeah. Uh, and 89,000. I put the US I put the US link in the private chat. Okay, let's let's do that one. Oh, it just automatically shows Canadian. Here, then I'll share it. Hang on. I got this. <laughs> you if you scroll to... over, it'll give it in US. As you well. just have to click the right? currency and change it to the US and then No. Well, if I go shopping, edit, it's gonna edit, trick edit. me. <laughs> Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I'll be like, it's so cheap. I <laughs> <laughs> such a the <laughs> Look, I cut my thumb yesterday. I don't want to go anywhere near Canada in case Trudeau fucking wants to put me down. He's <laughs> 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 standing there with sanitizer. <laughs> don't yeah. make it. Just don't let it get infected. Or they'll Did you cut really your thumb? You yeah. Have you ever thought about euthanasia? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh. Well, welcome to Canada. Too far. And... Fuck. You know? Her, I can change it to the U.S. There we go. There we go. Boom. Nice. You we work so well together. Thirteen hundred backers, which is great. So if you want to check out Graham's book, please do. Uh, I didn't even know we hit that number yet. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, on my screen, the last I checked, it was eighty-eight two twenty. So that's good. Excellent. You want to tell us yeah. a little bit about your book, Graham? Yeah. Um, you know, when I started doing these things, um, I wanted to create my own universe and I didn't want to do superheroes. That market was covered. Uh, and I loved monsters and horror and uh, science fiction. Um, uh, I was really into that even before I was uh, a, a comic book lover. And so I decided, you know, that was the direction I was going to go. Now, I came out with the Chinoo it was a straight up horror book. Then Alien Alamo, right which was a science fiction um, Western. Um, then in between that, I just did Giant Size Two-Fisted Manly Tales, a celebration of toxic masculinity. And then this is the latest book, The Ghost of Matacumba Key. And this book here connects 
all my universe together. Um, when this story is done, it's going to connect not only the Shinu and Alien Alamo properties, but my previous ones, um, Monster Island and Joe Frankenstein uh, mm. will all be connected. And so it'll be this one cohesive universe. Uh, I've been leaving little trail breadcrumb trails in here uh, about the other properties uh, and, and uh, quick witted readers will notice those things um, when you reread it and when you know that. Uh, and this is, this is a fun action adventure, romance, crime story and ghost story all in one. Um, and it's about these uh, two private detectives who are called in uh, because um, uh, of a modern crime. Uh, but then there's these ghosts contact um, the woman. Her name is Misty Fahrenheit because she's so hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they contact That's uh, my Misty. That's my name. That's crazy. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. That's my name. <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> so, so Misty uh, is contacted by the ghost because a crime happened 80 years ago that, that caused their death. And so she has to connect the two and they have to discover the mystery that connects it all together. Um, so this is going to, this is a really fun, um, fun action adventure, uh, mystery story, as well as a ghost story too. I was going to say, I love how you draw your female characters because they still have a female body and boobs. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I like so that. They're not <laughs> ugly. <laughs> that's and the so men look cool. manly. <laughs> They're not like planks. Yeah. Like dudes. So we appreciate that. I I, I awesome. really appreciate. The oh, that's art. creepy! Wow, look at that. That's creepy. Oh, and you've got Ke that's Kelly Jones right there. Yes. Look at that. Oh. That is that is what I'm that is what I'm talking about. You see, those Kelly Kelly Jones is. That's so creepy. And that was another great uh, stream when you were talking to Kelly. Boobs. Like, oh, 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 yeah. yeah, boobs. Yeah. There we go. Nice stomach. Yeah. Nice thighs. Graham, I want to talk to you about representation in your comment. Yeah, I don't see yeah. enough uh, POC. Uh, uh, are, <laughs> your, are your characters gay? Because I feel like we need a lot more rainbow in this as well. Just, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to disappoint everybody, and I got none of them in, in this. I got total no representation by the uh, by that uh, the alphabet. That zombie crowd. looks gay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, look at him. He's going like this. Like, hey. He looks, looks kind of gay. Maybe the that's Alien are... Alamo there. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's a print from Alien Alamo. Uh, I'm really close to the Alamo. Cyber... <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I'm really close to the Alamo right now, and I've never been there. Are you really? Really? Yeah. I mean, relatively. I could drive there pretty quick. I like the meathead one. That's awesome. Yeah, this is this is so oh look at that. Ah. Oh, that's nice. I love yeah, it. that's the original oh. art for that cover that we just looked at, but that's already sold. God damn it. It's already gone. Wow. <laughs> Can't have it. Sorry, Az. Sorry. Az. <laughs> I'm just I've just got a basket getting filled at the minute here. You got shirts? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Ooh, I like that one. Compass Comics. This and we'll we'll be sharing this again. Oh, there she is. Yeah, there's oh. Misty Fahrenheit. Oh my, I like the oh little my. gray. Yeah, the, the, I knew you'd be uh, back. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear I'll show you. I'll show you my back. <laughs> oh. oh my nice. God. No, you want to see her back as that's how. That's what I said. No, my no one wants to see I my back. I just wanted to do the representation <laughs> for the comics. Yeah. I'll show you my out. back. Uh, these you are, know what uh, is represented in my comics? Masculine men and feminine oh. women. Oh. They, they're well represented in my books. There you go. Excellent. That is a wonderful thing. That's what we need. Oh, representation in comics. Tra- right crazy, isn't it? Weird. <laughs> The representation we actually need. And that hey, and they're available as add-ons, all the other books. So you can get yeah. Uh they're limited supplies, so uh I don't know which ones are left. Um but uh yeah, because like I think I think the Alien Alamo my cover, which is the third one in on the left, uh I think that one's sold out, but I'm not positive. This grab them while the hall quick. <laughs> Get them before As fucking buys everything well, out, guys. Come I just on. got myself a CGC one. I just got myself the Kelly oh, Jones cover. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. You. I like the B cover. I think that B cover is fucking great. It's so old yeah. school. Yeah, uh, you know just, that you know, was with... uh, based on a Graham Ingalls uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt, I think. Yeah, uh, ah, yeah. That's, 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 that's yeah, that great. I love that. I like I that. I love Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, and each one's going to be a little bit different. Like, um, uh, if you can scroll down just a little bit there, uh, the next one down. Keep going. Right here. Yeah, this one here is going to have a glow in the dark cover. Okay, okay. Oh, you're and the uh, the Kelly Jones one's going to be embossed. <laughs> And uh, then oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then, then there's the black and white one, um, which we we're looking at the original art for, which is further down. Uh, that one is the entire story is in black and white, it's, it's the original oh. artwork, uh, with no color added, just the gray tones and, and the black. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the art in its purest form. Um, just one. a question, Graham Did you yeah. base your hero on me? Because I'm seeing a lot of similarities there, you know. Yeah, and you're back in the gym, so yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This is future as. This is three, yeah, three years from now as. So. Yeah. Okay. You know, keep him in mind when the movie gets made. Just saying. He stole my shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> you gave it to me, Gary, and you give it to me in the future. Oh I do. God. I've got a few of these. I got a. Somebody sent me these. They're nice. This is brilliant, I, and we will share this again. Um, I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, this, this is a labor of love for me because uh, from the time I was 12 years old, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to write and draw comics. Uh, and, you know, I had a really great career in the mainstream, and then uh, the mainstream uh, became a place I didn't want to be anymore. And, and, and I didn't want my dream to be crushed by all these knuckleheads. And so I refused mm. to be canceled and, and uh, decided, well, I'm going to go off and, and create my own comics. Because I know if, if I like something, somebody else is going to like it. No man is an island. So, you know, all you have to do is make sure you find that audience, you know. Um, and, and thankfully, I have to thank Marvel and DC for screwing up so badly because they've driven so many people over to me. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, but, hey, it's good for you. So, you know. I'd yeah. rather people get driven towards uh, passionate creators than, than you know, 
box ticking creators. Exactly. Uh, and and the cool thing about the whole thing with crowdfunding is is A, you're getting rid of all the middlemen, and B, you're connecting directly with your fan base. Uh my email is right in there. Uh, they can contact me directly. You know, they can come mm-hmm. on my my channels and, and like you guys in the chat right there. Um, you know, you, we didn't have that years ago. You know, there was a wall put up between um, the uh, publishers and the distributors and the retailers. Mm-hmm. And then there was the creators. You know, there was the, the, these various walls that separated you and that, that's gone. And that's what makes it so exciting for me is is, is the actual day-to-day contact with my backers and my fan bases uh to find out what they like what they don't like uh to bust balls together uh and to celebrate this stuff that we love so much which is uh this narrative art form the greatest art form in 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 my opinion like the greatest medium is comic books always has been yeah and it's Uh, just like jazz it's an american original yes it is Yes, it is. So I'm uh, curious, does, so, how does As feel about that? What's the best best mm. medium for art? As what would you pick? <laughs> That's not an easy question to answer. It's not. That's why I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> art can be expressed in so many incredible ways. Uh, it, it depends on the mood. Sometimes you're in the mood for a flick. Sometimes you're in the mood for a, to, to binge a TV show. Sometimes you're in the mood. To, to open up a comic uh, and, and see some beautiful art and some great writing. Sometimes you just want to open a book and read words, you know? Sometimes you want to get a toy or something, you know? It's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Come you're, on, you're... I'm fucking trying here! <laughs> you're weaseling out of it. It's, but I don't know, because, you know, you open up my storage unit and it's full of toys and it's full of boxes and boxes of comics you know long boxes and long boxes of comics and uh when i was when i was a you know a kid yeah sure you get your little toys and whatnot and sure you get the the cinema you go to cinema every now and again but to me it was going to my local news agent and buying the transformer comic and then when i when i went to the my local uh news agent one day they had a spinner rack and boom there was uh batman uh and uh i picked it up and and uh i read it and i was like i need more i I need more of this and so i you know would purchase on the spinner rack every time it got renewed a month every month or so and then i got so invested in it i needed to i needed to find where the source was and and so i I ended up going to to leeds which was uh at the time you know 30 40 50 miles away get on the bus i'd go to leeds so I could go to some some little shopping center called the Marion. Well, it's not little, but it's little Marion Center in Leeds, and they have this uh, market area. And the and the market area had this little comic book shop, this little comic book store. It wasn't a shop; it's a store. There was a man behind, you know, a, a store, and there they were just lined up in front. And he was the guy that I I said, "Hey, you know, um, I'm new to this. I've been picking up some Batman comics. What, you know, can you tell me? You know, can you help me? What should I do?" Then you, you got Batman. Then you got this thing called Detective Comics, and then he so started picking up Detective Comics. Then you got, you know, that, then that went on, and then you still haven't we got, answered the question. I think I'm answering it pretty fucking well right now, Nino. <laughs> like you're fucking in, you know. <laughs> hey, and, hit and that refresh. That, so you see where we're at. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over oh, yeah. Come on. Sorry. And and okay. uh, yeah, then it was you know this is this was with me. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Thank you. 30, 30 years later, it was, it was you know, 30 years later, I was still doing it until Gary and I on this show said, you know, this modern shit is shit. It's not worth our money. It's not worth it anymore. And back in those days, you know, my pull list was colossal. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, it, it started off as Batman and it was Batman and Detective. And then it was Batman, Detective and Robin and Nightwing and Catwoman and Azrael. And then it went to Superman and to Action Comics and to Green Lantern and to The Flash. And, you know, and, and, and Legion of Superheroes. It was going all over the place because of these beautiful, these wonderful creators making unbelievable stories that we could all just love and and, and just get lost in. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it's so... I mean, it's great to have people like Graham here and, and showing off the stuff which you know is made with passion and love. Yeah. And, you know, Gary and I, like I said, we're on we're on the show and we're just like, dude, uh, this shit's not getting our money from the, the mainstream comic book industry anymore. It's not worth... It's not worth our money. It's not worth the, the, the fucking ink it's printed on. It's, it's terrible. And so to have this, uh, you know, to have people like Graham doing his, his Indiegogo, and then he, like you just mentioned, you got wonderful people like Eric July doing his independent, to see independent creators who are passionate about their product and they want to produce something which is incredible for you to read. That's, that's what it's all about. So, yeah, you know. And it's across the board yeah. now. You know, you got Will. The, the drinker making yeah, yeah. books uh a razor fist book i believe is out now um shad is doing his thing uh mm -hmm. we got epic verse we got a boy josiah doing epic i mean this is how this thing started like where they go we don't know but like that's how mm -hmm. it starts one of them's gonna hit somebody's gonna hit somebody out there is gonna be and and that that will bring more people to to the independent sphere that needs to exist in some form because it's dying in film right now but the reason comic books are the best medium Mahler, is because i don't need to plug anything in i could just sit in a corner yeah. somewhere and uh go and and read something that can't be adapted in the film like you know, you know something really like, cool i'm sorry oh let's go on, go I, on. I was just gonna say what's really cool too is is the the paradigm you know you you had just mentioned all these people that are uh uh making their dreams come true that they're going they're pushing out their comic book their stories um and of course you're going to have various levels of quality in that but the one thing that's the same is the passion and and the love yes. that's going into it and there's no longer any gatekeepers saying you can't do this anymore uh it, and that's how it was you know you want to talk about the monopoly you had uh, two major companies for many many years that controlled distribution as well and so if you wanted to be considered a professional, you had to work for the big two or maybe on one of the smaller ones. You know, in the 80s, you had a bunch of uh, startups come up, you know, Kamiko, Eclipse, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then they died off and you were left with the big two and less distribution because uh, 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 Diamond bought them all up or they closed. So you had one distribution center and, 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 and two major companies deciding what was good and what was going to be published and they didn't know but you know i i i i i proposed to four different publishers both the chanu and alien almo and they all turned it down and then i i decided i'm doing it myself because i like it i think this is strong ideas 
And mm. so I made that happen. You know, I was able to, uh, I found my audience, they loved it and I did more. Um, and that's what I'm encouraging all these other people out there that, that have their own stories to tell that all you have to do is, is, is you got to work your ass off. You got to find your audience and you got to get your product out there. Um, and that takes discipline. And, mm. and, and, and here's the big thing too. And this is the one thing that really, um, needs to be addressed in crowdfunding, uh, to continue to grow this. And that is the dependability on fulfillment. You have to trust in this person that you are backing that they're not just going to take your money and you're never going to mm -hmm. get that book. Um, you know, I, my books come out exactly when they said they're coming out. You know, okay. if I say it's coming well, out in January, have. it's coming yeah. out in January, unless the printer is messed up or somebody else is messed up, but you know, that's a process and it's still going to happen. And that's something that if you're starting out in, um, uh, and you're going to be launching your own crowdfunding and your own comic, you have to know, know thyself and, and under, give yourself enough time to create within the boundaries and the deadline that you set forward so that your backers receive the product that you promised them that you took their money for uh, when you promise it to them. Th that's huge. I think Tr trust with your customers is it. That's all. That's, that's everything. It's That's absolutely right. everything. Uh, yeah. When I took over my store, I, I I just I made a decision like, well, I'm gonna have to like say no to comics, and people are gonna ask me questions. I'm gonna go, mm, that one sucks. You know, I'm just gonna have to do it. It's on my shelf. I bought it, but it sucks. Don't read it. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> I, I read it. I, I wouldn't recommend it, but it was more important to me that my customers trusted me uh, when I guided them to a story. And it worked out much for the better. Yeah, sometimes I had some dollar books in there. And and I love how you brought up, like, uh, I used to give away books for, um, so I used to give away books at movies. So when Marvel opened a movie, I would get a stack of whatever character that was and just, and, and gorilla advertise at the, at the, I'd like just pass out free comic books with my card in it or something like that. Cause oh, I didn't want advertising. And it was, it was great. And I started doing that with, Think uh, with trick or treating before Marvel did it. I was like, you would come by, you would trick or treat at the comic outpost, and you get a comic book. You wouldn't get candy uh, until I got in trouble because I wasn't reading. And this happened like later on. I wasn't reading, you know, absolutely everything. So oh. I had some parent <laughs> got some comic. Oh. Too. It was irredeemable. Wait, what, what? Got stuck in. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, dude, I got. I, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll check better. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> like I didn't, it wasn't anything I even thought about because, um, yeah. I had a bunch of like bronze age reprint, like classic X-Men, like when X-Men came out, I just gave, cause I knew those were safe. <laughs> so I right. gave those out. Uh, and that's what I started doing. So I bought all these like beat up bronze collections and I made this kid section and it was just all the comic books I read, but it was just like world's greatest comics, you know, fantastic four. And right. I'd sell them for, a quarter to the kids like a four or six for a dollar but you had to be mm. 12 and under just to, you had to be 12 and under so i was discriminatory but dads were sending their kids in too that was pretty messed up but uh yeah <laughs> uh, you know but i was doing that to try, try to get kids reading comics because yeah. we had like i saw it aging out and i'm like well we lost the video games and you know not much we can do about that but we're like there, there was a manga craze before I'm sure you remember, Graham. It was back early 2000s. There was a huge manga craze that collapsed 
but you knew it wasn't going to collapse forever. And you're like, oh, they really like this stuff. And then, you know, manga just started writing their some books like American comic books. And sorry, it's my opinion. The art doesn't it's not as good as American comics, but the stories are now as good. And that's that's the most important thing. And that's why they're killing. It. And some art is great. OK, some manga. Oh, yeah. great. Just like everything, you know, there's, there's yeah. great and there's not so great uh, in, in every art form, you know. It's interesting you said that, you know, I gave out X-Men because I knew those were safe. Uh, <laughs> you you probably could not do that now. No. You know, and no. It, uh, uh, you know, when I was under exclusive contract at DC, they used to send us everything they published. So every month we'd get these boxes of every book that came out that including the hardcovers, which are really cool. Uh, but my daughters at the time were young. And uh, I, I remember going through the boxes and in having to call through them as to what I could give my daughters to read. And, and unfortunately, most of the stuff was either the Scooby-Doo line, the Warner Brothers, i.e. Bugs Bunny, that line, um, or some of the other humor things. Uh, the, the, the staples that my mom was able to go to the 7-Eleven and pick up for me, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, all those, uh, had become uh, overtly sexualized and overly violent. Uh, and this is in the mid to late 1990s. Uh, and that's not stuff I wanted to, to, to give to my, my young daughters at the time. So that's exactly, the, that was the turning point for me to where I went into self-publishing for the first time. And I developed Compass Comics in 1998 and I published Monster Island. And it was my, my love letter to adventure stories and all ages movies uh, that A, my friends could read, my adult friends uh, on one level, and my kids could read and enjoy on a completely other level. And that's, that's, that's how I ended up getting going and getting my foot in the door. And then years later, I completely shut the door on corporate comics. And here I am now. <laughs> and you're free. You're free. Yes. You're it's a little riskier, but man, it's, uh, I don't know, independent is so much better. I, I mean, can't tell you, you know, 40 years, uh, next year in 2023 will be my 40th year in this business. And I have never been happier. Uh, I've never worked harder. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm streaming till, you know, sometimes, you know, three in the morning. Uh, it's a lot down though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, caring and it's, you know, working hard is becoming such a. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're working for yourself. And, mm. and and to produce a product that you know has value uh and and for fans and backers that enjoy that and appreciate it you know that's a whole different thing than you know digging a ditch you know eight hours a day and and, and hating the work uh or working at marvel and dc and hating yeah. The work. <laughs> yeah. well i think that's why uh, you know a, a lot of comic shop owners were lifers like we were second generation and stuff and then there was those of us who like, hey, we had a collection. We're going to open a store, which is like really the old school way to do it. But I did a job before a one that I, I mean, I liked. It was okay, but it wasn't fun. And I like, I thought I was just in heaven, dude. I was like, oh, this is great. But then I started, you know, dealing with diamond, <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but then the industry turned into t into this. You know, let's let's share this uh, lovely. You, you, this is an oldie but a goodie. Uh, the comics pledge. Remember, oh. remember the comics pledge, everybody? <laughs> Let's look at the comics pledge. Uh, this is essentially 
Wow. Uh, this is not Graham. Graham is not part of this. Okay. Uh, but this was um, mainstream uh, comic book. Mainstream comic book professionals promising not to rape each other. Oh, yeah. The- I had a feeling. Then, no. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a which is Which is really that? ironic because I've <laughs> stressed so many times. Just because you suck Warren Ellis's dick doesn't give you talent. No. That you actually have it, to have some before then. Uh, hang on. Yeah, the, the, Sorry, the, I just started reading only it. There's one says, word. There's only one I word in that sentence. The word that, sentence that, that isn't true. And that is men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yes. Oh my God. So, yeah, I got immediately disturbed by this. Yes. Like, you don't, you don't do all these horrible things to women and all people of marginal. It's like, don't you just mean all people? Now, why, why would you, you... Can do them the men? You can, you but can yeah. The implication yeah. is you can abuse, harass, groom, and manipulate men. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you should say that, Paula, because <laughs> what oh a stupid God. fucking just you know what? They should wipe it all and just say, don't be bad. Yeah, don't, don't do, do bad, bad yeah. things. I yeah. it, like, the fact that they need a pledge just says everything. Like, like, shouldn't this be an unsaid thing to treat people right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, shit. Um, let's, well, let's go over it because this is like this is one of those things. I remember reading at the time, going, "We're going to look up back at this in a couple of years and just go, oof." <laughs> I was saying it at the time, but like, no, this is something that was shared out by people like Tom King. Uh, Scott Snyder, Scott Snyder, Donnie yep, Cates. Was in on that. Uh, yep, yep. yep. Uh, men what, in what comment. man has to That's say embarrassing. This. That's the whole point. Is what um, man has to say this? You know, the, a very the fr- under, is, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The, the assumption is is that guys uh, need to declare this because deep down they're pieces of shit and have no control, and that you know, it's the complete opposite. It is. I mean, uh, sometimes we have to state the obvious on the internet. So apologies for people <laughs> who might have heard this before, but men uh, don't rape people. That, that I would say don't rape people. It's bad. Raping is bad. Yeah. But apparently they have to remind themselves in the comic book industry not to do it. Now, this is an industry that, you know, had a an editor at uh, Dark Horse get a little grabby at a party uh, that, that I, was, oh, yeah. I, was, I was there, dude. I was, I was oh, outside. I wasn't cool enough to get all the way in. I was giving somebody a ride and waiting for him. And that person came out and said, you will not believe what just happened. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, But uh, that shit happens all the time. That's what you heard about, folks. (laughs) That's what you heard about. It's not my business to say anything else, though. Uh, Men in comics say no. There are a lot of ideals we claim to honor in comics. Hope, justice, unity, innovation, creativity, freedom and not raping people. Uh, none of them mean anything unless men in comics change our behavior. What? Men in what comics change our behavior and hold each other accountable for the safety of women. Beta! Of marginalized. So, Gary, <laughs> can I run a hypothetical past you? Sure. So what happens, let's say there's a woman, or maybe women within the industry, that is sending compromised pictures of themselves on purpose to male members mm. within the industry. Totally okay. That's yeah, what fine. happens when women just make up random shit? Like I and, and I hear the guys in the chat going, well, it depends on the girl. It will be okay. But like, hey, calm down. <laughs> Depends on the guy, too. Uh, right. <laughs> uh 
<laughs> the, that's there's Nina right there. You, oh, you just open things up. <laughs> and then you guys are gonna think I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm the guy. I pledge to never abuse, harass, groom, no. or manipulate women. <laughs> you know what? what about I'm the women manipulating the men? It happens every go, day. I'm gonna go abuse, harass, groom, and manipulate more people now. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, you already yeah. have tentacles, so. I'm going to go nuts in all dimensions. <laughs> Just because they said don't. Wait, okay. And all people, here's my favorite, of marginalized genders. <laughs> Which what? one of the two genders is marginalized? <laughs> well, there's male because there's more women than men on the planet. So. Yeah, this is true. And you know why that is. Because. Yeah, they won't shut up. <laughs> That's why there's more of them. Than they <laughs> what? Them. I was going to say oh, something. Oh, oh, and you oh, wow. did me. <laughs> wow. 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 As, as is showing his brass balls. <laughs> wow. Sexism in the real BBC. <laughs> Men oh. in the real BBC say no. But you know I'm what? I'm gonna file you a complaint with my manager. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> this is real interaction between men and women, having fun and joking. Yes, know? yes. <laughs> this is how the world is, you know. But the people that write this stuff uh, don't get that, and and therein lies the problem. I mean, really, there's one box. It says, "I pledge," and you put a little box here and says, "To be a good human being." Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll sign that. Inclusive. Uh huh. <laughs> I'll try to do it, but like, doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, no I, I wouldn't even. Okay. I wouldn't even sign the that because <laughs> I don't. I, I would say to myself, I don't need to do this. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, just it's just a, being it's an being a human thing. Just be a fucking normal yeah. person. You don't need right. to sign a pledge. What the fuck? That's crazy to me. Now, if Tom King needs to sign a pledge, oh, I mean, maybe he needs to sign a pledge not to go after Jim Lee's best mates. So that ain't going to work out for him. No. But um, you know, <laughs> remember what was it, 2015, when they were pushing that uh, a quarter of all women have been sexually assaulted on on campuses? Was it a quarter, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Of all women, were being sexually assaulted. Yeah, that was a whole save the night was thing. Was it called the University of Rape? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> just put, I mean, stating the obvious again, pushing this shit is just you're, you're admitting that it, you're you're telling on yourself for one yeah. that you are a fucking creep. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. I remember when Stephen Crowder went around the universities and started like wanted to debunk that, and that was really funny. The whole, uh, like, oh the, yeah, the I rape thing. That. Yes, it was great. That was a long time ago. Yeah. The cycle repeats. Uh, so I pledge uh, uh, marginalized genders. Uh, of One of the two is marginalized. You figure out which one. And sex is one of the two. That's uh, like the same thing. They kind of are. Uh, but see, gender is a construct, X-ray girl. And oh you can have as many as they want. Yeah, stop being a bigot, X-ray girl. God. Yeah. <laughs> They should just yeah. put the whole alphabet on here instead. Like bigotry of X-ray. Yeah, they're running out of letters. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, That's why they're going to like plus signs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like dollar signs. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Stuart Smalley read this. Uh, to hold myself accountable for all my own actions, be open to the comments and concerns of my peers, and educate myself. <laughs> this guy clearly myself. raped someone. Fuck like who, off. whoever wrote this, like clearly raped someone. I forgot. They, how. They're feeling really I bad. I think it was Alex DeCampi, so there's a very good chance. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, that's only a joke, Alex. Duh. Oh no. You just try and get people fired and get them fucking out of their jobs. You don't rape them. I'm only kidding. Right, Alex. Alex he rapes you're just part of the yeah. You you just rape them financially. Yeah. You just rape them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just rape you just their livelihood. You just rape them employment-wise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh God. Creatively. Creatively. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can say the word. Uh, to actively intervene when we see our own abuse. Wait a minute. So when you're oh abusing somebody, God. go, I should probably stop this abuse. <laughs> Intervene in your own abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is wrong. Maybe I should pull my pants up. Uh, what? Uh, Harvey, <laughs> are you watching this, Harvey? Grooming? Oh, yes. oh my God. Or manipulation. Okay, for one, let's can we talk about manipulation in the comic book industry? The comic book industry is manipulation. The whole industry is based on it. That would mean everybody would have to stop doing what they're doing. Uh, to ally for women and all people of marginalized genders and sexes experiencing abuse, harassment, grooming, and manipulation. So uh, the manipulation must have been added on from the Warren Ellis thing, right? As well, well, I think the whole came uh, about because of that, didn't it? Yeah, I I think it did, if I remember correctly. This is because, uh, Graham, uh, adult women who didn't want to be responsible for their own actions, uh, decided to say, hey, having no talent, but fucking somebody to try and get a position within industry isn't working out for me. (laughs) So now we've got to get rid of those people from the industry so we can then backdoor ourselves in, and then we can entrench ourselves here uh, because otherwise it would be seen as Grooming, harassment, abuse, manipulation. manipulation. Yeah. And you wonder why the comic in mainstream comic industry is dead. So what's manipulation? Uh, an editor going work harder. Is that manipulation? Yeah, I, uh, I, I was need to know. ask that question. Like I, I would like to know manager. what that means. Mm-hmm. Manipulation is uh, not Gary, being able to spell April rape. O'Neil on the on the front of your uh, comic. <laughs> was that Mueller? Oh, you just described rape, and I'm kind of upset by it. You know? <laughs> Do you feel manipulated, Mahler? Like manipulated. Well, see, I've been I've been reading up on my uh, progressive mythology, and you know, it all comes back to this giant tree. It's kind of like a Norse mythology, you know, Yggdrasil. It's just it's the bigot tree, and everything comes from hey, it. You, you learn <laughs> all of life is originates from it. That's why we're learning more every day. Wow. Dude, why is that all jacked up? Yeah, what, what's wow. wrong with that? It's really hard to read. It's really Wait. hard to read. Huh? Maybe it's refresh, refresh the page. Yeah, it's 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 uh, gone over it itself. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, it's Firefox. I'm using Firefox. Refresh. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. Wow. Okay. Oh, so yeah, the art the article is starting up in in the pledge, but oh well, I can get around it. Uh, to act okay to ally for women. 
I read that one. To actively call out friends and peers, even when no one else is watching. So... Wait, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> no one else is watching, and the guy's alone, and you're alone with the guy. Who's being abused? Hey, he's gonna cool himself on the high. He's gonna cool himself out for abusing. Okay. He's standing in front of a mirror, yelling slurs at himself. <laughs> <laughs> you are abusing them. <laughs> oh my god! See, my mind went somewhere like really dark, but okay. uh, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of, you know. You might be abusing yourself. Self-abuse? I don't <laughs> self think there's a law against self-abuse, but... Uh... I like how it acknowledges, like, you. you we know you want to do this for points in front of other people, but you should probably do it anyway. Like, even when there's no one to reward you for your efforts. That's what the no one watching is referring to, right? Yeah, this is the most bizarre, like, weird manifesto thing I've ever fucking read in my life. Like, yeah, this is... Fuck. This it's so and weird too. Like, well, so this was given to like comic people. Yeah. Yeah, and this is after I get a Warren Ellis. Uh, he did what um, like rock stars have done throughout the years: poets, philosophers, <laughs> fucking teachers, uh, everybody. Uh, if you're in a position uh, of influence, uh, he was flocked. Women flocked to him. I'm and not the best looking guy in the world. We'll just say, okay, mm -hmm. not that I'm a great judge of dudes or anything, but I'm just saying. Warren Ellis looks like uh, uh, Warren Ellis, and uh, he got a lot of women. He had a, he had a chat for him. One of them used to work for me for like 10, 10 days. She worked for me. She was nuts, so I fired her. But um, <laughs> that <just> shocks me. <laughs> she was fucking nuts. But she ran his forum, and this was ten years ago. This is twelve years ago, and that shit was going on then. Nobody cared. She didn't care. Yeah, he was like, you know, hook it up. Yeah. But, uh, like, it wasn't this understood, like, if you hook up with me, I'm going to get you in the industry. He, I, he never said that shit. They just threw themselves out. And they assumed it. And when it didn't happen, when I had sex, when they had sex, I don't want that. Get when that. I, when <laughs> I, <laughs> whoa, whoa, Gary, whoa, 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 Guys, 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 I have to I have to call you guys out for laughing at Gary. <laughs> uh, Including Gary. Oh, wait, is, is this harassment or abuse? Yeah, oh, this no. is abusive. All of the above. God. When they had sex with Warren Ellis, they they had this delusion that they could write and get a job because they sat on his dick. And uh it doesn't work like that. Uh it doesn't work like that in rock and roll. It definitely doesn't work in comics and ladies. I got news for you. Yeah, I got yeah, I got news for you. <laughs> we have now. You know, uh can you blame is is Warren gonna say no to every girl? Like, you know, that's up to them. But the this whole power difference bullshit when it comes to comic books, okay? Yeah. You're, you're talking power. about it's comic books. <laughs> this isn't like a CEO of a multinational, multi-billion dollar corporation or a fucking world leader. It's it's Warren Ellis, okay? So you know what you're getting into. Sorry, no sympathy there. Uh we'll get this horrible thing off the screen. Yeah, Firefox might not be the solution. Maybe I'll use Brave. My my son's like <clears throat> boomer. 
Uh, is everybody, uh, you guys, uh, I did not confess anything, okay? I've never met Rowan Ross. All right. <laughs> that, guys? that means there's stuff to confess. But you Uh-oh. nearly You nearly confessed. <laughs> I nearly confessed. When I had... Some... <laughs> when they had... <laughs> well, I just like, I don't want that getting clipped. Legion of Beams are fast. Too late now! Yeah. It's done. I, yeah, Before we add I that just, to the clip, I don't want this to get clipped. <laughs> I just wished uh, Dick Van Dyke a happy birthday on Twitter. Now I feel I really regret doing that. Like you, it's you already. Why? Dick, a happy birthday? Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. It's his 97th birthday. Dude, oh, why do you regret wow. it? Yeah. Because it's He's already awesome. been freaking clipped out saying, I love Dick. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, is that false? Is that false, Nina? Well, that's yeah, also yeah. true, though. No, that's yeah. true. See? Okay. It's the ladies that have reduced the conversation to this base right. level. We're now. talking about Van Dyke. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the dykes. <laughs> oh, <so laughs> the dicks. The dicks in the <laughs> I don't so think you get a dick in a dike. And dykes. Oh. I don't think dykes like dicks. Oh, no. Dykes and dicks in a van. All I know is that dyke can play. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, remember comedy? Yes. Uh, so good. I miss comedy. I miss that. I miss comedy. There's guys uh, that are still out there cutting the edge like that. Uh, 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 what the hell's his name? A long Italian name, uh, Scalco something, Monoscalco. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, no, oh, maybe if I saw him, look that up, x ray girl. Uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Maniscalco. That guy's he's got balls, he, he's fearless. <laughs> uh, Bill Burr is another one, Bill Burr's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kyle I mean, he Bunnicke. leaves a certain way, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he can he can get a little weird at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. so funny. Yeah, but Sebastian Maniscalco is hysterical. I'll have to check him out. Yeah, Kyle Dunnigan, Kurt Metzger. Kyle Dunnigan, Those Kurt videos. Metzger are. Uh, we're gonna get Kurt back on the okay. show soon. Uh, okay. He was on Joe Rogan. A couple he of was. Ago. Yeah, I, I was gonna go meet him in Austin, but I was in. Fucking LA uh, with Chris Gore. What's up, Chris Gore? Uh, Shake from Hunger Team for five dollars says, uh, "Ask Graham where I can find the new projects because I've been uh, to Indiegogo and I can't seem to find it, and I'm looking uh, to back it. Uh, we will link it in the description. Already linked in the description. Yeah. Hey, buddy, the reason you can't find it is because I'm shadow banned. Uh, there's a in, no index code attached to my my uh, campaign that prevents uh, you searching either on Indiegogo or uh, with uh, Google. So I'm sure it was an accident, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't search for it. So you need the direct link. And how uh, long has so, this been going on again? Uh, it, well, Shane, Shane, I think was, he was shadow banned from the day he launched. Uh, <laughs> but I was trending like in the top five for like a month. And then all of a sudden, I got shadow banned, and now, bam, there's nothing. It doesn't show up hmm. at all. So it's been going on for me. What is this? December now? Uh, I would say November, beginning of November, I've heard somewhere around. Mandy this. Summers talk about it as well. Her yeah. stuff has been so she's actually oh, yeah. had to open a, a yeah. secondary portal. 
Yeah, um, yeah. To, it to seems get... to be all all CG. Shane Davis too. Um, yep. yep. We were Shane, trying to find uh, Aaron, his Aaron book for like Presti. 15 minutes yesterday, and we couldn't find it. Like we had to like go through another article that had published something about it earlier, like you know, three months ago, and find a link so that we can get to it. It was it's ridiculous what they're doing over there. Oh, yeah. But you know what? We're succeeding uh, in spite of them. So, yes. Uh, Good. That, that that's that's the beauty of it. I mean, I'm gonna refresh my page right here. Let's see where we're at. Uh, yeah, we're we're at 92, 92,440, wow. backers. Uh, we've picked up a whole bunch of backers just from you, good people here in the stream. Yeah. Uh, so you know, grateful. Can we get Thank 100K? you so much. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, hey, we already did it in Canadian dollars, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I say we keep the show live until we hit 100K. All right. <laughs> well, that might actually happen. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Long-winded. Uh, we have Matthew Hammond on the Streamlab side for $20 circumventing Mama Susan. Thank you very much for the donation, Matthew. Uh, what is Graham's favorite depiction of Bane in comics, animation, and live action? Uh, my in, my introduction to Bane was Batman the animated series and loved his depiction there. You have a favorite well, then you just nailed it because uh, that's the only version or one of the only versions I like. There's no live version that I like, uh, but the animated version uh, with Henry Silva voicing him in a Latino accent was awesome. Uh, and then my second favorite is the uh, I guess it's Young Justice version. Where you know the design of Bane is dead on uh, to my my design, and then they got Danny Trejo doing the oh. voice, which is you know I mean that's I hear that's ah. the voice I hear that yeah. gravelly Latino scary voice. So that that was a really good that was a really good one. Because was it was it when you I was watching the stream the other day you said that when you first envisioned Bane it was kind of as like a Mexican luchador kind of look to yeah. it and that in the animated series that's kind of exactly where they went and of course the the open mouth instead of having the closed mouth uh so it's kind of like a lucha mask uh as opposed right. to well that was my original design uh the the first design i sent to dc was 99 percent there i i didn't mm. have to go back and forth and all that the difference was that he had a true luchador mask the design elements on the mask were all the same but his eyes, his nose, and his mouth were open uh, mm -hmm. for two reasons. One was uh, functionality. You know, if you ever wore a mask like we all did for the last two years, it's a pain in the ass, especially if you're uh, exerting yourself in any way. Uh, and then uh, the other aspect was purely artistic, and that was um, uh, emoting, is to be able to have the character emote uh, on the page. Mm -hmm. Uh, but editorial decided they wanted to close it all up and make him like a man of mystery. Uh, and I don't think it was a bad idea. I think it actually um, was a good idea. No, so. I, think, I think it worked. I think it worked. Well, I'm assuming when we say like best Bane, we're all discounting the Batman and Robin one because that's the automatic win. Is Jeep Swanson, was it? <laughs> I, I mean, that's Jeep the Swenson. best Bane, of course. We'll leave him out of it. Um, yeah. Obviously, the first Bane I ever saw, and I was like, wow, what an impressive character. Uh, remember when he said his own name? Yeah, <sighs> I've, ne I've never <laughs> seen made it. up a Pokemon. You never seen uh, uh, nipples on the. Back I mean, I've too. seen pictures of it, but I've never seen the movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> when Graham, <laughs> you're doing all right. 
You do. Oh, yeah. You're good. Chuck's you never seen it either. Fight. Yeah. So, uh, Chuck and I, uh, <laughs> we, we started watching it together. <laughs> And then we went out and left and watched something else. I think. There you go. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's the furthest. I was I was so excited when they announced Bane because you know I was, again I'm still of that age, and I was so excited when they announced Bane for it. And then when you saw it, it's like, ooh. When when they set icicle bobs, he's just walking around going Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> God. I, when when COVID started, um, my husband and uh, got like a Bane mask and wore it to the stores. And at first they let him, but then afterwards they were like, "Nah, you got to change that out for a medical mask." But why? Can I just say this? Milano was wearing a crocheted one. It was dumb. I don't know why, but they wouldn't let him wear it anymore. Write medical on the on the Bane mask and be like, and and ninety five. I did a I did a, a La Mole Con in in Mexico City, and uh, a fan gave me a true luchador uh, Bane mask. Oh, it was nice. made by the people that make the luchador mask for the wrestlers, and he yeah. had to make a Bane mask. Uh, wait a they second, have, I gotta go. Get they it. have really nice ones here I, for those. We have visual oh, nice. Ones. That's good. Yay! Oh. So my PO box is. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it there, Graham. It'd be great. You want <laughs> one? Yes, I can find you one. Oh whoa! Oh, oh yes! Awesome. Oh, As I can yeah, get you yeah, one. Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. one of those? I will yeah. pay you. I will pay you. <laughs> it's oh already hot. Done. Yeah. Without without yeah. the mouth open and nose, it's hot. Yeah, I got a. I might have a Bane mask. You might. What do you mean? You, you might. Get, it, as. Get, get it. it. Go get, get it. it. Let's see it. It's uh, it's in storage now. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh sure. No, don't just mean the right Tom. Now, I got the Tom Hardy one, but then good. I've got that one because that's the that's the proper Bane one. You know the, the you've seen the statue that I've got a Bane, haven't you? <clears throat> haven't you, Graham? Uh, I have. I, 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 I. When you were. Did your birthday tweet for Bane? I've I've actually put it in into there. Oh, that one! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the I had to hold out for that because that's the collector's edition. Because the collector's edition, because uh, this is the not actually got the normal well the one the regular head here that they gave with it, which is more the the current oh, one. I hate yeah, that look. Exactly, but the collector's edition was the one that has the proper bayonet mask. Yeah. So I had to hold out for that and I was very, very lucky to to end up getting it. Nice. And that's the only that's the only portrait that needed to be put on there. Hey, um, you know that kid who was trying to get to a hundred thousand? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. smashed it. It's like oh 110, yeah. I think. Oh, it's on 121 before the stream. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Johnny yeah. Depp did a did a, oh. a, a video for him. Yes, Jack Sparrow. And, Which is and really Her, cool. Uh, Herb, uh, Her, Herb. <laughs> Herd. Herb. I just saw uh, Tug tweet that uh, Herd simps are going after the kid now. I, that oh, would my God. That's oh, happening. no. You're the biggest shit alive. Just Jeez. saying that right now. Again, I'll be right back. Off. Pumpkin is ringing yeah, the yeah, bell. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. That's <laughs> all good. Take care of Doggo. Uh, we will take a look at this young man's... Uh, uh, channel so he's had a couple uh help me out here it's heart a couple surgeries? of heart transplant heart yeah. sur mm -hmm. surgeries 
and it's um, like not looking good or it's, yeah yeah it's not looking good yeah yeah i think he's been put into end of life care or something like, along those lines which is yeah. really Aww. sad it's just and uh so he wanted a hundred thousand <laughs> on his channel and yeah johnny depp did a video he did a video for the kid for the kid and he had like uh there is yeah a few yeah. thousand subs like a couple days ago yeah, he had like twenty thousand. Like when I Whoa. first saw it, or something. No, before I think this he, video, he had uh, <clears throat> he had just hit about ten. Mm -hmm. Before wow. this video, so yeah, this video was already there when I saw it. So he yeah, had like twenty thousand. I saw it. So he he got a hundred in a couple like a day or two. Like yeah. and, and he woke up and he looked at him. He's all happy now. Oh, look yeah, at that video. So him. That's when he found out. Oh, here we can. Yeah, play. they do a there's a. A, like a countdown they show the count they're watching the uh ticker and it goes over 100k live so they, rec they were recording it yeah there you oh. go oh my gosh i'm gonna cover this on infinite just, home just, 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 there you go oh my god you've done it mate he's still got it Oh, oh. Thank you so much. oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he wanted that silver. He wanted that silver play button. God bless him. Yeah. I I uh, tag team YouTube about like speeding up the silver flag thing. So if you guys want to go retweet mine or maybe at Team YouTube yeah. with that tweet, uh, it would be great because uh, you know they we need to get their attention. This is time sensitive because it does take a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. It takes a while. It takes like a month, maybe uh but like yeah i they they could do it quicker mm -hmm. uh and and like just everybody's put the word out thanks hail to the fellowship and uh you know johnny depp of course and uh i think uh, viva talked about it uh rakeda mm -hmm. uh yeah all those evil bigots out there yeah <laughs> helping this kid out so I think that was fucking awesome so thanks everybody that's it's uh i can't imagine being a parent going through that you know being the kid that's just freaking horrible but uh yeah. good you made a kid happy around christmas i mean like with a little click see there's some good in the world yay so they needed all they needed i'm not crying no this is so getting covered on infinite hope yeah good this is this is like my arena <laughs> hopeful I, stuff that's uh, that's cool that's cool. Uh, I, you know, I, I just saw that when I got home last night and I went to my kids like school Christmas party and uh, mm -hmm. it's the synergy of it all. It was cool. It's very cool. Uh, my kid goes to this like uh, this Christian school. Uh, and uh, it's great. It's fucking like he's he's like looks forward to going to school now. So like wow. it's not hard. He was in the San Francisco public school system. You know where he had to write uh, creative writing courses were uh, for my for my uh, for my special needs you know autistic son were for um, uh, writing about uh, toxic masculinity, writing white writing about white supremacism uh, in creative writing. Oh God! Yeah. Seriously, that sounds oh, like yeah. a fucking oh. nightmare, man. That's How old is he? Uh, he at the time of writing that creative writing class, he was thirteen. Oh, so I went in and talked to the teacher and like straight up Antifa freaking oh. BLM shit. Uh, 
you know, prior to that, but you could see all the, you know, Ferguson, there was a Ferguson flyer in there and all kinds of oh, shit. Yeah. So I sat her down and I just like, you know, people have different points of view, you know, just, just so you know that. And, uh, I'm not about like, so I'm like, he's not writing that. <laughs> he's just, we're going to think of another assignment for him. Cause he's not writing it. Nice. You said, she said, yeah, so that's good. I, ho- I hope I was convincing. Cause I was fucking pissed. I was kind of <laughs> doing it in the first place. Yeah. I might like, veins bulging in my forehead but i wasn't screaming at her or anything but i was so oh. fucking mad um uh represent you know and i'm like you know he's autistic right you know like this these are not concepts that uh that i teach him uh that he even gives a shit about and you know what he'll probably end up doing was write whatever you want him to write right fuck that no uh so uh, Morgan for $50 representation isn't about representation. It's about grown children who want to see themselves on TV. That's true. Uh, children want to watch power fantasies. Children have tantrums when their heroes are insulted. They aren't nuanced adults. They are grown children. Well, I mean, Gundam has done a great job of exposing mm-hmm. uh, inner, uh, the, the adult daycare of yeah. Silicon Valley on his channel. So uh, go check it out. Uh, and you're right. You're right. Like the children are getting older. The children are getting older. Bradley Burnett has gifted 10 neurotic memberships for $50. Thank you very much. Bradley. Uh, the ultimate G man for $20. I was wondering what is your favorite version of Asriel's Batman's costume, the early design or something closer to the heavy crimson night design that he has at the end of nightfall. That's a, as an, I guess Graham question. I, I well, the short answer for me is none of them. I hated <laughs> drawing that thing. Did you? <laughs> oh no! It. You did it so well. Absolutely. I mean, I wanted to punch Joe Casada in the mouth when when that design came in. <laughs> it's like he only had to draw it from a front view and a back view and a side view once. I had to draw five panels a page for 22 pages for like 12 issues. <laughs> it, it just, you know, it just it didn't make any sense to me. I mean, but those things, hang on, how could, how could he even see to the right or the left? See, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a stylized design for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll and bet. it was designed by somebody who didn't have to draw it regularly. Ah! So I know. So now you've hit the creator's perspective as, as yeah. a, as a, as a yeah. reader. Uh, my favorite was the um, when he got the Batman 500 version, where he's got the hood as opposed to the the spines and the ga- you know and the uh, like what, shuriken gun and stuff. So when he's just got when he's got the gauntlets and the you know the the gray legs with the fins. Oh uh, yeah, and then and does you know, he have the Batman mask or or the black mask with the eyes? At that uh, point, the, the black ma- the one with the like it's this. Here, if I could take the lenticular out, literally that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. If, if that would be yeah. my favorite. If I if if I had a favorite, that would be the one. Yeah. yeah so the the, the initial the initial design before he started to adapt it more into the uh, the San Dumas Azrael costume. Right. But, uh, yeah, so I'll nice. be honest. I was I I was into the story, but I wasn't loving that costume. I was like, mm, I don't know. It's great because the the costume was um was a physical display of of uh, Azrael's uh, mental state. 
so the the bulkier and the the more violent the costume got the more his mental state was falling into the programming of saint dumas i'm getting nerdy here sorry uh, but, but he's, it was a visual representation until it got to the yeah, point yeah. where when the costume got set on fire it burned all the blue away so you were left with the essentially like an azrael costume again um so yeah i, I like i like the physical representation of of how they progressed i got the used to it i got you know you remember more than i know <laughs> dude <laughs> I it was my life thing, graham well, when, yeah, did it burn? He, when did it burn uh he, he got set on he got set on fire when he's fighting um when he i think he's either fighting on a boat at the time and it got set on fire and then when he's fighting because he's fighting bruce wayne you know bruce wayne is batman in the regular batman costume and uh, we we see the the initial iteration of it and then it they they start to it starts to degenerate and then he gets burnt and then it burns it away and and then batman goes and takes him back to the Batcave because he can't physically beat Jean-Paul Valley. He can't, he's too strong for him. The costume's too too strong and he's too strong because the programming is Saint Dumas. So he takes him back to the Batcave and then he leads him into a into a tunnel that's that starts to shrink. So so Azrael has to take off the armor until he's only left with the, the red helmet at the end. And then Batman is literally standing below the baffle, which now blocks where he fell down into the well when he was a kid. Uh, and that's how the you know the bat thing all started. And he pulls the baffle away because Jean-Paul's got the night vision on. And he pulls the baffle away, and it's now daytime, and it streams in the sunlight, which makes Azrael have to take off his helmet. And he's just left as Jean-Paul Valley. That's all he is. He's just Jean-Paul Valley in these gray pants and a, a white t-shirt. Um, and that sort of like kicks kicks the programming out of him. Was uh, that a Barry was that a Barry Kitson issue? That was a Kitson, yes, yes, that yeah, was Kitson, okay, Barry okay. Kitson. Yeah. All right. I, I knew I didn't draw it because <laughs> yeah. I didn't remember it. <laughs> and then of course Kitson, Kitson took a, Kitson <laughs> took on for the uh for the Azrael uh ongoing. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It, it, was, it was great. It was in uh, 2007 or 8. They re released uh, all of Nightfall in um, like a paperback edition, like a library volume edition. Very affordable. Things sold out like crazy, dude. Like yeah. that thing sold like, I was like, wow. I mean, They've I done like color. three or four versions. Uh, yeah. The latest being the Omnibus, the, the big hardcover ones. No, the, anytime they broke, they they sold it in it's it's that format kind of like the Marvel Essentials, except DC was doing them in color. Uh, but they had like the pulp paper, and there were yeah. just lots of boo, people ate those things up, man. Yeah. Uh, and it was a great starter. It's like a great hey, where can I start with Batman? It's like mm, right there. We got a whole volume of a story you can just dive into right there. Uh, I wonder where if they ask you that question now. <laughs> what do you say because uh you know for them reading that it doesn't it doesn't even remind them of of what this this kind of iron man batman is like today who's infallible and uh has all these cast for a guy who's a loner he sure has a big cast uh, right. and there's awful lot of people know bruce wayne is batman in the world i mean mm. <sighs> 
Oh, did you see that? I know. Yeah, even you know. You know, Uh, I worked on him for six years, and I still don't know who he is. Right? (laughs) All right. Uh, Benjamin Tech, for $20, welcome to The Real BBC, created, directed, produced, and edited by Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Starring Jennifer Lawrence is as Jennifer Lawrence is neurotic, Jennifer Lawrence is Mahler, uh, guest starring Jennifer Lawrence is X-Ray Girl, and Graham Nolan. Uh, and Nina uh, Iconalis uh, on the Streamlab side for $25 says hail the real BBC and the legend Graham Nolan as my comic recommendation today I have to point to Ghost of how do you pronounce that again because I always want to say Matacumbe Matacumba Matacumba uh, yeah. so they recommend your book uh, thank, you. thank you thank you so much you're awesome uh, no Zaku Boy on the Streamlab side for $50 says who seats sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women peeping Tom anarchy at a glance strife on sight can Tom keep his vision straight or will he back uh, will his back be bent and broken by the glamorous gaze of queer eye <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh my god that is a great villain oh <laughs> that should be your arch nemesis, Queer Eye. versus Queer A lot of them have been potential arch nemeses. He's going to need like a whole gallery, isn't he? Of the a rogues gallery, a whole rogues, rogues gallery, gallery for yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. awesome, but Queer Eye versus Peeping Tom. It's it's like your Reverse Flash. It's like your Reverse Flash. Uh, Ancient Mariner for twenty dollars says, "Hail Graham! Just bought the CGC signed set and Kelly Jones cover." Love your artwork, please. Uh, P.S. Love you all, and Nina, uh, you're adorable. Simp. Oh, thank you. Uh, um, real quick, that that kid, um, Johnny Depp. He just uploaded a video of Johnny Depp calling him. <gasps> oh, let's 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 watch it. Uh, I put the link in the. Uh, do you want me to share it then? Yes, please. Here, one second. I'm just gonna. That horrible, horrible Johnny Depp person. I know. All right, are we ready? Uh, Might have to pass forward a little bit because he talks to his manager at the at the beginning. So, who is this kid, and and what's his deal? So he he had a couple of heart surgeries, and it's not looking good. Like he's not long for this world. Is that his answer? Like two replacement hearts? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Poor little guy. Um, yeah. Hi, is that Corey? Yeah. Hi, Corey. I'm Jason. So nice to meet you. There, now he's going to show up now. <laughs> who? Who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Behind you. <laughs> oh, he's so good. Great. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> I'm really, really good. Nice to see you. As I can to you. You know the funny thing? No. My name is in fact Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who is it? It's not Corey. You're Jack. It was something else, but now it's Jack. 
Sometimes. Whenever you want to be Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I have something new. I wanted to say I'm extremely flammable. Flammable. <laughs> <laughs> amongst so much fire with the candles that I fear this intrepid uh, adventure may go awry. <laughs> oh my god, this is very, very good. Very good. What are you doing? <laughs> Talking to you. <laughs> well, that's a bad move altogether. <laughs> <laughs> that smoker's car. I, um, I yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In your country, they uh, say hello by twizzling their noses. Is that the truth? Like that. Two noses like that. Because I find it filthy, I must say. <laughs> I don't want to touch another person. Do you want to touch? Do you want to touch? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to touch. You do? Yeah. Well, I'll touch your nose. Then I'll touch your nose if you'll touch mine. No, no, I'll touch your nose, but don't touch mine, unless you want to. Now, what is the wonderful chapeau? What? What? Chapeau, French. Tricorn. You're wearing a tricorn. Yeah. Oh, this kid's so cute. That's awesome. So they're going to meet. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I'm happy he right. did. Yay. And if you think there's something wrong with that, there's something wrong yeah. with you. Yep. Yeah. I hope. Um, I mean, like, th th when I see stuff like this is why I'm like, you know, if, if Johnny Depp decides to, like, come back for Jack Sparrow, people would go. Like, people would yeah, go. Yeah, they would. Movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it it would probably do pretty damn well. Yes, I, I I can't see him working for Disney. I can't either. But if he did, like they would make money. <laughs> it mm -hmm. would make the movie would make money. Oh hell yeah, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, good man, good man. Can't yeah. see uh, Amber doing stuff like that. That's just no. Me. I can see uh, her standing in front of the uh, press. Absolutely, what the hell was that video? Yeah, off her mind. Well, that's apparently so that's an older video from like 2015. Okay. Yeah. So she's Which been on drugs for years. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, like it was yesterday or something. It was yeah. uh it was an older video. Uh, uh, what is this? This What's is what? uh Graham Nolan's Bane. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. 
one of the great i think this is one of the best images we had this this is this person's nails some really good imagery here i like the app window then we got the uh when he's broken batman and he takes oh. him into the uh, city oh and throws him off the Oh, uh, I hated this so much. The original I... is hanging right there. Really? Okay, my my nice. address, Graham, is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated this part so much. Oh, my God. Oh, he's going to get oh, wait. it. Oh, he's actually getting it. He's actually oh, he's getting gonna it. Oh, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Uh, oh, no. I'll, oh. Sh I'll stop this for a second. You... No, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, cool. Oh, oh. Oh. I think look at that. that like in unison. Oh. This is a nerd O. Yeah. This is a big nerd O. Oh my god. Has his cooming. He's like, oh 38 <laughs> seconds has gone past. I'm already doomed. That that image has been reprinted. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. Wow. Wow. It's a great one. Then we got the uh with Tim. And then straight Tim. This this the straight next one Tim. is really good because this mirrors the Bane image. Because oh, when uh, when Batman comes back, we get Batman waiting for JP when he comes out of the uh, clock. Right. Isn't it? So it's that I love the way that they mirrored each other from Bane waiting for Bruce and then uh, Bruce waiting for Jean Paul. So. And I think the window and the books are that are all in disarray. I think in the first image with Bane, all that is, you know. Oh, it's all intact. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Jean Paul didn't maintain, look, yeah. Jean Paul yeah. didn't maintain the mansion. The mansion fell into a state right. of disrepair. Um, Alfred, of course, had left with Bruce. Uh, so, yeah. So we see just the disarray of it all. And it's great. Oh, wow. That's so great. It's just such a good, such a good, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. yeah, look at that proper Batman too. Proper I know symbol. that's that's the proper symbol right there. Yellow, yellow with it in. I know I he like started with the black symbol, and, but, yeah. I, and I like the tights. Uh, I don't like the the body armor look. It's like, come on, where's the fantasy? You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Though, I mean, back in those days, it did look like a guy, and 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 you'd see like you know yourself uh, in the well. Hold on, if I reshare this, actually, because um, uh, Jim Apara used to do it as well. But on this image, on this image here, you can see that it's it's you know this is meant to be like Kevlar, right. no yeah. Max, and all this, yeah, yeah, uh, spandex uh, or something, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, so so you, I always thought that that was what the suit was, you know, and then we started to get like the more armored, the more. Yeah, uh, put Knee together. Pads. Yeah, yeah. The, the Kevlar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, and this, this to me, like, and it shouldn't be blacky. You know, it's the blue as well, and it, all these, all these little things which have been tweaked out of the, uh, sure. of the, uh, of of Batman. But yeah, that to me is how. How he also is because he's got to move. He's got to move. He's got to be right. agile. Right. Yeah, that's the whole thing. thing. He's got to be able to jump and move quickly and fight. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, he's in the shadows all the time. You know, it's like that's what the cape is for. It's like to pull it over like Dracula, yeah. you know, and, and, mm -hmm. and cover things or all you see are the eyes, you know, uh, or, or or the ears backlit. You know, it, there's so much iconography that you can use when, when drawing Batman. That's so much fun to do. This is an issue that you drew. And uh, I think it was leading into Nightfall or, or even possibly 
during it, um, or maybe a little bit after, where he gets shot on the chest on the on the symbol because the symbol's the, you know, the part that the draws the eye line. Yeah. Yes. And and when you've when it's been ripped away, you just see this like padding mm -hmm. underneath, yeah. which is like the the Kevlar. Yes. So it's like you know it's cleverly very you know it's cleverly done. So you're not saying that he's not unprotected. Right. But you know he's in lightweight fabrics for for, for maneuverability and, and and whatnot. Yeah, and he's got the yellow symbol against all the black and gray uh, to draw the eye to it. Yeah. So that if somebody's going to target that, they're either consciously or subconsciously going to be drawn to it, and that's the place that's protected. Yeah. You know? That's the yeah. That's the most protected part. Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of makes yeah sense. And when he wants to be completely. You know, in the dark, he doesn't want to see anything. Then we always see that the cape's completely round. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, make more arrows for $15. Ask me if I have seen the Miles Morales is Miles Morales trailer yet. No, I have not. Uh, but Miles Morales is indeed Miles Morales. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you watch it, Gary, do look dropped. out very subtle subtext. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, the subtext is not so subtle. As Nina said, you can touch your nose with your tongue. Is this true? Did you say that? I did not say that. that might have you ever tried? The dream statement. I can touch other people's oh, no. noses with my tongue. What did I say on that stream? <laughs> oh my god! It's like an anteater. <laughs> uh, Nick Hammerschmidt for fifty dollars. Thank you very much. Says I just ordered your plushies yesterday. You're a wizard, Gary, and uh, <laughs> uh, wizard. and don't worry, as I'm not going to go any rounds with your hammered zippy. <laughs> Hi, oh my god! Hope oh my. you are well and Mahler. By any chance, uh, do you are you into Bionicle? Love oh, to I know. was when I was super young, but they're like cool. Well, they're Lego, but let's be honest, that is cooler. All right, Bionicle. <laughs> come on, come on. No, no, come on. No, cooler they were. Hey, if they are to you, that's nice. And, and no, I meant, I meant objectively true. Like God oh. came down and said, Bionicle are cooler, and then he left. Yeah, it's true. No, God came down and he said. I really like that Lego fire station. And then yeah, he, he, he did. He did say that. And then he said this Bionicle, though, a little cooler. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Now you mentioned, uh, uh, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Transformers. You know, the first comic mm. I ever did for Marvel was the Transformers. Really? Yes. Because, yeah. oh, for yeah, first one for Marvel. Nice. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Ah. Yeah. I think it was Transformers Phantom, 16. Didn't you? Or 16. I'm just no, 16, that. I think. Oh. I think it was number six, 13 or 16, something like that. Let's have a look. You know, uh, you also mentioned how uh, they paired up with the toy company and all that kind of, but those books sold like you would not believe. Yeah. Uh, I, I got that gig as a, uh, what they used to call an inventory story. You know, they would hire artists, usually guys that are trying to, kind of up and coming to do stories, to see how they do, to see how they make the deadline. And they put them in the drawer as an inventory story, just in case something happens in the publishing line where they need to fill in an issue really quick. Um, and so it's like, I finished it. And then like two months later, they had a hole in their publishing schedule and they threw it in there. And uh, I don't know, eight months after it got published, I got this royalty check for 
like five thousand dollars. Uh, and that's 1985 money. Yeah, that's nice you money. Know? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I I had just gotten married and we used every cent we had to set up our our apartment, and I didn't take the money out for taxes, so we got hit with a tax bill. Well, it was like, I don't know, four grand or something like that. And to a newly married couple, you know, that was like the world. You know, we're starting off behind the eight ball. And that check comes from from Marvel. You're like, yes. (laughs) That's like, yes. (laughs) Taxes paid and a little bit left over. Yeah, a little bit left over for a little dinner or something. Wow. It was a... it was a. It was well, a if that dinner was lobster as a starter, lobster as a, as a main, lobster as hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> uh, lobster as a drink, lobster as a main. Yeah. And a thick ribeye to top yes, it off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's when, I mean, that's when books sold. They sold a lot of books back then. Oh, yeah. A yeah. lot. Hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of thousands, thousands. Yep. creeping into the millions. Yeah, it, it was yeah. nuts. You know, that, remember Charlton Comics? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, Charlton was kind of like the redheaded stepchild of comic books. They published out of Stanford, Connecticut. And, uh, you know, they could never compete with Marvel and DC. But they used to cancel books at 200000 Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, back Crazy. in those days, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Transformers 14. When they had standards. On Berlin? Is it, what? what is it? Transformers fourteen. It's it's Bumblebee. It's the one with Bumblebee. Okay. I'm trying to find. Kicking into some old Transformer comics. You carry. You carry on. You carry on. Could be thirteen, thirteen or fourteen. Anywhere between thirteen and sixteen. Okay. Okay. That's a good. That's narrowed it down nicely. Thanks. (laughs) It's it's sixteen, but I could be wrong. Okay. Let's go with. Uh, yeah, Charlton comics, like first time I saw those was were in a truck stop on a I'll, I'll fuck. I remember where I bought my first DC comic. I remember where I first bought my first Marvel comic and Charlton comic was in a, in a truck stop in Tennessee in a little bag. They did a three pack and, and they, that's all they had. So the reason it stuck in my memory is like, what the fuck is this? I, I want Batman. I want Spider-Man. What's, what's this shit? But I bought it anyway. And I love it. You remember it. what the book was? Yeah, I got a Blue Beetle story from oh. uh, Dicko was one of them. Cool. And uh, that's all I can remember. But uh, I remember I remember having it. I probably still have it because I kept the bag. I was such a weird little collector kid even when I was young. So I kept <gasps> – I used to take my stuff out of the package, but I keep all the packages. I fold them all down, and then I put it in a separate bag. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Weird kid. I was a weird kid weird adult what do you got did you figure it out i think i figured it out you figured it out oh oh, you want to share it there we go that's it that's the one 16 okay yeah yeah 16 yeah uh len kaminsky wrote it and uh uh tom morgan inked it and it's a herb trimpy cover he's uh bumblebee's screwed (laughs) <laughs> shockwave there and and oh my god he's laser beak and buzzsaw herb trippy when his hulk i couldn't stand his hulk i was so, really I was, oh he's my when favorite was, when i was a kid i was brutal to him I, I appreciate him more now but uh you know i was a kid i was dumb so. did you did you like sal busama's hulk i lo- that's that's my hulk that's the hulk i grew up on that's that's the hulk to me see i hated sal's hulk oh really i yeah. love that's what i love 
Yeah, because Sal, uh, I, I didn't like the tiny little head and the pointy nose and the constant teeth gritting. Uh, I like how Trimpy kind of captured that Frankenstein head of, of Hulk like uh, Kirby had done. Yeah, see, that's where, okay, so Sal's looked like the Mego Hulk, right? Uh, it looked a lot like the Mego Hulk, So that, like, and that was my time. That's when I started buying, but yeah, Herb Trimpy's Hulk always had big teeth. I didn't like the teeth. He did have big teeth, yeah. <laughs> big, chunky teeth. Uh, Kirby's was awesome, but like when I was a kid, like I didn't like Kirby. I'm like, I, I don't like it. It's too like chunky or something. I was way into like Romita and all the newer guys and John Byrne. But then when I grew sure, up and realized the draftsman, good, yeah, I started to appreciate Dicko and and Kirby yeah. more when, when yeah. I grew up. Yeah, it, it, it's a funny thing how uh, as your sophistic you, as your tastes get more sophisticated, you realize that these guys that you thought were unsophisticated are actually much more sophisticated than than the people you liked in the first place. <laughs> right. Because you're worshiping surface detail, uh, you know, the polish and the finish versus the the construction, the the the, the meat and potatoes, the action in Kirby, the dyna dynamics, you know, the 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 uh, abstraction of Ditko, you know. Yeah. Uh, like once I saw I think it was the first time I saw Kirby's art just in its purest form without being inked or, uh, or it was inked, but it wasn't colored. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw a page. I was super young. Like I should have bought it. It was so affordable. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like he's kind of a genius. So <laughs> those are the days, those are the days I, I go back. Uh, I never, I'm never going to let my mom forget this. I was, I held a fantastic four one for a hundred dollars a hundred fucking dollars uh, and i'm like mom i will take out the trash forever i will do every chore you want me to do i will wash dad's car uh, i will wash your car i will pick up the dog shit every, i said poop uh, uh, every night and she's like <laughs> nope nope that's too much for a comic book i'll never let her forget it never because <laughs> uh, later on i, I remember <laughs> In 1974, this little little shop, you know, they weren't comic shops, but there were a few people that were sold back issues, had a um, uh, a Hulk 180, is it 180? That's the first, 181, that's first Wolverine? 181's first Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah, yeah. yeah. 181. So Wolverine, they had yeah. a 181. Now, this is 1974, so the book came out that year. So it wasn't even a year old. And Wolverine had taken off and was really popular, and they wanted a dollar for that thing. That was four times the cover price. Oh. I could buy four new covers, two, yep, four yep. new Marvel comics for that. It's like, I'm oh, not yeah. paying a dollar for that. What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> oh, shit. I was in, uh, when I was at uni, so I'm 19, 20 years old. Um, I go into one of these, you know, indoor markets, and I'm just walking around, and I see this comic shop, and it's just a disarray. It's just, you know, it's just a disarray. Clearly, the guy had comics, but didn't really, like, you know, care too much. And he's just sat there prattling around. And um, I'd be like, oh, and I'd go through and I'd find some really nice old school Batman. So that's when I was getting the old school Batman stuff. I'd be like, how much, you know, how much for this? He'd be like, uh, I don't know, a pound a comic, you know, or something, something like that. And it'd be like, you know, the first Tim, the first uh, Jason Todd and stuff like this and first uh, Black Mask and all this. So I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, all right, take a couple. Because I was just so entrenched in, like, Batman. I I was going through one day, and there was a Hulk number three. 
Oh. And it had some ruffles on the cover. Issues. That's a great issue. And it's Hulk number three. And uh, I passed it. I, I think I said, how much? And it's like, uh, five pounds, that one. And I, and I passed it up. You know, for years, I was a student. I had no money. That I mean, Well, I had, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Nolan. Uh, when I'd go to conventions, they would have um, Amazing Fantasy 15 in in a, like a 3.5 condition yeah. was twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, it was every freaking dealer on the floor had had a copy for years, and you know, was at the time I was like, oh, twenty five hundred bucks. Should I? Should I pull the trigger? Ah, uh, you know, the kids, they need this, that, or the other thing. I, I better just wait. It'll always be here. Again, <laughs> what a friggin' idiot. Well, it's like original art, right? Uh, it was affordable for, um, God, I'm forgetting his name. The Filipino inker. Uh, he lived in oh, Daly uh, City. Alfredo, Alfredo uh, Alcala? Yeah. He would be at, he would be at the cons and he'd be just selling his shit for 40 bucks a page. So this was in 2004 and James mm -hmm. Sim from Isotope Comics like, dude, this guy's got Dicko art. And I'm like, what? And he's got Dicko art for $40. So I ran over there and sure as shit, there was fucking Dicko inked. Um, God, it was, uh, it was, it was, it wasn't Transformers. It was some B-level fucking Marvel book. I've got the speed page. It wasn't, it was prior to Speedball. God, um, this is bad. I oh, own this Rom? page. Rom, Rom, Rom. It's Rom the Space Knight, and I've got uh, uh, like just some, you know, just also ran page of that for forty dollars, and we just bought them all. <laughs> we bought them all. I sold wow. a bunch of four, but that's when wow. you could still get original art. You know, especially what would they? What the artists would do was let the inkers have some art so they can make a few bucks, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, at the time in the early 2000s, it was 50 bucks, 70 bucks, 100 bucks will be a, like a, like a, you know, oh, yeah. maybe a splash page. Uh, then, yeah. then like five years later, it's $20,000. It's $25,000. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. So yeah. that, yeah, that whole thing changed around the superhero movie. That definitely helped it. But it was in the early 2000s when there was a huge shift in, in collecting prices. In uh, the late 1980s at Chicago Con, I remember dealers having stacks like this high of John Buscema artwork for 25 oh. bucks a page. I bought a bunch. I bought, oh. I bought uh, three pages of uh, uh, inked by Tony DeZuniga from Doc Savage number one magazine. Uh, but if I was in my right mind, I'd have bought a shit ton more um, particularly, you know, his superhero stuff, you know, which is that's worth a lot more. Oh yeah, it was Micronauts, by the way, not Rom. It was Micronauts. Oh, Micronauts. Micronauts page, yeah. Huh. So yeah, I didn't know Dico bucks. did that. Yeah, he did did a couple. Uh, but like, it, dude, we were just buying up all this stuff. I got a couple of John Byrne pieces, uh, and I still got a bunch of them, but uh, got rid of a bunch too. I went. Um, I went to a convention down. Oh no, it was somewhere down south, and uh, I went to this one of the stores and the guy had a, a, a Batman three Batman number three. And it was, it was really protected. And he actually, and I, I don't know if it's just the cheek of youth and you just don't realize what you're saying. But I was like, 
do you mind if I just hold that? And the guy actually, and he took it off and he let me, it was a, it was a graded three and he took it off and he, and he let me, let me just hold it. So I'm holding it. It's the Batman number three, graded three. And it's just like, wow. And they're just like, hand it back to him. I thought nowadays you'd, <laughs> never let you do that in case you just turned around and legged it. But well, that if was you like really wanna, amazing if you wanna, to hold it. If you want to have your mind blown, look up on YouTube um, Phil Suling on the Mike Douglas show. Now, Phil Suling was that one of the early conventioneers. He did the the um, uh, the conventions at the hotels in New York City in the early 1970s. And he was on the Mike Douglas show. And Jamie Farr from MASH was on there. And then Wendy Peeney comes out in her red Sonia costume, you know, smoking hot, you know. But Phil Suling comes out and he's holding a stack of comics like this because they're talking about the rise and increase of prices of these old comics from the golden age. Yeah. And Suling's he, he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, this one here. And he hands he hands Mike Douglas an action comics number one. And he goes, this thing is worth over a hundred dollars. You know, oh my god! Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got like he's got like a Captain America one, and they're ho they're holding it, just holding it around. They're flipping here. Take a look at this, and handing it back and forth. Like <laughs> this is that. Oh my god! Oh, I'll uh, hold it. I'll hold an action comics number oh, one. There please. we go. He found it. <gasps> yes, I did. Uh, thank you, Mister Nolan. I started com my comic reading with Nightfall. Says uh, at. Or 200 Norwegian wow. That is generous. Uh, I remember Mr. A. Mr. A was actually an awesome. Oh, character. Mr. A. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That's Ditko at his finest. That is. It really is. All right. Let's uh, personal. Oh, get the vote. How long is it? Oh, it's not long. Okay. All right. How come I'm not hearing anything? Hemingway. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right. Hey. <laughs> So my next guest is appropriately a man who devotes much of his time to the study of the comic book. Here is Phil Suling. Welcome to Phil. Even I'm going full screen for this. <laughs> I grown man with a handful of comics. I didn't know you were my mother. <laughs> Obviously, well, as a kid, I read thousands of them when I was a kid, and uh, the interest never died. It was—it's a love. It's something that you just can't do unless you really love it, unless you're devoted to it. I like these. I've read uh, Faulkner, Steinbeck, Hemingway, and I love these also. This is not instead of. This is in addition to. Mm. I think mm. what, did it, what did it do for you as a kid? And tell me why they're so popular. What did it do for you as a kid? One thing it did was it accelerated my reading speed. I'm right. a super fast reader without Evelyn Woods, and uh, <laughs> I owe it to Superman. <laughs> what is that man doing? He is reading an encyclopedia. I had to. On the rainy days on the porches in my neighborhood, yes. there were so many boxes full of comic yes. books that you had to read fast in order to read all of them. But besides reading fast, I mean, it, 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 Jamie Farr, is a, you can tell he's a comic fan. And it stimulates that. Oh, yeah, very much so. Wait, he literally starts talking about Captain Marvel. Interesting thing, too, about comic books, Mike. A lot of movie directors studied comic books because that was the original framing. That's true. The, the, I wish they did now. Storyboarding <laughs> commercials. I mean, Alfred Hitchcock used the comic books as a way of framing because they have a master shit. shot and a close-up. There you go. They use the storyboard. Right. Prince. Sure. Just like that. And Batman. Was Is that a... David Soul? Oh. <laughs> and don't forget Wonder Woman. 
Wow. Why were they more popular in <laughs> were they more popular at one particular time in history than at one time, yes, during the Second World War, we had one enemy out there and everybody was against <laughs> yes. that one enemy and we were all united against it. And the comic books, of course, in big and in color, they showed us oh. very simplified, they showed us who we were against. And the soldiers who went overseas, young boys taken away from the first time. They read them by the thousands. They were the biggest customers of comic books ever. That cover. May I show this to Cameron? Because this is probably. Oh, shit. I have no it's idea gonna hurt. this is worth now. Can you give me an idea, Phil? What the oh, topic? that book in itself is worth 15 or $20. Ah, oh, it's nothing. It's 15 or $20. <laughs> <laughs> 29, 129 or something? I thought yeah. it said 20. July, it was 29. Look at, look at how many pages they had. Which year was that? I don't know what year. Six, how many, what year this was is about 1942. That's the era you're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here we have more famous. This is famous. Oh, oh yeah. Next one coming up, Mike, is a classic. This is the one that's famous made one is number one. dollars for three million dollars. The comic yeah. original super three million dollars, Marlon Brando. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, oh Superman hey. one. Oh. The Superman one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Can you tell? Can, I checked his fingers that were they were clean and everything. <laughs> oh, what is that one worth? This is, the original this is worth about fifteen hundred dollars now. Oh. You kidding? No. I'm in the alley. Yeah. <laughs> this one, Mike, was the first one. This is the first comic book that ever. was ever produced. Mutt and Jeff. In serial yeah. form. Yeah. Famous funny. Number one on it. So and there. it was uh, born. This comic book was born in 1934, and that's when I was born. So there's a kinship there. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have, Phil? How many comic books? Well, I buy them, sell them, and trade them so that it fluctuates. Oh, you're but about in... ten or fifteen thousand. That's a veritable fortune, isn't it? <laughs> I'll bet you out, out there, there are, uh, oh, I'd say 500 kids who have more than 25,000. And that's not even, you know, oh, strong. Gary Arlington had like, more than that. It seems to me that the superheroes are more important than the other comics. The superheroes caught everybody's fancy. Everybody was interested in science fiction and pulps and uh, 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 juvenile literature. But when you put a costume on this hero, on this oh, Errol yeah. Flynn-type hero, uh, oh, it was a whole new thing. That happened in about 1938, and that was Superman. That was but the first hero they introduced? That was the one. Superman. That's the one. And he got gypped out of it. Well, that's that's another story. They're doing very well. Both Siegel well, and Schuster, Schuster, the yes, two young fellows. They were 16 when they, they originally. Jamie Farr even and, knew uh, back then. Yeah, he's 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 knowledgeable himself, isn't he? Well, movies, films, television. It's been in you know, every media, every medium that you can uh, name. Are you talking about the fellow who originated? Yeah. The two gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. At that time, two high school kids. Oh. Now, imagination is, is superman responsible for oh my god he's got detective yeah. comics yeah, i know there's no background or anything i'm just yeah. ah, sorts. remember him and it was because the superman captain marvel had to disappear right that's right there was uh the <laughs> idea of a super being with all powerful uh characteristics well as soon as superman was a hit of course there were thousands of publishers who wanted to publish thousands of heroes and uh, the biggest selling comic book of all time was Captain Marvel, which I don't know if you know this, Jamie, was published every two weeks. Oh, yeah, I used to wow. buy once a month. <laughs> every two weeks. Couldn't and wait at the drugstore when they came in. They undid that wire around there and hit my Captain Marvel, Billy Batson, and Shazam. And Shazam. Wow. Uh, wow. It's fantastic. Captain Marvel. Let me show oh, yeah, that's Oh, yeah. Oh, he can wear as many dresses as he wants. Right? <laughs> Really Star Spangled Kid. Wow. Blue Beetle. Star Spangled Kid. <laughs> spy Smasher. That was a yeah, Spy Smasher. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Great 
names out. I wonder how much that stack of comics he's holding in his hand is worth today. Yeah, that's what I was asking with the firehouse. Right? He fell into a vat of steel and came out the superhero. And his underwear had rivets in it. Well, <laughs> that did it. they're a little beat up, but I want to tell you, that's the Superman kind of would. The, uh, the war years personified oh. the flag. They made oh. And, uh, Bucky, his sidekick. Yeah. yeah, that was really uh, Cap 20. It's a beautiful cover. The uh-oh, look at that swastika. Uh-oh, they tried every characteristic that a superhero could have, whether it was strength or speed, and they had one called Plastic oh, Man. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorites. <laughs> wow. These comics. What are you laughing at? This guy, Plastic Man, was a criminal. And he got shot, right? right. And I like this. He knows it. He knows it. Look at his butt. He got detective comics and police comics there. <laughs> yeah, something spilled on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's the other guy who took the rivets off, and, he, and the plastic spilled out. I'm looking at that guy on the left with the big old open oh, yeah. shirt. I mean, I think, is it David Soul? Is it David Soul? Is it? I don't think so. Tell. Okay. Flash. There's the old Flash fighting the new Flash. <laughs> Today we have the Flash. Oh, Jay Gar- Oh, wow, wow, wow. <clears throat> the old Flash fighting the new Flash. <laughs> and boom. A couple of Flash. A lot of different uh, formats and different uh, characterizations. Wonder Woman, for instance, for a while changed. Ah, Danny O'Neill. She looked like this. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Listen. Oh, yeah, yeah, here now. But here's the uh, Captain Marvel coming back this time with the approval of Superman. Right. Well, that's that's quite a big nice, nice Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. 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 There again. The, the, uh, this, yeah. this was jungle DC comics. Yeah, the Jungle comics. They oh. used to put out Planet comics as well, right. which I'll bet you with George Lucas. Got jungle comics. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, comics. Ah, yeah. No doubt about it. See, I've got some of those. King Kong too, isn't it? Yeah. So this is this is uh, at least 1978. He said Star Wars. Yep. And Star Wars was 77 or 78. Yeah. Well, I read those. I think it said yeah, 77 on the bottom. I don't know that one. Yeah. Red, Red seven twenty-eight seventy-seven. Why the kids are spending? Oh yeah. Look at that show. Oh, here we go. Then they're gonna bring Wendy Pini out. Oh, oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> I'll trade you a red Sonya oh, for a a Wonder Woman. Wait a minute. I just <laughs> know. He's <laughs> rivets in her underwear. Poor Mr. Sonya. Solid steel. Jamie, we have a surprise for you. One of these comic superheroes. General Westmoreland's coming oh, back. No, no. <laughs> no, no. One of the comic superheroes is actually here today, and he's offered to take you to lunch. This is a great podcast. Our superhero, please. <laughs> This isn't. Whoa! Whoa! Hello. The original cosplay queen. Yeah. I was Gary's like, wow. Gary's like, that's enough of that cosplay. No. That's that's what I'm talking crazy. about with cosplay. Yeah, that's great cosplay. There, well, it looked like Red Sonia, but no, no, cosplay's too easy now. I don't know. You know, I've already Isn't said that, neat? that was cool as hell. Yeah, that was awesome. Was it, it, it's so cool to see like old school nerds just nerding it out <laughs> on a talk show. That's fucking yeah. awesome. It's like who didn't thought that Jamie Farr 
was a comic book fan. And even at that point, 1977, he knew, he remembered all that shit. So he had to have been really into it as a kid mm. or he continued reading that stuff. Yeah. You know? No, because again, yeah, you weren't finding that. There, uh, that was 77. So there were some comic shops, but they were only in big cities, New York. Uh, there might've been one in San Diego by then. There was definitely one in LA. The, San Francisco might've had the oldest with that guy I brought up earlier, Gary Arlington, uh, you know, San Francisco comics, but yeah, there wasn't a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I started going to a comic sh store. It was like 81. It was professor X comics in Oceanside. And it was right near a military base. Cause that's where uh, camp Pendleton is. So if you were near a military base, a big one, you might find a comic shop or a big city. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was before direct distribution too. So, um, yep. Uh, the, the shops would have been a newsstand distribution as well. Yep. Magazines, comics, that type of thing. And of course the Coronet newsstand, that's where I got death of Captain Marvel. Uh, God loves man kills. Uh, those go with the, cause that's where the graphic novels started coming out. Like what are yeah. these things? What? Yeah. Uh, good stuff. All right. We're going to read some more soups. How's Great. everybody doing? Everybody. Okay. Everybody, everybody okay. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Looking good. Very right. good. I'm going to refresh my ghost. Oh, yeah. Let's, we let's see where we're at. Oh, you want to pull it up? Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, yeah. let me pull it up real quick. I can, I can do this. Oh, <laughs> shit. All right. We're at, uh, I'm a little, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a, still a boomer, but I'm using a different browser now. So, uh, we're at 93480. 93480. Nice. We can do it. I'm going to keep this up. I'm going to keep this up. Ladies. Well That's done. what she said. Keep it up. Keep it up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Hey, thanks everybody in the chat. You guys are killing it tonight. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. As always. Yeah. As always. Hey, they can uh, be Christmas gifts. Just yeah. promissory notes. Just give a promissory. note. Kind of like you're doing with these. Um, we got Mexican Iron Man. What's up, brother? For hey, 25 years on the Streamlab side, Mike's awesome. Gary, thank you for having uh, Mr. Nolan on. He's the best. I am a proud owner of every Nolan Compass book released and now a backer. Uh, now backer uh, 1,492 combo Nolan pack. Oh. Thank you, Mr. Nolan, for keeping the joy of comic books alive. Dude, wow. much appreciated. Who who is that? What was his name? That's Ma that's Mike Mexican. Oh, Iron that's Man. Iron Ma or, uh, Mexican Mike. Mexican Iron Man. Yeah, he's Mexican he's been Iron around. Man. I knew Mike. Been around you, for a long time. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a great backer. Uh, Sith Cake for ten dollars says Graham love Alien Alamo. Also, you are a class act for sending me a replacement because the original got damaged during shipping. Well done, sir. Oh, thank you. No Aww. problem. Now we. Aww. It, we all we're all about customer service, you know, uh, as we talked about earlier about, you know, making sure you ship when you say you're going to ship uh, and, and keeping your customers satisfied. You know, shit happens in the mail. We get it, you know, and I always just say, oh, keep it as a reader copy and, and, and we'll send you another one. Oh, boy. Do we want to open up this rabbit hole? And thanks for doing that again. It's it's it seems like a simple thing, but for some, it's not. And uh, we need to appreciate, you know, like I had to do that stuff too. Uh, I sold a toy to a kid. Mom was there. She walked out, walked right back. I think the kid broke the toy and it was a collectible. I just 
replaced it. You know, whatever. Aww, mad. Awesome, Gary. Replaced mm-hmm. it. She's happy. She comes back. You know, right? Uh, uh, Rami Salami for a dollar ninety nine asked Graham, "Do you have thoughts on AI art?" AI art. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, uh, artificial <laughs> intelligence. Artificial art should be AA. Artificial yeah. art. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's 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 my thoughts. It's it's not art. It's it's a collection of other people's art that's mashed together by a computer program. Uh, there's no creativity. Uh, there's no humanity in it. Uh, it's all, as we talked about earlier, surface detail. You know, it, it's only as good or as bad as the shit that you input into it. So um, I have I, I don't care for it, and I think uh, I think it's lazy for people that want to use that in place of real art or or want to use it in place of working harder on their own stuff. <laughs> Some people using it like a crutch, uh, a crutch, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that I think is, is, uh, is sad. I, Work hard, I, man. Develop your skills. I absolutely agree with you. I actually tweeted it out the other day because AI art really annoys me because as you know, as an artist and people I know who are artists, you know, that they, yep. they make commission off art. Uh, I think it's really just, uh, it, it's a bummer because it's such a fad right now, and uh, and and some of the re- replies I got because I was like, why 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 do people pay for this? And some of the replies were like, oh, it's because you can you can get it way, like way cheaper than hiring an artist uh, to do <laughs> right. the same kind of work. And I'm like, you guys clearly don't know like a lot of artists then because there's so many artists out there f- with varying different prices with varying different skills that can do as good and if not better than what the AI art is putting out. And it's like, have you even tried, you know, commissioning an artist before? Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's to me, it's crazy. Um, but I, some people are saying it's the future though, Graham. So what, what do you think about that? Like about the fact that it, it could be something that goes into the future and um, you know, as a, as another format of art. Well, um <laughs> Then you're going to get into the legality issue, too, because, uh, you know, I, I saw some uh, interesting talks about this as far as like AI written screenplays. <clears throat> uh, the the AI is dependent upon the use of other people's work. And as soon as it does that, you have to compensate that person for that work. Uh, so I, I, in, until they can figure out that that legal stuff, I think. Um, it's a long way off uh, mm. technologically for one thing and, and legally for another. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that one. Mm, I, never thought about that, I think if it's being mm. used as a tool and it's the artist wants to use it, whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be hard to stop it. I, I, I talked to Shad about it. I said, I kind of see it like the synthesizer. You still need to know how to like make music to use that. Um, but if it's more like sampling, then mm-hmm. that's going to be a problem. That's right. going to be a big problem. Uh, but but I'm just pretty much what it is. That you bring up artists who like do their own fucking backgrounds, and I know how much work that that. Could, but then you think back to like you know you know Graham is one of those old school guys who did his own shit right and uh, di- you know didn't cheat. There's 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 so much cheating that that was going back. You can tell when people were using 3D models. You could tell when people are using light tables, and you could tell the artists who weren't. And I think it'll still probably be like that. If AI gets incorporated, it might be too polished. 
Mm-hmm. You look at the, the French Bandis and A stuff, which is just fucking incredible art. That's mm-hmm. it's brilliant. Uh, and everything's going to look like that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just going to well, make it kind it, of boring. It, you know? It's going to take the individuality out of uh, out of the yes. artwork. And, and I was on Shed's show and we were discussing this and mm. uh, I took a hard line on it. And um, the thing that I pointed out was like, a, if you if you tell AI that you want a beagle uh, on, on a, on a doghouse, you know, it's going to draw this painterly looking beagle on a doghouse um, and, and everything. The shingles are going to be right and everything. But that's not going to be Charles Schultz version of a beagle on a doghouse. Yeah. Which is very unique. Mm-hmm. You know, the cartoonist, mm-hmm. uh, you, you can argue the validity or the whether one drawing is better technically than another. Uh, but you can't argue the intrinsic value of the cartoonist who is whose personality is in that drawing. Yes. Uh, nobody true. wants to see, you know, a, a painted beagle you know, a very photorealistic beagle uh, on, on a doghouse. But the charm of Charles Schultz stuff um, is very unique. And, and that's what gets lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gary, to, to your point, I, I love the fact that you brought up the synthesizer because that's exactly what I feel like it's like. And it's it's just really interesting because new age music is just so just ma- basically all <laughs> all synthesizer and it's people who can't even sing. So they're just kind of like using the synthesizer as a crutch to, uh, you know, ex- become singers or whatever and become like number one on Spotify. And all they're using is that, that technology, but it's not going to help like actual music. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not really, it's not very good. <laughs> so it's just all very interesting that you, you said that to me. I, I think that it, this is very similar to that. You're going to see like very saturated AI art just everywhere. That's going to all look the same and n- have no soul. Like Graham was saying. And, and that's probably true. And that's probably true. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, just, I think it'll be. Worry about you guys might get freaked out the second you can't start start telling the difference. Like you say, it's going to lack the character of an artist, but uh I well, think, I think it's I'm surprised it's even come this far this fast. I think that AI is only going to get more and more scary, yeah. for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> might be that I see some artwork on Twitter casually shit. I'm like, wow, that's incredible. And then it's someone's not like, I put stop. that together in five seconds on an AI program. It's like, oh. And it's not going to stop with comics. Like, it'll no, be it'll game development, everywhere. and you'll be oh, in yes. CGI, and you'll be able to, like, uh, you don't have to farm I mean, out. Uh, yeah, it'll change everything it'll, it'll, it can change like, architecture as well yeah um yep. i think it was well, free it'll start looking like, good again sucks right now a friend of mine sent me someone who like comboed up geiger and futurama or something absurd and the ai just constructed a bunch of stuff and i was like oh my god these images are so interesting i was looking at <laughs> it was um i don't know if anyone else saw it there was like a, a 50s avengers or something that an ai came up with or alt universe 50s avengers and I was just looking at the Iron Man. I was like, that's so cool. That is like an AI made that, by the way, from sampling a bunch of shit. And I was like, but but it's cool. <laughs> I was like, and the thing is, uh, I wonder if there's viability in using that as a baseline for an artist to find inspiration. Have an AI just shove a bunch of stuff together, poop out something. The go, artist hey, will cool. always be the artist. I think there's yeah, yeah. always going to be a need for artists, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and, and the good ones will always shine through. Uh, and they'll either use a tool or do the old school stuff. Mm-hmm. I I believe that uh, you know the thing is we're we're in such a paradigm shift with art anyway 
uh, and technology. Yeah. Yeah. And like we're now replacing things we never like who in the fuck thought there was going to be an AI for art. I mean, that's like having an AI for hairdressers. You know, like it's it's just something you just didn't think would happen, but it did. You know, it's happening. Yeah, it's I, the I'll future. be good though. I, I don't like I don't like AI. I, I don't like. I, I don't. I'm a huge uh, you know, advocate of not not everything not AI. I hate. There's AI. a lot of <laughs> advocate of no AI. There's a lot of movies that say it's a really bad idea. You know, especially when right. they're turning on and off our nukes and shit. Yep. Uh, real quick, I got to mention this shirt I'm wearing because I promised I'd do it. That this this company sent. Like we got some uh, ugly Christmas shirts. You want them? I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. I love it. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. So I don't, I don't do sweaters. But there's Santa and some uh, indigenous girl, some hot indigenous she's girl. Hot. She's dancing. She's, she's dancing for Santa. Oh. I don't know where Mrs. Claus is. I'm not answering these questions. It also has a uh, pineapple on it. So yeah, yeah. he's only without Mrs. Claus. That's the best That's part. Right. Amazing. Maybe that is Mrs. Claus, you know? Like, oh, that's, that's not an ugly shirt. That's actually Maybe he's a cool straighten shirt. up. <laughs> I know I love this shirt. I'm gonna like this is like this shit. I want one of those. Rocking this a lot. Uh so the company is named Summer Everest, and they were watching us and they're like, Okay, so wait, hang on. Could you focus on me again next week? Oh, real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The QR know. code, you guys. Could, I don't know what it could go to porn, as far as I know. Uh, well, uh, wow. Eric K is dropping the links in the chat already. All right, all right cool. Mm. So, Summer Everest, thanks for sending me the shirts. They didn't have What's to. What's the Q QR code, dude? Just go to their website. It takes you search Summer Everest party or scan QR code directly with your mobile device to join some VIP discounts. Oh, and oh. like right now they have a pretty good sale. Buy to get. Oh my god, it's a sale. Off, and then, oh my god. Buy three, get more. Oh, what? two, eight percent off, three, fifteen percent off, four, twenty-five percent off. You know what I did a couple of days ago? Because I've been cooped up in my fucking room a little bit too long. All right. <gasps> so I moved here and uh in February, and I've been like just doing videos and stuff. So I finally went out and saw my mom in LA. But then I got back and I, I went I went out Christmas shopping with my wife in a mall, and it was packed. It was a packed mall, fucking Christmas songs. And I didn't know I missed that. That was fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Awesome. I went to the mall the other day, too, Gary. It was awesome. And I saw I Mexican Santa. Time. I took pictures of Mexican yeah, Santa. Yeah, we had, we had awesome. mariachi Christmas carols. Fucking great. I was like, God, I didn't know I missed this. It was like just a packed mall. No masks because we're in Texas. Nice. Brilliant. It was Human so connection, Gary. Isn't yep. it? Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> But uh, let's not, go. AI. not AI, not AI. <laughs> let's Quit go to a mall filled with AI. <laughs> let's go to somewhere where they need an AI, and that's the access media. I, I am all for the AI taking over the access media, you fucking morons. Uh, why are there so many men in the rings of power? Now, this is an ind this is an independent article. This isn't like the Babylon Bee. Mm. I'll bet no, the article's <laughs> AI. <laughs> it might be. That guy looks like AI. Yeah. The, the, no the, human being looks like that. No, that second rewriting Ripley article about us uh, <laughs> that that felt like it was written by Dude, an AI. That this, was or retard. in the UK we got we got tabloids and we got broadsheets and the and the independent was a broadsheet. What's it, a broadsheet? Was that a sheet with broads on well, it? Well, the the the, okay. uh, the other ones are smaller, yeah. and then yeah. the broadsheets like larger. So yeah. it's just so the, so broad. Like the and, Daily News is a tabloid, and the yeah, yeah, New York like Times the Sun, the Star, yeah, and and this <laughs> used to be a respected 
broadsheet. It used to be a respected newspaper. It's fucking trash now. Just you know who it's BBC. owned by? You know it's owned by, right? Murdoch. Murdoch. No. Saudi Arabia. What? Oh, really? What? Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's owned by Saudi Arabia. Oh, no wonder it's full of fucking shit. Throwing yeah, shit. Yes. <laughs> no wonder they got James Moore writing this. Uh, <laughs> Why are there too many men in the drinks or something? Like, not the country, but like something of Saudi Arabia. Uh, female characters these days do more than bring warriors to their post-battle beers, uh, but they still don't exist in worlds where they are half the population. We're talking about Rings of Power, by the way. Oh. Everybody was women. Everybody was women. What? All the leaders, all the, every single solitary leader was a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Those, it was all girl bosses. Uh, oh, there was like a feminine men. But uh, like even like Durin, who was in charge, he was taking advice from from his wife, who turned into a Sith by the end of the uh, end of the series. By the way, and, and he was in love with Elrond. Uh, Elrond. Uh, I do have a clip of their. Uh... Give me the meat and give it to me all. Five minutes later. <sighs> oh my. <laughs> Why are you gay? Why are you gay? Uh, it's the granddaddy franchise. And yes, I'm using the male gender uh, here because the Lord of the Rings almost completely ignores just over 50% of the human population. Are they talking? Is are they talking about the Rings of Power or Amazon or or uh, or Lord of the Rings? Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings or the books? Are they no, it, the it seems like he's talking about Lord of the Rings because he's he's mentioned Aowen in the next. In the next uh, paragraph, but he said, uh, "Hang on, that says in the, the rings, rings of power." power. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that says the rings of power. Uh, women barely get a look, and with the notable exception of Eowyn, the slayer of the biggest nasty in uh, of the ring race, and Galadriel, purist, nearly had fits when Peter Jackson dared to beef up Arwen's role a bit. In his Oscar-winning trilogy of movies. By the way, you know who had fits? The One Ring.net. They were the ones who had fits. Did I? Oh. Did I tell you? Oh, I didn't tell you. So one of the guys from the One Ring.net um, was uh, we went to the 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 Star Wars bar where Kevin Smith does his podcast, mm. and I guess they do theirs there too. And Thanks. one of the guys was working the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i thought you were gonna say where kevin smith does is crying for some reason oh that, <laughs> that, too. that too uh and the bar was fine i mean like i didn't drink you know i'm sober so i didn't drink anything it was just atmosphere but uh yeah he the was guy a door dude did he recognize you yeah of course he i'm looking right like, what's up dude and he like doesn't even say a word to me <laughs> <laughs> petty oh, petty as shit that's fucked biatch uh Amazon's The Rings of Power, the world's most expensive TV series, presented a gift-wrapped opportunity to redress the balance. Redress the balance. Where have we heard that before? Oh. 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 Everywhere. Redress the balance. Working as it did for information <sighs> contained within books and appendices. Only appendices, to be honest with you. Uh, this gave the creators more space to play around without attracting uh, an Oper oh my god, I'm getting the big words here. Operium? Uh, from Op the... Op 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 
Opprobrium. Yeah. Fucking What's brim. that? What does uh-huh. that mean? No idea what that means. Uh, it means he's a pretentious cunt. Oh, I thought I was just like pulling in English as a uh, second Harsh language criticism <laughs> or censure. Censure. Just say fucking harsh criticism. Yeah, or censorship. <laughs> oh, I use English. Opprobrium from the substantial cohort of incels within Ring's fandom. He's AI oh. confirmed. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just look at the guy calling, calling us an incel. Uh, no, uh, dude, that is the peak of manhood right there. Right there. Wait till that suit, okay, man. <laughs> He's got that yeah. fucking accountant you know, suit. Do you know on. what he looks like? He looks like he needs to uh, to sign a DC men will do better contract. That's what he looks like. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I could the, mail him a copy of Giant he, Size Two. He needs to like take a pledge. <laughs> he wouldn't but know what to do with it, Graham. He wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah, he couldn't lift it. It's a hardcover. It's heavy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Do I even want to go forward? The and it may appear that things have improved. Morphic Clark, who plays Guy Ladriel, has mm-hmm. emerged as the star of the series, having <laughs> striking, flawed, obsessive, and perennially fascinating character. Oh my god. <laughs> what, what show is this guy watching? Yeah, he didn't watch it. Maybe he's watching he's one watching, of our other shows. He's watching Paycheck from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whose presence helped keep the series afloat during its mid-season sag when you wondered where sag. on earth its various plots and subplots were actually going. You mean the you mean the entire season was a sag? There was no mid-season yeah. sag. The sag was very consistent from beginning to end. Uh, we also heard uh, L, uh, Nori Brandyfoot, the Harfoot Hobbit. No, it's just a Harfoot because they can't say Hobbit. Bronwood, the Southlander healer turned leader of her people, Muriel, the queen regent of Numenor, and a smattering of other supporting characters. So is he getting literally all the- women that he's <laughs> not enough women? <laughs> Wait, while- we'll, we'll get some convoluted absolute bollocks to justify that. Oh my god. While- keep reading here. But while that's an improvement, they are still outnumbered by the boys. Women are underrepresented among the secondary characters. Oh, so he's talking about the second what secondary characters? Uh, milk truck. Uh, the randos in the crowds that are wearing the same outfit. But there's like five. Se- yeah, I was going to say like as far as secondary characters, there's there's like five. All of the Harfoots <laughs> yeah, are, are women apart from Lenny Henry. <laughs> and, and the guy with the Don Fanko. Otherwise, it was fair, just women. It was a man, a stinky hobo man that activated the volcano, so... Wait, uh, is it the, th- the three, uh, three M and M women. Were, the feminine, the, yeah. All, all them were women. Were yeah. they not M&M? women? I, I don't know. So oh, this not this enough. guy hasn't hasn't watched the show. <laughs> oh, maybe I've he's been... talking about the boat guys because there was a bunch of guys on the boat. Uh, I've been getting a press release uh, containing details of additional characters ahead of season two, and we'll probably have to wait a couple of years for. Thank God. Uh, the first of these featured five men and two women. The imbalance was even greater with the second, which contained headshots and bios of eight actors, only one of whom was a woman. Cool. How oh, they all got fired. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fact uh, of the matter is the source material has more, more men than women. It does. 
that's that's what you should adapt is you should make a good story. They can't though. They're not going to be capable. Uh, it's going to suck. They're going to try to be more cana- canonical. I don't know how, but uh, obviously Tolkien was wrong, and they're better. And they're going to fix. They're going to. Yep, they're going to improve on Tolkien's, the uh, shortcomings. Yeah. I don't know how, many times we, how many times have we heard that as well? Fixing the mistakes of the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about, though. I mean, clearly Jennifer Lawrence wrote Lord of the Rings, so I don't know why he's so upset. <laughs> Redressing the balance. Redressing the balance. There is no fucking balance in Hollywood. There's zero balance. Uh, that's their big problem. That's what they're talking about openly now. Uh, not as openly as I like. But uh, <laughs> maybe we'll talk about that in my next video. I got to write my next video, too. We're going to be big. Going to be a minute. Uh, Fluffy Tortuga for four ninety nine. As lasted more than 38 seconds for Graham. He should feel honored. There you go. Uh, estimate. Of- Graham, do you, you want to, hold on, can we just explain, Graham, do you know actually where the 38 second meme comes from, Graham? That is, that is, mm, yeah, there's the, there's a, the meme, I last 38 seconds, which is true. Oh, oh, um, okay. That is how long I watched Wheel of Time before I turned it off, never to Uh watch it again. 38 seconds. That's Wheel of Time. Yeah, on Amazon. Another Amazon production, by the way. Oh, I missed that one. I don't much. No, 38 seconds worth for me. Wow. So there's a bunch of, go on. No, there's a bunch of shit fantasy out right now. So you could watch Wheel of Time, Rings of Power, Willow, and I guess this Blood Origin prequel, and you will not be able to tell the difference between the shows. You will, like, it looks like a bunch of uh, secondary, very diverse characters in rags doing Mm -hmm. really shit. Well, I have to say, I've never seen any of those shows, but I have seen Good. promos, and I thought it was the same show. So yeah. <laughs> It's funny, that, because we were talking about how homogenized this fantasy's become. You can't change. Yeah. They're interchangeable. You can't tell one from the other. Mm-hmm. And when Tolkien's so specific fantasy, and you're, let's just say as a normie when it comes to those shows, and you saying, I can't really tell the difference between them. Boom. Yeah. That was that was exactly one of the criticisms when they tried to inclusify and diversify uh, yeah. these products. You're taking away the fundamental aspects of how these have been created by their various, uh, you know, by their various creators. Tolkien, in this case, mm-hmm. and Wheel of Time, <clears throat> 38 seconds of narrative and the way that they wanted to put the spin on the narrative to again make it more intersectional. That was it. I listened to 38 seconds. Like fuck off. I ain't wasting my fucking time. You've told me already what your intentions are with this show. No, right. Off. Done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the same with just about anything you're getting. Uh, every once in a while, something will sneak by and you're like, oh, that was cool. That was interesting. But by and large, it's all this homogenized shit. You just pick the genre and they will homogenize that genre yeah. for you and, and distill it down to uh, basically just surface detail. Uh, and that's what we're seeing with all this stuff is just is surface detail and no meat and potatoes. No. Um, has anyone here watched Willow? I haven't. Will? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The TV show, the movie. I, mean, I, I meant the movie. The, the movie I've seen. The, the okay. show I haven't seen. 
I just Some hate. Movie. I never liked that stuff. I I never liked Lord of the Rings. Uh, I, I enjoyed the Peter Jackson movies, uh, but I never wanted to read the book for the same reason you had a hard time getting through the article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't pronounce the goddamn name. It's the big <laughs> one, Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming. Yeah. Rest in peace, Adam and Gary. Rest in peace. Uh, but, you know, that type of fantasy stuff never I never dug it. I mean, I love Burroughs, I love Howard. Uh yeah. reading that stuff. I love that but, shit too. Oh yeah, my god. And, but trolls and, and elves and, and shit like that is like not my thing. My thing. Hey, Chuck Dixon did a great version of the Hobbit. Oh uh, yeah. Did. I'm Chuck does a great it. version of everything. He can write yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah. As <laughs> a legend. Um all right, so we're going to read some more soups and then probably get out of here. So uh, estimate of the situation for $10. Graham, do you have any advice uh, for those trying to start their own books that might have not went uh, the crowdfunding route to start? Also, your bane is the definitive bane. Well, thank you for that. Uh, and uh, what is he asking? Um, He's asking... Uh, uh, do you have any advice for those trying to start their own books that might uh, have not went down the crowdfunding route? Well, if you don't go down the crowdfunding route, then you have two choices. You either pay for it yourself or you get a publisher to publish it. Uh, both of those things I would uh, caution you to do. Uh, I would say go the crowdfunding route. Um, build your audience ahead of time. And, uh, and and get your your product out there. Um, if you if you go with the first route, um, you know one of the things in business never spend your own money. They say, uh, you know, because if it doesn't work out, you're in the hole. Um, the second thing is if if you do it with a publisher, they're going to own fifty percent or hundred percent of your IP, and that that mm. you don't want to give up. You want to hold the value of that because you never know where that'll go down the road so mm -hmm. um I, I caution you about those two ways and i just say you know start investigating crowdfunding do your due diligence uh, start building your list get on youtube and start streaming and building an audience ahead of time there's a lot of preliminary stuff you could do before you go ahead and launch um and um you know just work hard at it because you know, it's going to be a lot of work but it's worth it yeah i mean go into it for fun like, uh, you know, that, that it could be a hobby until it's not uh, mm -hmm. That would be my approach to any creative endeavor right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and that way uh, that, you know, if anything, you're just making it for yourself. A lot of people still do that, you know, and it gives them a little something to do. Uh, you know, if, if you got your day job, I, like when I was working my shitty day job, I was like in bands. I tried to always do something creative. So it just wasn't my shitty day job all the time. Right. It became a refuge for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hi guys, I might get roasted for this. Well, you probably will. But the entertainment oh. coming are uh, these days makes me miss Michael Bay movies. No, you're not going to get roasted. For that. I miss Michael Bay movies. As I just wanted to say, other than Lord of the Rings, you're my favorite thing about New Zealand. Cheers, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Lady Squiffington uh, for twenty. <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> must come around for tea. <laughs> uh, 
question. Shard Duel 162 on the Streamlab side, circumventing Mama Susan for five dollars says, Oh my god, just tuned in now. And it's Graham Nolan, sir. I cannot explain how big of a fan. Uh, my father was. Don't you love it when you hear that? Yeah. Uh, this was in India. Ouch. Where getting comics was super rare. So he, his dad got comics in India. Thank you for making his nerd moments and dreams come true amongst the stars today. But hello from, and then it just ends. Uh, You're very welcome, Sonny. Don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> get off my lawn. That's so sweet. My dad loved you. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather thought you were the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. If I ever hear that, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> uh, Blabs did that to me at the meetup. She's like, My dad loves you. I'm like, Oh, cool. no. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> to be fair, Blabs is, like, really young. <laughs> He's, like, 10. Yeah. So, yeah. it's fine. Uh, Man of War 665, neighbor of the beast. What's up, brother? Says, hail, Graham. Two-fisted manly tails was kick-ass. Hey, I Man of War. What's up, brother? Dude, he's a, that's a good dude right there. Yeah, he's yeah. Good dude. He's on my channel a lot. I cannot wait for ghosts. Also, thanks for bringing some funny book talk back to the funny book show. And Gary, don't forget, fuck Wizards of the Coast. I will not forget. You will not let me forget. Those woke wankers. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them in their fuck holes. And they're all their holes. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Malik Gurley for $5 uh, says, Tamaler, enjoyed you and the boys making synthetic look more of a clown. Than he did himself. Oh, well, I got! I got to watch that. I need to yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch just it. put aside eleven and a half hours. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Could you give us the? Well, I'm. I know I'm asking the long man this, so th this is a stupid question, but um, I'll try anyway. Could you give us the Cliff Notes version of it, long man? <laughs> it's like, it's like he'd be like the puzzles. They were way too easy and built for someone like Dark Side Phil, and then. You know, show a clip of him or something. It's like, oh yeah, it's funny. And then I, I would, com you know, compare that to his stream where he was getting stumped on puzzles that were incredibly easy, and the, the AI were trying to explain to him how to complete it. You know, it would start <laughs> with stuff like that, and he and normal stuff, and then and then he'd be like, "There's no gore in the game," and I do a montage of all the gore, and we'd show how he's edited it so he cut out the gore so that you you didn't see it as a viewer. It was like. These are really deceptive ways of reviewing games, guys. He'd be like, you don't deal enough damage. The hard mode is just spongy. And then I'd compare that with clips of him being like, wait, I have like 15,000 XP and I can spend that on moves? Huh. And then when he starts <laughs> buying them, he's like, this is too many moves. I'm not going to remember these moves. And this is like, all of them are described as dealing more damage. It's like, so that's just, you know, a point being not very good at reviewing games. And then as, as it goes on, you know, there are more and more clips that have little bits attached to you. Like, that's a bit weird that he said that. That's a bit weird that he said that and that and that until you get to, I think, I was going to say the midpoint, but three quarters in, uh, it becomes clear that he's very angry at a lot of creators, including myself, like Drinker, a few other reviewers, their names come up and he's like, you know, they all don't, they're all not pointing out enough about the state of media. And so like, oh, what's, where's that going? What's going on there? You know, and then the further you push on, he's like, oh, I fucking hate that they've made Freya queen of the Valkyries now for their feminist agenda. And then even his own audience were like, oh, but well, she is queen of the Valkyries. 
Yeah. In, in North. So. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, this is awkward. And there's like, you know, the, there's some colors that I'm hesitated to bring them up <laughs> just because they get a little oh, bit. I, I know. Well, along, it, you know? It gets into, he gets into like the why, right? So, and then he yeah. takes, it, then he takes it there. Then he just goes there. The plates into the Kanye. Okay. And then he just goes full Kanye, right? Yeah, he goes full mm-hmm. full Kanye. And uh that, that's, that's the end, of, yeah. That's the end of your argument. Jeez. <laughs> so lame. It's it's a rabbit hole. And if you like I said, if you want to skip to the last hour, you'll see the, the spiciest stuff. But the whole adventure is it's it's wild. It's a wild, wild way of reviewing a game. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh it it, it was a crazy <clears throat> EFAP. I'm still hearing. I, so Mahler said, you might hear something from my EFAP. And I did. So <laughs> and I'm it like, might come up. God. <laughs> when was this? Like Saturday or uh, Saturday, right? It was Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, obviously, it's Saturday and Sunday, technically. It, oh, 11, <laughs> it was 12 hours. <laughs> 11 hours, 30 minutes. Yep, that's uh, pretty nice. If you go, if you go to the end, we're all so dead by the end of it. Like this was, this was something. All the chat, the people who were in there the whole well, time, dude, just like, I, like Flashcast is starting and you're still going. I'm like, whoa, this is a, this is a <laughs> long one. Okay, this is a long one. Oh this yeah, I, anniversary. Long Mark one is long. Bed after I went to bed. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, well, and I, I was excessively thankful to everybody who came in, including Mark, who was a Who's a trooper uh, putting up with all of that for that long? And I said, like, you gonna tell X-ray girl about what you saw today? And he was like, Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, one of those things, you know. You need to share. Sharing a problem halves it, or something. Does it? I don't know. I think it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might say it doubles the. Problem. My wife totally does not agree with that at all. But uh, <laughs> right anyway. Uh, Darth Gavel for five dollars says, uh, when they tested the first nuclear bomb, Jennifer Lawrence said, I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Was the first nuclear bomb diverse enough? I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. Hey, speaking <laughs> of that, that that new movie looks pretty freaking good. Did you see the screenshot? Yeah. Uh, where Christopher Nolan was able to recreate the first nu- atomic explosion. Apparently. <laughs> practical effects. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. God bless Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to blow up an atomic bomb. God, we can do that, right? <laughs> Why not? He's earned it. You like my Nolan accent? That was totally it. No, it's I was so actually, it, it made was, me cringe. It, 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 all. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Now, I'm Christopher Nolan, I am. That's well, right. <laughs> Christopher Nolan is very well spoken. He just, oh, a little bit no, right, you know, know what I <laughs> Yeah, Christian, your face is still a little bit of Batman, you know. Got a bit of interstellar, go to space, you know, fucking spaceships and shit, you know, fucking awesome. Have you ever seen his very first movie? Um, it's like the the black and white movie that he has, and then in the in like the one of the first shots that he has, he's got a Batman logo like right on his door, and I thought it was really cool. Foreshadowing. It like, yeah, it was foreshadowing, foreshadowing for the future. What a dude! I know. <laughs> what a dude! How many? Uh, I don't know why I'm thinking about this now, but I am. And uh, and your. Uh... In your Rings of Power video, as when you say Mordor, dude. <laughs> Mordor. 
What the fuck? <laughs> just roll in the eye, you know? <laughs> Can you say Mordor like that once? Uh, he did. He just mm. did. No, like... Mordor. Yeah. Mordor. All you needed was like the, the, the comic sands or whatever the fuck they used. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a stupid decision. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> so fun. embarrassing. Oh god. It's just you like, know what happened. It went from they aerial said, to comic sans. That you you can I guarantee you the original version was Adar said, We shall call this place Mordor. They were like, That's too obvious. We should make it more subtle. Have the name at the top. The change. <laughs> and then change it. Because these they fucking di these idiots who, who watch Rings of Power won't know anything to do with Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, because it was Southlands, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Actually, I would have given them a point, I would, a, a half a thumb, if they had just left it and said, This place is no longer the Southlands. And that was it. And it cuts to credits. Yeah. And like, oh. <laughs> and you can get one person out there who's like, What's that mean? And then someone else goes, oh, It's Mordor, isn't it? It's for the movies. And then there you go. That's great. <laughs> is it? It's like Christopher Nolan. He's Christopher Nolan and his brother. Watch it, Christopher. Yeah. They're You see that fucking rings of power, mate? John! 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 Who's that old geezer who's I'm too busy making Westworld feminist, all right? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my god. Boy, there's a show oh, that I went off the rails. Fucking balls. <laughs> mm. I heard they uh, took that show off well, the they, uh, that, Yeah, they're taking they're gonna what what they're gonna do is they're gonna take some of their lower tier, because that's what Westworld is now, programming and license it out to make money. Mm. It's kind of smart. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. You know what would have been smarter was actually doing a good story. That would have been smarter. That was so amazing that first season. Yep. And then it just went off the freaking rails. Dude, like, uh, what? Episode one is like one of my favorite pilots for any TV show ever. That so first episode good. is so enticing. It's so tight and good. And you could tell they were going in a, in a certain direction. They were right. going to start exploring consciousness. And then uh, Lisa Joy took over because of Me Too Times Up, and they rewrote the whole thing. Oh, is that the story? Yep. Yep. Oh, that explains it. Because to take a sea change like that uh, on something so successful and to run it into the ground, uh, it just smells of... Uh... <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> yeah it plays better like it honestly plays great if you just leave it at one season and the rest to your imagination right uh, it's fantastic you can just uh the music's great the soundtrack is fucking yeah. awesome the, the everything about the story is tight and you could tell Acting it was amazing prior to tds fucking hollywood i mean that that's probably the best example of a show that just fucked itself with tds hollywood yeah yeah the other one would be bloodlines uh, did you ever see that one? Never saw that one. Yeah, that that one started out so great, and then uh, Florida changed the tax laws uh, so that uh, it was uh, not affordable for them to film it in the Keys, and they decided, well, rather than paying it uh, and paying the extra cost, they were just going to end it. But you know, the script was continuing way beyond that, so they wrapped everything up in one season and left characters out there where wait, what? 
what happened to this person? What happened to that person? I mean, it was just a complete, you know, uh, fire, <laughs> fire sale. It's terrible. Amazon, the richest company, one of the richest companies in the world, uh, did that to um, The Expanse, too. They just mm -hmm. ended the series. Uh, they meet. One guy got me too because, I, again, he like flirt flirt with actresses. Not really sure. So yeah, I some mean, of the cast because he had interactions with people who were responsible for their own decisions. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so that's crazy. Got rid of him. And, like, and the big mystery of the show, uh, at least like Game of Thrones, kind of answers where the white walkers came from it's a terrible answer and they don't give us any context but they tell us so there's something kind of like that in the expanse and they just never tell you where it comes from they're just like ah, nope. it's a, fuck it it's your big fucking mystery throughout the entire fucking show it's it's the macguffin of the entire show and they're like yeah we don't we don't need it what i hate about shows like that is that they put them on the platforms after they've ended like for reruns and you, you see a commercial and you're like, Oh, that looks interesting. And then you invest your time in it and you realize they stopped it. They either didn't continue it or they wrapped it up so fast that, you know, and, and you feel like you just wasted all your time. Yeah. I don't got time to waste. I hate that. No, <laughs> nobody does. And that's why you have to have a show Bible. Okay. Straczynski had a show Bible. That, that's mm. that's the thing you need to have. Yeah. And uh, that's what uh, James Gunn's writing for DC, whether it works or not. They, yeah. they need a Bible. They need to know where they're fucking going. Well, the uh, reason Breaking Bad was so great is uh, yeah. Gilligan knew exactly oh. how many episodes <laughs> it was going to go. He he negotiated the contract for, five, was it five years? Yep. I think yeah. it's five seasons. It had to be five seasons. And he was able to pace that thing out. There's no padding. And he does something I've never seen done in, in, in a, in a long form storytelling before where he takes his protagonist and his antagonist and does this. Yeah. Yeah. Which was amazing. You know, as you saw that progression, uh, it's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. When you say absolutely the antagonist flipped who, who you, you talking about Jesse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was a, he was a good guy from the get go. He was just, into the, with the wrong things right doing drugs and stuff i wouldn't consider him like an antagonist well not he's not an antagonist in, in the in the um, traditional sense but he's he's clearly a guy you don't root for because he's a scumbag hmm. but you don't oh, okay realize... speak for yourselves guys i like jesse <laughs> i like jesse too he was well, my we like him better as we got to know him but when we first see him jumping out that window uh and and, and behaving like the punk that he was he was not a likable character but mm -hmm. as we got to know him and, and see, we found out that he's actually more genuine than that piece of shit Walt, who uh, mm. was such a narcissist. He did everything for himself, only he held it or, or coaxed it under the uh, idea that he was doing it for his family. Yeah. It was really all about him. Jesse was meant to be killed in the first episode, wasn't he? Really? Uh, first first season. I don't know about first, first season. Yeah, I, I read that. Yeah. Wow, he proved proved so po you know so popular with audiences yeah. that. Also, with me, I I got to like him pretty quickly, like because um, obviously Same he was like a... I, I didn't. I thought he's I thought he's shit. I thought he's just a shit. But I like you know, yeah. and I was kind of like rooting for Walter to to snap out of it. But then as mm -hmm. uh, you know, as, as it progressed, obviously he went further and further down the Selfish. down the darkness, and and by the end yeah. of like the the I think Breaking Bad is possibly one of the greatest final episodes of any show oh it, it's mm -hmm. so clearly so wraps well done. Up so yeah 
Just, Jesse just, smashes just, through that chain link fence with oh. the El Camino. Oh my God. I mean, you're like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the metaphor of the breaking yeah, the yeah, fence yeah. and breaking the barrier. Uh, oh, it's so great. Nearly as subtle as the metaphor. Yeah, I want to watch it again. No, I mean, we I can, just, right? It's the beauty. Finished of... watching the first season of Better Call Saul. I got to get back into that. Yeah, me it. too. I gotta, I gotta it's finish good. that. That's great yeah, too. Did you ever see Justified? Yeah, Justified's no. awesome. Oh, love, Justified. love that show. Elmore Leonard, can't beat him. Hell yeah, it's one of my wife's favorites too. Actually, she's the one who turned me on to the show. Damn, good. really? Oh, Banshee's a good one. If you ever never seen Banshee, fuck, yeah, Banshee's awesome. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, Justified looks good. Watch Banshee. If you've not seen Banshee, you will not regret it. It is fucking awesome. Great show. What genre is it? It is uh so a a an ex-con, right? Goes uh impersonates a sheriff in a town with um uh oh, what's his fucking name? I can't remember his name now. It, he's impersonating a sheriff, and he's and he's taking on this uh, this criminal organization. Uh, th that's it. The sheriff is near. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff is near. The sheriff the is near. I'm trying. I gotta figure out this. Oh, Clement Robert, Alfred. You cracker croakers. We're not gonna get any more blazing sandals ever again. It's uh, Anthony oh, Starr is uh, pl plays home uh, guy who plays o Homelander is in it. Uh, it's a fucking great show. Hmm, okay. Somebody in the chat said the last episode sucked. I didn't think so. Okay. I didn't think so. At least it's got a last episode. God, I hate when yeah. it just fucking end. Like <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, what? Yeah. Can I have an ending? Thanks. How about the Sopranos? Did you guys ever see that? I haven't seen it. Oh. I have to watch it. It's like been on my list forever. It's but great. I'm a huge Wire fan. Great I'm, I'm theme I'm song. The Wire oh my person. God. I love that theme song. It's good. It's a good theme song. I've even I've heard that one. <laughs> Mad Men had a really good theme song too. It's a good show. I didn't see Mad Men. What? I, I feel yeah. like I was too young for that show. Mad Men was great, Gary. You'd love it. It's fantastic. I feel probably the same way about that one as I do Yellowstone. It's just a little too normy for me. Like Banshee was just right, right in that drug deal gone bad kind of realm that I like. Uh, uh, Justified had Timothy Oliphant and what's his name? They were fucking awesome. And that Timothy Elephant. Uh, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, you mean fake Boba Fett? From he was you know, in the Boba Fett show, Deadwood, dude. One of the greatest shows ever fucking made, Deadwood. Okay, oh, Ian McShane's yeah. a legend. He's a fucking, a fucking oh. legend. In that. Did you ever see him in Space 1999? Wow, yeah, oh, you, oh we're going back a little bit now. Yes, yes, yeah, With the very evil. young. I like space 19. He didn't have all the cigarette lines on his face at that point. <laughs> <laughs> And his voice was like, Daniel. yeah. So, so Banshee. He was smooth the silk back then, you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, dead with you. Oh, we don't so, love to have his voice, okay? 
Uh, Ilric Thompson played uh, <coughs> as uh, Kai, uh, Kai Proctor is a crime kingpin, uh, is an Amish kingpin. So it's, it's, it's Banshee's fucking cool. I just forgot the, the Amish kingpin. Oh, okay. Name. Yeah. It's a very interesting show. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I've never heard as talk this much about someone other than himself. <laughs> Wow. That's because it's true. Wow. This, this was at the beginning. Uh, innuendo says Sean Godley for five <laughs> who, who am I meant to talk about when I'm on my own? <laughs> <laughs> so today's stream, we're going to talk about X-Ray Girl. Or the events, like the news, the events. Yeah, yeah, like things. Oh, I know things? Sean. Sean's a ball buster. I like him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know about the, the, the innuendo. We can't go a stream we can't go five minutes yeah especially if i'm here yeah yeah why is that effect yeah oh did, oh, did we get that shirt worked out yet no no, no? Okay, we're still working on it. Still i kind of i told my members what's coming it's, uh there's some issues with the the logo oh is it too close maybe what we're seeing if we could shop some other places that okay. might all right, I have a solution for that. I okay, so um, just take, just find a seventies Marvel comic, okay, and it says Marvel Comics Group. Use the font from that because that is a regular old font. They cannot ping you for that. That is a font that that, that that's on every fucking keyboard. So so use that. We're doing something with Marvel that's uh, going to help. Oh, with the blue. Here, I'll show you. Okay. It's Marvel Comics Group, right? Across oh, okay. Never mind. It's in black and on white. Yeah, I see it. Just, I see it. I see it. Just use that font, and you can use. Uh, I would just use white. Just okay. go ahead and use white, and just make it a little bigger, and it won't look like the the you know, it'll be close enough. Sorry, oh. we interrupt this real BBC for a meeting. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what we're doing. I'll tell you what we're doing. Do you want me to just tell you? Say yes, it tell us. Tell us. Make Marvel Mail Again shirts. Hey, oh! Yay. Yeah. I'll buy one. But yeah. here's, here's, the, here's the thing, because, like, uh, Chris Gore, I told Chris Gore, I'm like, dude, make some shirts now. And he's like, no, I don't want to make shirts. I'm too fucking cool. I'm Chris Gore. He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's your... I'm like, what if we did it for charity? What if we did it for testicles? What if we triggered people for testicles? So that's, <gasps> that's what we're nice. doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Buy Help mail. the chesties by Help buying the this shirt that's coming out. Excellent. Well, Marvel definitely needs some bowls. So, there I mean, go. they're taking Namor's and they're taking all these other. supposed to look for <laughs> if they take it away. <laughs> Namor. Uh, Gary, have you ever seen HBO's Rome? I have. I think it's one of the greatest series. Uh, you should watch it. It's absolutely one of the greatest shows. That and Carnival, both uh, Carnival, got uh, two seasons, were fantastic. Ronald D. Moore did one. I think that Bruno guy did Rome. I can't remember his last name. But Ray Stevenson was a fucking man in that. And he was a great Punisher as well. Uh, but Rome, yeah, Rome is... Awesome. He was great in uh, a movie called Kill the Irishman. Yes. Yes. Ray Stevenson, a cool dude, too. I, like, he's yeah. like the one movie star who came. Well, I had a couple movie stars come by my store, but he was one of them. That no kidding. 
Yeah, he was the cool one. Ty- Tyrese Gibson was cool. He was a little weird, but he was cool. He came by my. He did a book called Mayhem. You know when movie stars like I'm going to do a comic book, they always <laughs> and they'll do one and they forget about it. That's exactly yeah. what happened. He he went to Image Comics and did this comic called Mayhem, but he did, uh, it like there, there was a huge event. It was absolutely a huge event, and uh, then he invited MC Hammer over to my fucking store. So I got to meet oh MC God. Hammer. Just like That's awesome. Giant. Did he walk in the store sideways with his parachute? <laughs> no. That would have been awesome. But he had like a 9000 and I repeat, $9,000 leather jacket on. When he oh. uh, went to grab one of the comics, did you say, can't touch Can't it. touch this. <laughs> no. Oh, you should have missed Oh, that would have been great. He was really fucking cool. Missed MC Hammer was really fucking cool. Yep. I missed it. Uh, Olaf for 100 Swedish Krona. You better be given Swedish Krona with a name like Olaf. Uh, as you, sh- uh, you can be my British representation anytime. Ooh, in Dark Tide, can I hear a golden throne? Praise the God Emperor. Oh, you're gonna praise the God Emperor. <laughs> I got a sound effect from all his other gaming streams. <laughs> I have no idea where that's from. That's war cry. It's actually labeled <laughs> as is war cry on my soundboard. I was under uh, a lot of stress. Oh, yeah, you were a pussy. Uh, Gary, <laughs> remember, it's Texas time, not Cali time. Aaron pipes for $10. I'll try to remember that. It actually did take me like six months to get used to the time. I was fucked up for a long time. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is why uh, is why people put pineapple on pizza. <laughs> wow! Thank you, Jennifer Lawrence. Then, damn, dude. Uh, why did you wait for Jennifer Lawrence to start the stream? You guys need to start doing things for yourself and stop putting the world on that poor victimized just famous so woman's shoulders. Mr. <laughs> Tickle Truck for ten Canadian pesos. Oh, Dan Fraga, what's up, Dan Fraga? Or a boom. boom. The boom Fraga is in the house. We love them. Big respects for my pals. Right back at you. Wait, yeah. can I ask Graham, pineapple on pizza or no? No. Yes. Look, baffled because he's like, <laughs> is there a is there even another answer? And it's like, no, there yeah. isn't. That's that's the yes. answer. The answer is yes. My so yes. And I'm gonna have some. I can't have some. You you like pineapple and you like pineapple on a pizza? Uh Yeah. Yeah. And you? Isn't isn't there such a horrible shame Mm -hmm. that that's something they would say? Yeah, me and Moller on the same team. Yeah. Obviously, they've been paid off by Big Pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) Pineapple shills. (laughs) Pineapple on pizza is Canadian, okay? (laughs) Our treasure. (laughs) It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's it's a bag. Big pineapple. Bag. All these yeah. years. <laughs> I, I was I was catching some shit from my uh, Lord of the Rings comments, but uh, uh, Man of War six 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 says I just uh, redeemed myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you killed Gary twice today for some that know. Lord of the Rings comment. Now the pineapple. I know. I know. I'm I'm getting on the shit list here. Wow. Never to be invited back. Oh, oh no! No, uh, unless you send us a video watching watching you eat a pineapple pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's penance. Pineapple, ham, and pineapple. 
I like pineapple. I just and I like pizza, but I just don't like them together. There you go, Grant. That's I'm it. Great. Debunked. Yeah. Graham doesn't Almost like there. pineapple pizza. Debunked. Nor do uh, people like them separate. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, having them uh, separate is fine. I'll allow that. Yeah. Oh, you'll allow that. Thank you for allowing oh. that, Elder. Whoa, whoa, Mola, Mola, are you coming out as like completely anti-pineapple? No, I just said it's fine. I give permission for people to have pineapple, just not on oh. this. Who do you think you are, Jennifer Lawrence? I'm, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe he is. I mean, we don't know what he looks like. Exactly. Can you imagine yeah. Mahler's just Jennifer Lawrence? This is the whole time. <laughs> I am the Jennifer Lawrence of my dimension. Okay. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, guys, come on. I'm the Jennifer Lawrence of lesbians. <laughs> is that Frost? You're the, the first lesbian Frost ever. Is the Jennifer Lawrence of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's some deep lore there. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you got. You guys must follow my Facebook because you're quoting everything I've said for ten years. I've opened uh, the first non-diamond comic shop. And it's killing it. Oh, uh, Wonder World Comics for nine ninety nine. Thanks, brother. Uh, and oh shit! Give me some props. I I was I floated that idea a couple of times. A couple of times when uh, when Dan Didio lied. I, I understand what he had to lie. I know why some people liked him. I just <laughs> I'm just the guy fucking lied to us, and he said. Uh, it was during the weekly comics. He said we wouldn't do any more weekly comics, and he did more weekly comics. I'm like, I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm sick of weekly comics. Uh, Jay Longbone, what is this? Uh, put through the AI algorithm, oh, inverted no. comic. Uh, bit of black woman girlfriend. It looks a little bit more like uh, quirked a white boy with autism boyfriend. <laughs> And that's what the AI came up with, I promise you. <laughs> wow. What does quirked up mean? Um is that I, a little thing? bit little bit little bit odd at, t- at times. A little bit okay. weird. A little bit strange. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which, you know, can't deny. I mean, high on the quirk. I'm I'm guessing your quirk is up. So your quirky behavior and yeah, and look. <laughs> that's full on. You got a face that looks like Mahler's sticking his tentacle right up your... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hello there. You can't say that on TV. (laughs) You can touch this. Do. Do, do, do. Wow. Uh, Did sick uh, did Synthetic Man think the Queen of the Valkyries was a man? I seriously want to know. No, in, uh, in the previous game, the 2018 game, you have to kill them all. I don't know if you remember or if you did that, but when you kill the queen in 2018, yeah. uh, she says her queen is, is Freya. And then Atreus is like, what does that mean? And it's like Odin took Freya's wings, cursed her, blah, blah, blah. And so Sigrun had to replace her. That's that's the mistake uh, he made. He was like, since when was she the queen? It's like literally said in the game, is in the mythology. Uh, whatever. <laughs> He literally said it was a feminist like move to make her the queen of the Valkyries. Oh, obviously the the Norse fans were like, "No, are we sure, <laughs> are we sure synthetic man is okay? Does he need like 
Oh god, the amount of times we as a panel were asking that. It's like, is he all right? I don't yeah. Someone give him a hug. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, eh. That's dumb. Uh, hey, uh, Gary, we're really close to 95K for uh, Graham's book. Are we? Yeah. Maybe Ooh, we should. We? Maybe we should show that again. Yeah. Thank you, Nina. That's a great yeah. idea. <laughs> I can do it, Gary. I can do it. Yeah. I changed the the, the currency. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. away. Wow. So Ninety-five thousand dollars. That's amazing. Let's we get her do done, this. guys. Back. I'll buy a commission. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> <laughs> then it's on to one hundred. Yes. Davy verse biggest young lady. <laughs> four forty nine. That's uh British pounds. That used to be proper money till my president. Well, I mean, not the one I voted for, but the president. <laughs> that uh, was close. <laughs> Graham the man, inspired by Ripa Drinker, Shad, and you guys. Uh, that's what I am trying right now. Got a few stories written. Hobby hitting thirty subs in two weeks. Well, there you go. That's good. Make it a hobby. Have doable goals. That's probably a good way to start. Take one step forward every day towards your goal. And eventually you'll get to it. You know, it's like, you know, walking a hundred miles sounds like a long way, but you, you got to take a step every day, no matter what you're doing towards that goal. Agreed. Uh, month one for five dollars says rings of power actress says lord <laughs> rings didn't have enough women after admitting she never read the books <laughs> wow she admitted that because they we know they didn't read the fucking books none of them read the damn books um and jd Payne and patrick mckay the writers uh according to somebody i talked to like one one of them is like kind is a good guy and the other one is a is well i mean the uh variety called him uh, like the Saul Goodman of the team, which is I wouldn't c consider a compliment. compliment no. no, and uh, <laughs> that that might be part of the problem. Stay tuned to my next video. I never thought Brie Larson would be dethroned, but God damn it, Jennifer Lawrence did it with a quickness. Hail, uh, we are winning, says uh, Joseph Dots for four ninety nine. Well, okay, I think she took the crown for like a week, but I think consistently, Simulu. Is the new uh is the new Brie Larson? I think he's a fucking moron. I think yeah. that guy's got an empty <laughs> head. Uh, and yeah, he's a, the ultimate adult pretender, and he's not a movie star. As he's not a movie no. star. Oh, Simu, he is a photographic model, stock photo model. Yes, he looks exactly like a stock photo model. That uh, apparently, and this is chi this is China saying this, not me. They think he's ugly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. the criticism was that, like they got pissed because like we picked this actor that they think is ugly. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And he's not Chinese. Uh, it, yeah, he's Chinese and can, he's Canadian. No, to them, he wasn't Chinese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, his biggest flaw is still he's Canadian. Hey, hey. Oh. Simu, don't get injured for Christ's sake. You'll get yeah. murdered by bloody. <laughs> yeah, I, I broke a finger. Euthanization is an yeah. option. It's an option. It's an option, Simu. Do you know he's so fucking retarded? He'd probably take it. 
Oh, okay then. Okay. Well, <laughs> it'd be good for the environment. Uh, <laughs> Shake from Hunger Team has gifted five neurotic memberships for $25. Thank you very Can much. Can I go Jake. home afterwards? Can I go home? Uh, what was you, did you see that guy they interviewed? Like, yeah, I'm set up for euthanasia. Uh, I don't want to die, but I mean, it's the only oh, off- the homeless guy, or whatever. Yeah. The homeless guy, the guy with the chronic back pain, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, this is you know, Tuesday, Soylent Green Tuesday, when all the food yeah. comes Boy. out. <laughs> you know, this is what this sounds like, Soylent Green. Yeah, like we, we are in like demolition man territory, Logan's Run. You just named <laughs> the dystopian adventure, we're there, yeah. Yeah, where life is, there's no value in life. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, first woman to uh, to use an uh, abacus. Keep the faith and keep plugging the truth. Uh, I'll plug the truth. Hey, <laughs> I'll plug the shit out of the truth. Uh, oh, <laughs> I love guys and gals. Eric Sheedlow for $10. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Bashy Washy has gifted 10 neurotic memberships for $50. Holy shit. Oh, damn it. God damn. <laughs> it's your fault, as because I keep... Not my fault. I know it's not your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> wow, that was a quick turnaround. I can't blame other people. It's not very good at it. Uh, Tom's kind of confused now. <laughs> He's like, is he manipulating me? Is is it? He's got me. He's got me. Uh, hail real, real BBC and Graham as uh, you're going to decanonize the plushie with these gym outings uh, rooting for you. Of course you can do it. You can do it. Look, that's been not one, one. This is like long years journey. Yeah. That wouldn't be a decanonize. It's just pre arc and then post arc. Yeah. It? Yeah. Hey, not but that belly. Oh, what about the Oscar for Thor Love and Thunder visual effects? It's so funny. Why oh. would they do that? LOL says Guardian Fortress for $9.99. Well. And best yeah. movie. Um, it's a joke. I mean, they're just the, the, the they they're obviously so disconnected. It, it if I hope it wins. I really hope it wins. I want it to win. Because <laughs> it's so shitty. It's and the stupid. Oscar for best movie goes to. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Jolly Roger for five Canadian pesos. Gary, I've just sent a second email to you. I'm not sure if you read the first one. Please check it out. Thanks. I will. I will. Uh, TR for $10. So apparently Chris Nolan may or may not have something that can simulate the destructive majesty of a nuke. Either that or he has an actual nuke. Either way, it's concerning. <laughs> very concerning. <laughs> it's very concerning for Hiroshima. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm um, going to start filming in Hiroshima next week. Fuck that. I'm out. Hiel, did you hear that Disney is trying to get Thor Love and Thunder the best visual effects? Are you all, Are you guys still up for the end of time special stream? Or is it scheduled to full? Best wishes, Ben Chapman. I'm still up for it. I, I got time. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do the end of time. Yeah, we could do, we could do that one after Christmas. That could be like a post Christmas. This uh, time next week is my Boxing Day, right? Is it? Oh yeah, because you're doing it a week Cause, early. Because I'm doing it a week early because oh, yeah, yeah. the family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We could do thought, it on Boxing Day. That might maybe. Yeah. Thought meant you were going in the ring. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
ass starts working out. Two weeks oh, later, he's yeah, fighting. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, he's boxing before you know it's it. It's more impressed people just punching him. Fuck off. A YouTuber boxing DSP versus Az. Um, <laughs> take all my money. DSP needs that money to pay his bills. Is he going to wear He's... his vest, though? <laughs> if, he, if he knocks us out, he, he puts his vest on or a hat. DSP! <laughs> 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 I'm going to kill you! <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill you! <laughs> Where your skin is a suit! I've never seen somebody so frightened in all my life than a Sam Piker that it was like. God dang, that was the best fucking clip ever. That's kind of the clip of the year for me. Sam Piker! You mean, you're just kidding. no, I'm actually going to kill him. I'm going to wear a skin. <laughs> 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 no, in real life. I'm going to go to his house. <laughs> That's so good. Smashing Bam's well for $5. They aren't interested in appealing to a gay audience. They are specifically making gay content for straight audiences. Yes, that is the thing I heard in L.A. Uh, from a, a couple of gay guys. They're like, we don't like it's written by straight people. Like, it's not it's stupid that they they see the pandering, too. So that's what as brought up earlier is like we have this very small percentage of the population and you're not even getting all of them, not even half of them. That's that's the whole point. It's for straight people. To, so so woke white women can feel better about themselves just to make Yellow Flash happy. I got to blame the woke white women. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up. Credit to Jay Longbone. Jay Longbone. Uh, Gary, loved your Hollywood video. I, thank you. Oh, go on. Go on. Oh, I was just going to... Uh say because we haven't played the video i wondered if the the chat would like to see the video because he oh. asked me what the thing was about uh and the video tells it better than anything else do you want to i can yeah. play it yeah if that's okay love to Unsee as now as I character. How can I? Literally, it's as. There he is. Tribute. <laughs> Ooh. That's a well-made trailer. I like the music. Trailer, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> very nice. It really uh, captures the 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 flavor. Uh, it, of the less, it's more so. It's like in a world, you know. We yeah. I like that. <laughs> that in a world. In a world. <laughs> in a world where every trailer sounds the same. <laughs> That's right. God, that makes me think of Tropic Thunder when they go through all those trailers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scorcher, yeah. <laughs> Oh, There's a movie that couldn't get made. 
Right? Yeah. No. Well, Today. they're gonna they're gonna make the second one apparently. Are they really? Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. They're supposed yeah. to. They might They'll make something called Tropic Thunder 2, but whether or not that's an actual sequel, we'll see about that. Yeah. Oh, na yeah name only. Mm -hmm. uh, Grace and Jay for four ninety nine. Gary, loved your Hollywood video. Why, thank you. Uh, any predictions for international treasure sludge of herstory? <laughs> Petition for Az to replace Ruffalo as she in She-Hulk season two. Uh, I agree with I that. Don't wanna go I don't want to go near I don't want to go near She-Hulk. <laughs> hey, uh, he's noticed how it's been immediately renewed for a second season uh national treasure uh yeah they didn't you're yeah. reviewing that aren't you as i have been i heard quantum oh, leap yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. jane though. and i are going to be reviewing national treasure yeah. yeah is that the uh uh the old disney version national oh no, no 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 unfortunately no. not <laughs> it's the it new is. and improved that's fixing the mistakes of the past national treasure oh but it's the same story it's, no, it's, it's uh, new it's characters. A new characters, uh, a um, BIPOC characters. I think Catherine Zeta Jones, who's unrecognizable now with all that fucking plastic surgery. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, so sad. It's National Whammon Treasure. It's National Whammon Treasure. Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. Right, now I got what she looks like. Uh, American Comics Company taking for $20. I appreciate it. Uh, Estimate of the situation for $10. Rule number one, customer trust also extends to the creative team. Don't betray their trust by insulting their intelligence. Oh, no, don't. Mm -mm. Um, Gary, by the way, uh, speaking of your videos, uh, I watched your Witcher one, and I didn't think I could love Henry Cavill anymore until you played like that last little minute about the Lord of the Rings, and I was like, ah, oh, this man, he's just perfect in every way. That's what made me make the video. I was like, ah, we've got enough here. But then I heard, I, I accidentally heard that because I was looking for the other sound clip. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, that's got to go in. Oh, so good. Yeah. That's my, my guy. That's why we like him. I saw a modern sci-fi graphic novel in a thrift shop. Uh, in the first five pages, female lead trashes the Bible, smashes a bottle with on a douche. A douchey. A douchey white guy. Oh, I thought on a douche. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Starts making out with the woman, but had to hide it. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you can't put in the little kitty, little tykes, uh, you know, pumpkin for for Halloween. And that's the kind of shit that was going around. Uh, X Threg, I can't even pronounce that name. Thank you for the ten Canadian pesos. So it's probably French. Uh, Kino review. <laughs> Sac à bleu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mon Dieu. No, thanks. Savoir faire is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Chocolate mousse. Chocolate mousse. Chocolate mousse. Top secret. Sorry. Uh, Kino reviews for five dollars. Those writers are trying to make all characters non-binary while destroying family values. They're using Marxist taxes tactics to gain power. You are correct. Mm -hmm. You hit the nail on the head. That's where a lot of this shit comes from. And it's been convincing the people who work in Hollywood who don't feel that way that it's actually there. And it's not like somebody's walking up to you in Hollywood and telling you what to write and how to write these, these, these white papers. That's what they're called. These white papers, these think tanks, 
create white papers, create research that gets farmed out to the WGA. Then they do shit like this and it just starts happening. And if anybody uh, has anything to say about it, they could uh, get blacklisted. Uh, Matthew uh, Martin was just on um, Tucker. Tucker Carlson. Carlson, yeah. Yeah. Talking about that. Go check it out. Follow him on Twitter. Good guy. Blacklists uh, don't exist. But they don't exist except <laughs> just the people on them. Off. Shadow bands don't exist. No. I, I love how they tried, they at least tried to use different language for shadow ban, but it was still shadow ban. That's still what it meant. It's like we weren't shadow banning, we were just de emphasizing you based on your beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> Total de-emphasizing different. It. I, I've de-emph- been de emphasized because of my yeah. beliefs. Oh. And, and, and what's the word for blacklisting? What are we, what's the uh, the new version of that? Because what was the I, I term knew. Twitter used? It was a l. It was uh, I can't remember. I was Rolodex out. out. <laughs> uh, oh. Visibility filter. Visibility filter. A visibility filter. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Visibility filter. And and YouTube in the code it says throttle. It'll say throttle multiple times. Yeah. So they 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 didn't bother like. Do we want to use different language than throttle? Nah. Yeah. Well, they're throttling nah. back is what they're doing. <laughs> Nina, he blocked me. He really blocked me, says Scratchpad for two Canadian pesos. What's he talking about? Oh, probably John Cusack. Because uh, oh. he's blocking everybody. Yeah, he's uh he, he's like that nut. guy. Yeah, he's bipolar. He's and kind of uh, nutty. Probably on a lot of fucking drugs. Uh probably. John Murray. Maybe, maybe sometimes people are just a bell end. Sometimes people are just a bell end, but I, I mean, maybe he got diddled one too many times in Hollywood. Oh no! I, who knows what happened to him? I think he probably likely diddled. Oh no! You never know. Uh, was talking to a few like like sober, rational, happy people don't do that kind of stuff. They just don't. No. Uh, was talking to a female friend and 007 came up, was back and forth on the series going forward. We both agreed on Daddy Cavill, but we couldn't think of women we would uh, we we would buy for the role. Thoughts? Because, well, yeah, you can't think of any women because James Bond's a dude. What What do you mean? For the role of, uh, like, James Bond Bond? or for a role, role of, of like, a Bond, like a Bond girl? girl? No, no, for the role of James Bond. Oh. It should never be a woman. Like yeah. it should never ever yeah. be a woman. You know why the female doctor didn't work? Because the doctor's not a woman. The doctor's, the doctor's a man. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor. Every, what if and nuts and candy and butts and whatever? It fucking. It, it doesn't matter. They, they had a fucking woman play the role and it it failed. The companion can be a girl. It would have been a different actor. Yeah. No, no. Any actor would have failed. Any actor would have failed. Uh, if you would have brought in the greatest writer, it still wouldn't have done that great because the doctor's a dude. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In story. I think Cavill would make a good James Bond. I think he makes oh, a yeah. Hell yeah. great James Bond. Yeah, he, he yes. has that classic good looks. He's tall. Uh, you know, all but again, he, he was a perfect Superman. I mean, the fact that he was cast as Superman is the biggest um loss. Because yeah. they saddled him with the worst scripts possible. He's never Superman. 
he, he he's this mopey guy who has this godlike complex who looks down at humanity half the time and is always wondering where he fits in. It's not Superman. Give him something to do. Show yeah. him action and, and doing great Superman things, saving people, you know, uh, not, not standing over them. Like in that, uh, I think it was Batman versus Superman. That piece of shit. I, I actually turned that <laughs> movie off. Uh, it, where, where there's the flood <laughs> there's a woman on the roof and she's taken paint and said help you know like they did like in the Katrina and you know the floodwaters are there and he's he's standing there like this kind of floating you know very Christ-like with his, his cape billowing in the back just kind of looking down at her we don't want to see him assessing that situation we want to see him swooping down yeah, yeah. the waters are roiling up to take her away and he not only picks her up and then picks the house up and takes that to safety and puts her and her cat down. That's what we want to see. That's what Superman does. Thank That's you. Right. Well, didn't uh, was it was it? I don't know if it was Man. I can't remember now if it was Man or Steel or Batman v Superman. That just had it did have the most depressing helping people montage you've ever seen. <laughs> yes. It was just like it was just like yeah. look, he's helping people, but he's yeah. like really kind of like miserable and pissed off about it. It was yeah. it was awful. It's just like these are the these montage should be a very uplifting and inspiring montage. Not yeah. oh, for fuck's sake, I'm dragging this stupid fucking boat out of the water, or you know, as yeah. you said, just looking at this stupid village that's flooded. Like, yeah. You know, oh like man, you help us, little peons. You know, I could well, kill dude, you all I'm, with a look. I'm surprised you would all just reference the. Uh... What are you saying? I should have let those kids die? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe. That, that's where I was going next. His father is standing here. Now, this guy, you know, is invulnerable. And he, he sees his father and the tornado coming. And the father uh, goes, no, like this. He could have he could have shot out there at super he, speed. He would have. Used he his body yeah. as, a, as, a, as a shield. And then when the tornado was over and people saw they survived, it's a miracle. It happens all the time. How did you it know? happen? Oh, Nobody no. would know he, he is, has superpowers, you know, and his father would be alive. I mean, that it wouldn't that, matter, dude. That he, he would save his dad anyway, yeah. you know. Even at the risk of people it had finding to do out he's something him. different than the Superman the movie when Pops died of a heart attack, which is more impactful because that's something Superman can't do. Yeah, no, right. Yes, that was one of the, the whole important yeah. of the movie. That's the whole point of the heart attack. It's something that with all his power, with all his right. strength, he can't do anything to prevent that. He couldn't right. save him from some sort of event like yeah. a tornado where he can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it was all cock wrong. That was a fucking tornado. <laughs> that would be my guess. You don't even have to, it doesn't have to get to any people. Well, yeah. The, then there's that. You could do that classic. Kurt Swan scene where he flies backwards through the tornado and disperses it or something. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Graham, the man, inspired... Oh, I read this one. I read that one already. Alejandro Munez for 10 Canadian pesos. Uh, shout out to Az. I saw a clip of you in uh, the Internet Historian's Fall at 76 vid where you did say is so bad I shaved my, my whole face. <laughs> it, did you say that? Hmm? Az? They're what? talking about you. Sorry. I zoned <laughs> out. I was, re I was reading something, and I'm a man, and I can't multitask. Uh, moment's gone. Uh, oh, did yes, I did. 
Yes, that, that's a good answer. Uh, thank you for a literal five minutes of laughter, mate. He's talking about a Fallout seventy six, and I guess you were an internet historian's. Yeah, video. I said, yeah, I, I was sort of like hamming it up and taking a piss, and it's like this game, this game, so bad it made me fucking all my hair fall out or shave all my hair off or something. <laughs> Uh, thanks up for the thumbs up super sticker. Dearest uh, Sean Z comic construct for $1.99. Nerdrotic Nation, thank you very much. Uh, Red Mage, that's Roman numerals. I uh, 13. Thank you. For $10, that reminds me uh, of the cosplay is not consent campaign that was going around at cons. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Do you guys remember that? I remember that. Oh, yeah. No. And I was at LA Comic Con. And there was a Lilu. Oh, uh, just think of Mila Jovovich, but like a little, like properly thicker. Uh, yeah, th she wasn't walking around with the cosplay. She was wearing fucking Band-Aids. That was it. Like, oh, oh my. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Cosplay is not consent. Well, nobody thinks it is. Like, for one, if you're having to walk around saying that, I don't know. Don't cosplay. What? Yeah. Cosplay is not consent. Not consent. What? what are people getting uh, like attacked at cons? Uh, well, yeah, right. what is that? A few years ago, no, 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 nobody is at all. Uh, this is another stupid feminist twat waffle, uh, cat piss stinking bunch of women, uh, that have gone into spaces where women work, like booth babes and stuff like that, and gone, Hey, isn't this a bit sexist that these women who are getting paid? And have made this decision by their own autonomy. Uh, you know, aren't they being looked at by these men because they're attractive and dressed up in, you know, skimpier outfits, and we're just a bunch of cat piss stinking fucking hairy apes? Uh, and so they got <laughs> they got mad about that, and so they they got booze babes uh, rid of, and then they they like cosplayers. No, she's dressing up to empower herself. How dare you look at the cosplayer that's just. Oh, shut the fuck up, bitch! And then um, they they did the same to um, to the uh, the F one girls and stuff like that, who were just who would stand there with the umbrellas over the drivers, and then a bunch of fucking feminist twat waffles went into there and just like this is sexist, it's degrading to women, and they said, okay, we're going to get rid of that because we don't want a bunch of cat piss stinking hairy fucking apes uh, shouting at us on Twitter twenty four seven. And then when they got fired, they they were just like, hey. That was the best job of my life. I used to, I got to travel around the world. You know, I got to meet incredible, interesting people. I got paid well for it. And then these fucking feminist wankers have just come in and fucking got rid of anything. It's, it's, it, they're as destructive to women as there are to men. That's my rant for the today, bye. Dude, no. Yeah, I can't I'm, argue with one word you said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I can't tell you what game show I was watching. I was watching. Some talk game show at the gym before mm. the show. A uh, black lady was the host, but she was showing off some uh, gifts, right? So it was like the gifts. And and I look behind, and you know who the models are that are going, mm. Yeah. It, oh, Meghan Markle. No, it was oh. a couple of dudes in uh, gold, like fleece suits and Santa hats. Uh, yeah, they were the models for, oh. for the gifts. Oh no, that's that's yeah. fine. If it's to, if it's men who are who are in skimpy outfits uh, and buff, then women are allowed to apparently uh, ogle them, and they're there for the female yep. gaze. Yep. 
But if it's the reverse, yeah. uh, then that's toxic and it's uh, creepy and it's uh, cosplay isn't consent. It's uh, how about it's a bunch of shut the fuck up and get a life. How about that? <laughs> you know how what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue and say that uh, it, it it it's now turned over the other way for men because if that wasn't the case, when they made that Tarzan movie, he wouldn't be wearing chinos through the whole damn movie. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a movie with Tarzan and chinos. Everybody wants him in the loincloth. The women want to see him. The men want to see him. And he, you want to see him killing animals with his with his knife and stuff and, and, and doing badass things. What's the greatest weapon that defeated Tarzan in a movie? Rose Rosary beads. This, this is the king of the jungle, and he's taken down by rosary beads. you got to be kidding me. Well, mm. You got this perfect Tarzan. He's six foot five. He's got the look. He's a good actor. They gave him a decent script. They had the they had the characterization down, but they had all the other shit around him wrong. Yeah. Hey, well, apparently they're remaking. He's no Johnny Weissmuller. He's no Johnny Weissmuller. That's Tarzan. <sighs> yeah. Well, they're, now they're going to make him a Disney Plus version, so that that that's going to be. I'm going to piss you off again. <laughs> He didn't like the Johnny Wiseman. Well, I hated oh, them because he was a big dummy. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a fan of the Burroughs books. And, and, and Tarzan, you know, he spoke eight languages. He was a very bright and, and, and uh, but feral person Great when he stoke. got pushed, you know. Uh, but uh, he, none oh, of those, I... they finally got the right movie version guy and they give him a shitty script. Yeah. <laughs> and they the dressed kid. him in chinos the whole time and sh instead of showing off his body. That's toxic. That's toxic. Hey, Shane Davis. Thank you, buddy. What's up, Shane Good Davis? To see you, bro. We're we coming on. Like the only terrestrial TV I watch is at the gym, and it's fucking frightening. It is like holy shit, you know, because it's been a long time since I've seen commercials, and know, every right? commercial is fucking woke. Every commercial is woke as fuck. Ah. Uh, and I'm just reading them. I can't hear them, you know. So I'm 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 reading the the closed caption. I'm like, oh my god. Mm -hmm. uh, so as bad as our, our films are, the commercials have been a thousand times worse. And thank God I missed them all. I missed them all. I unplugged a long time ago. Can't even remember now. Uh, John Orchard for twenty dollars says that is the same person or same reason people who worked. At the circus, lost their jobs. The freak show was being um, mistreated. Now they are out of a job, and the circus is gone, except for the circus uh, from this country. Well, yeah, the yeah. Do they still do Jim Rose sideshow circuit circus? Does he still do that? I wonder. Mm -hmm. Mr. Lifto, the guy who like lifted cinder blocks with his balls. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Never heard of the Jim Rose sideshow circus. No, it was a 90s thing. It was a 90s thing. Early 2000s, 90s thing. Uh, Gary, I'm not gay. I have relationships with women and sex with Warren Ellis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that means you're gay. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are starting to get hit by that song now. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I am. All the time. All the time. Uh, gifted five neurotic memberships. WG for $25. Thanks, buddy. I love pineapple pizza with ham, bacon, grilled chicken, and onion. You got to throw in jalapenos with that, too, and buffalo yeah. sauce. Jalapenos. What else, uh, do you put on pineapple pizza, Gary, an x-ray girl? 
uh grow grow lanzer dragon dragoon 4.99 um jalapenos and buffalo sauce oh sometimes i like barbecue barbecue sauce could work but oh buffalo. yeah 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 got to be extra extra spicy and yes i hurt myself to feel okay i gotta go with buffalo <laughs> sauce. y'all are weird because I <laughs> ah yeah uh, Gary, I originally went to Fantasy Imprints in Poway, JDA, for ten dollars. Uh, Fantasy, when was that open? When was that open? Because I might have been there. I didn't get to Poway a lot. Oh, whoa! Uh, Dizek, uh, did we get a refresh? Like, what? Do we uh, got? Yeah, I just refreshed. So we are um, three hundred away. away. Higher than, higher than that. Refresh oh, higher again. than that. Refresh again. Yeah. Refresh again. Oh, we did! Nice. nice. Yes. Well done. Well done. Uh, King's Advisors for nine ninety nine came here for as a soapbox. We need more of this. By the way, X Ray Girl, the Lego is looking good. Oh, thank you. It is looking really good. It's gonna get there. Maybe like I heard you. Uh, Rumor has it you did some uh, pieces in the wrong place. I did, and the as long as it has the little ridges at the top, I that, that little I don't know what to call it. That orange the tool, tool. will pull yeah. it out. But um, no, what well, like, you do, you put it on, and then you just rock it. Yeah, but if it so was you, like a smooth piece, because some of them are smooth. Yeah, that's the other side of it. I you know. use that to like it was like a chisel. It, yeah, you but it was that. really hard to get under. Ladies, and the the worst the worst said. one was the bridge. I could you put one on one side, but then it's like a skinny little area. I had to use my fingernails to like put the pin through. It took me like ten minutes. You, oh, as I took one picture for you, but the custom Lego guys at the LA Comic Con, fuck, they built this massive castle. It was awesome, mm. it was great, Ooh. great. Dude, it, it's not going to surprise you to find out. Then I've watched quite a lot of videos of <laughs> conventions with bespoke Lego castles that have been built, and they're great. They're so good. That's so they're brilliant. Lego, if you want to hire me, I will build all your castles. I know. Shut I up. I, I always Lego. thought me. that me. I always thought that that was one of the best jobs, like the Lego build masters. Like those are fucking amazing jobs, and they get paid a lot of money to do that too. When you yeah. come down this way, girl, you put together all my Doctor Who ones. I've got the the Dalek ships. Yeah, you can put them all together. Thank you. Oh my god, I'm so excited! And then you can alphabetize my comics and clean yeah, them. Yeah. I'll do. I'll do a bimbo build. And a bimbo librarian. <gasps> oh, snap. Uh, Shane Davis talking and drawing with Shane Davis for ten dollars. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate it. <laughs> Comic artist there. He's got books too. Congrats, Graham. Six figures soon. Real soon, dude. Real soon. Uh, what we'll, we'll, uh, on Friday night, we'll, we'll bring it back up again. If you're, I'm sure you'll be there by then, but if you're not, then we'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> and the cereal Let's for $10. Yeah. Uh, so glad to see That's Graham Nolan here. Thanks Gary and company. Hey, thanks to Graham for being here. Yeah. We appreciate it. No, thank you guys. I'm having a ball. It's so much fun hanging out with you guys and talking to the chat. The chat's the best. Uh, they keep me honest. Right. That's for sure. Milton Wolford for 65 Swedish 
Corona. Stupid ideas either die or become the norm. Wokeness is dying fast, and you guys are becoming the norm. Slowly but surely. Hail, Milton. I appreciate that. And yes, it is dying. It is absolutely dying. Uh, what like death when I went to, woke. to death to woke, <laughs> death the to woke, woke mind virus. You know, Elon's right. Like nothing matters if that doesn't get taken out because that that yeah. is that is poison. It is cancer for our society and our lives. It is because it uh, it, it really boils down to the, you lose the freedom to express yourself. Yep. Uh, the the First Amendment you, you lose, uh, and we can't we can't stand and abide by that. You should no. be able to say what you want, whether you like it or not, you know, no matter what. No, and it's, it's nice to see some of these like really old, because it has to be like the really old school academics who are, who are, who are totally progressive and left, but they're even like, whoa, 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 whoa. If we, you know, we need to protect the speech that we don't want to hear. That's, that's it. Or we're dead. And uh, some people go, no, not exactly. There's some speech that we can censor. No, no. <laughs> Gotta be done. Gotta be done. I'll, I'll worry about censoring speech. My my speech. You know, I'll, right. I'll my own speech. I don't need somebody else to tell me that. And guess what? But, it's okay to be offended. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's gonna happen. Yep. That's not everything is made for you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Wait, what? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, last one here. Um, I'll get the rest in the square up, which I'm currently recording. Uh, well, it would do two. We'll do two. Uh, Aiken for seven ninety nine Australian said shadow batting will be breaking anti competitive laws in Australia. Maybe go through that avenue in the same way European laws attacked a company's bullshit. If they weren't all in the same club, I'd say yeah. go for it. But they all in the same fucking club. So there, I mean, there's laws, but you have to enforce the laws and then enforce them fairly, which is not happening. Which means we all live in banana republics, by the way, right now, because uh, those laws aren't being enforced. They aren't being enforced fairly. Uh, and I, you, what happened in our country? It's it's absolutely sick. Uh, our government used a private company to usurp the First Amendment. That's what happened. And. The mainstream media is not reporting on it. Uh, there's tons of people who are completely supportive of it. And uh, it's going to take a lot to change that. And and what it's going to take is work. It's not going to take blackpilling and walking away. It's going to take work because there's nowhere to walk away to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, WG for $20. Hi, gang. Here's some scratch for eggnog. Oh, I can have eggnog on Christmas, but not till Christmas. So... WG, love you. And we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for hanging on an extra long one, everyone. And thanks Hey-o. for supporting hey. We like Please continue to do so. Spread the word. Share it out because it is being shadow banned. Uh, if that's happening to your favorite creator, please help them out as much as possible because that's yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Share so, their link. Share their links, guys, because you can't search for it. So you, the links are in, in the chat here. Copy them. Paste them. And then do the same. Tell your friends to do the same because it's the only way you're going to be able to find it. But we can beat these bastards, right? With your help, we'll beat them. So counterproductive to their business. They can make more money. The more they continue to shut up, you'll you'll just look for an alternative platform. Then they'll lose all of the business Mm -hmm. and they'll be there like, why we got no business? Oh. Where's our business come? But but, but they, like have their ide- they have their ideals. They have their ideology. Oh. That, that, oh. that should keep them warm at night. 
Uh, how much can they buy with their ideals? How much food can you buy with your ideals? A sterno can. A sterno can. So they'll be sitting yeah. by their sterno can and thinking about their ideals. Eating eating ramen well, their... while we're eating uh, ribeyes. Exactly. Well, that's if they're alive after they don't OD on fentanyl or something like that. Nah, they're eating bugs. Go, so. <laughs> bugs. Uh, let's go around the horn here. We'll start out with x-ray girls or anything you'd like to plug. Um, I guess watch out on flagrant triggers for a shirt at some point. It'll get on there. Um, and uh, yeah, X-ray girl, YouTube, Rumble, locals. I'm gonna play the new Final Fantasy tonight, which I'm excited for. Um, oh, is that out today? It is out today. Yes. So I'm gonna be playing that. As it's like, I'm gonna be playing that too. <laughs> I gotta go to the gym tomorrow, and I gotta sleep tonight. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> Final Fantasy will be there tomorrow. As okay. yeah, but tomorrow is the well, Witcher's well. next gen patch. That'll be there day after tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Noises. You know what you need to do is go to sleep. Go to the gym. I know. I am. I am. I am. Work dad, the time. I am. With all my kids. I am dad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pick up heavy shit. Put it down. Repeat. Yes. yes. Uh, Ina. <laughs> I, you feel you feeling better? You got rid of that. Uh, yes, I'm you? feeling much better. Thank or you. Or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it wasn't COVID. I don't know if it was COVID. People ask me that all the time, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not testing myself. Like, who's gonna go to the store and test themselves? Like, who fucking cares? Right. It's some sort of flu. Like, who? Yeah. I'm better now. T took two days, you know, rest and relaxation and all that good stuff, and back on my feet and thank you for having me on real bbc as always check out my channel nina infinity and tomorrow i'm gonna be hanging out with fair and balance uh at 10 p.m eastern for my show break the narrative and of course fridays i balance out everything talking about good news on my channel talking about infinite hope so come and hang out before friday night tights thank you good news yeah. excellent love it yeah. love good news uh mauler Hello. Um, I haven't got anything to say other than you've heard things here and there about this episode we recently did on EFAP. If you got time, you can go have a look at it. It's a crazy adventure. Though, of course, it spoils the fuck out of God of War Ragnarok, so that's really up to you. Precious, precious viewer. <laughs> uh, week later, we'll be doing another response to someone else who took great issue with my Doctor Strange review. Uh, Ooh. Ooh, oh, I will be watching that one because I really uh, liked your video. It was hilarious <laughs> because we've already recorded it. It'll be going out premiering on uh, next week. So outstanding. In, in the yeah, elevator, you pit, did you like it or hate it? Oh, did I like Doctor Strange too? <laughs> I consider it one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, quite yes. possibly the worst, the most yeah. incoherent mess horrible. I've ever experienced. Trash. Oh my god! That was your longest video ever, right? I spent six hours in detail going over. This was highly edited. Oh my god! It's long, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beauty was when Morley was like keeping I was up to date on the video. At one point, he was like, I think this might be about four hours long, you know? They always oh. get longer and longer. And you didn't see internals, correct? No, I didn't see internals, though. No. Yeah, I didn't uh, see it either. Oh, yeah. That's, That's fucking bad. Either. It's really, You'd have a field really day with that. But like, but you Doctor know what? I'd, I'd rather watch Eternals than Doctor Strange too. Yeah. 
Wow. Uh, really? Batch is horrible. He is horrible as Dr. Strange. He's got the personality of the shoe. <laughs> Damn. Ouch. His wig looks fucking terrible. It looks yeah. so fake. It looks like there's something plastic on his head the whole time. But it's and also he's like so unlikable. I, I gave a shit about the MCU at one time, Welcome and it does so many things. It it it, it creates so many problems. So that's where I kind of side with Mahler. It's like as bad as the Eternals was. Uh yeah. Doctor Strange and, and Loki are just fucking two piles of shit that destroy anything that was good about that place which you know some that's arguable don't forget the, yeah. woke soldier uh that one was the worst one for me do better senator do better. Oh, i don't know this. what to do but you gotta do oh. better senator. when the villain is the best thing that comes out of your show it's like nah just he's not even a villain he's the hero yeah, he's uh, like I the thought, hero. To be fair, maybe she's talking about Zemo because Zemo is a, a oh, Zemo? The best yeah, thing. Well, that too. Zemo, Zemo and Walker are the, both yeah. the best thing about the show. Yeah. And John yeah. Walker. Uh, it's just piling on the, the Marvel TV shows. <laughs> my, the, I, I couldn't the stand Werewolf by Night. Yeah, Werewolf by Night was supposed to, it was just like this little it. campy thing. I didn't hate it, but it was like, I. it's not memorable. It's not anything good. And like it, but my biggest complaint, Graham, is it should be horror. It should be rated R or at yeah. least not even rated R. Yeah. PG-13 universal type horror because uh, that's the, I loved that Marvel. That was that stuff was new when I was a kid. So it's like my favorite thing. Ghost Rider, Werewolf by Night, oh, Frankenstein, the comics Dracula were great. comics. Fucking they were the shit. Number one right there, baby. These there are fucking these were awesome. Uh, yeah. And and take a serious approach. No fucking dumb humor. Like make it yeah. horror, but like classic yeah. horror, and it would be a huge hit. And they, they just they they Disney can't do that. Disney can't. And make, know a, how. make a spend a few dollars for the CGI on the man thing, and call him the man thing. Yes. Instead of Ted, I mean, yeah. all of a sudden now he's he's Groot. He he's he's well, a likable little big lug instead of a horrific character who you know engenders fear. You know, and not, the plot. The plot is the most dangerous game. I mean, for Christ's sake, I mean, yeah, it just it, lifted that thing. <laughs> they just straight up ripped it off. I know. <laughs> it's just ripped it off. Uh, did they call him the man thing in the show at all, or just Ted? I didn't think about just that. Ted. Just Ted. Because huh. it's because they're embarrassed of names and That's stuff. Right. That's or right. Is it, or is it rights issue? Well, man thing is a pretty fun. I mean, it's funny because the the joke yeah. that's been around. And when it was giant size man thing, it giant was size man thing. Yeah. Yeah, man, thing is great though. Yeah, I, I could see Disney leaving that out for intersectionalism and not like right. Like Namor was rights issues, like straight up. I got that confirmed, like one hundred percent. Yeah, they don't have all the rights to Namor, so they had to use what they they. That's why they changed it. None of this progressive bullshit wanted to make it. Uh, you know, wanted to like make more people feel seen in South America. No, they just right. did it because they needed to. So. Uh. Because a guy wearing big gold chains and heavy metal would do great in the water. In the water, right? <laughs> and he would also have like he, you know, like I, I, I'm thankful for the dad bod representation, but um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Come on, dude. Yeah. Skip dude, a meal. All the time. Well, even <laughs> even Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, in in as Aquaman was too big. He's like way too big. Like, was he li was he power lifting down there? <laughs> he looked like uh, um, he looked like uh, Neymar actually. 
He, yeah. With those eyebrows and everything, you could have shaved yeah. those things. He would have been a great Namor. Well, The Rock looked more like Namor as Black Adam than fucking Namor. <laughs> That's that funny. Too? Yeah. All right. So, All right. Uh, uh, as I, um, I'll be doing some strings tomorrow. Uh, probably of The Witcher in the next gen. I'm going to pump that bad boy up. I'm going to make it look so pretty. Oh, Wait a minute. Make it look so pretty. Well. Witcher I'm going to play have a next gen or am I like. <laughs> no, it's, it's the same game. Same game. Okay. The one where you're. Uh, do you know what, what Gary? What's I had an idea. Gen? I had an idea. You know the Christmas thing? Yeah. We, we simulcast. Simulcast? simulcast? Yeah. Like what we, we do for Sunday Fun Day. We simulcast, right? And we start at exactly the same point. Oh no! Oh no! no. At the beginning of the game, I'll put I'll put mine onto the toughest difficulty. You put yours onto easy, right? <laughs> and we'll see at the end of the stream where we are. It'll be embarrassing, dude! You're just looking to embarrass me. I'll fine. I'll I'll embarrass myself. That'll wrong. be fun. Oh, It'll be fun. No. It'll be fun. Let's do it. All well, right. The, the training is really tough to yeah, get at the dude. beginning. He's Even on easy. Jazz. You can't do that to him. Yeah, he can. It's legal. This shit. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So as we'll do uh, it. Just massive thank you to Graham for coming on. Uh, oh, it's always a pleasure to stream with you. I got to thank you guys. I mean, you uh, you really helped the campaign a lot today and getting it past that shadow ban. And I, I can't thank you enough for uh, everybody. Ladies, guys, um, it's been a ball uh, had a great time uh spending the afternoon with you guys and and talking with the uh, friends in the chat here um it's a great show so rock on boys and girls it's been years uh yeah. dude it's been it had it's been an honor as as said and yeah you're welcome back anytime we'll get you on fnt uh much, much appreciated dude, great job man chat loved you yeah uh, chat been great today thank you so much chat for the support yeah you guys been have been incredible Freaking awesome. Thanks to the mod yes. products. Yeah. Chat's awesome. Thanks yeah. for supporting Graham. You can continue to do so. If you could share out that as much as possible. And any again, any other creative, uh, Shane Davis is in there. Any creative you could think of that's got like really yep. good work that's getting shadow yeah. banned because it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Please do so. Uh, Aaron Lepresti's on uh, uh Andy Smith. Um uh Ethan has some uh, campaigns also that are being shadow banned. Um, uh, Mandy, uh, Mandy, Mandy, Summers. yeah, Mandy Summers Hers is being shadow banned, yeah, Mandy Summers, yeah. Uh, this, uh, it's a whole slew of us, so you know, let's 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 take our art form back, guys. How's Dan doing? How's Frag Boom doing? See, you okay? Is Dan okay? I've just been texting I'll, be, with him. Uh, <laughs> I'll see him in a few minutes on the professionals. All right. Nice. All right. You give Dan In fact, a, he's hosting. Uh, it, it's his show tonight, so uh, we'll be on on Dan's channel uh, at uh, seven o'clock. And men, it just said men. I just felt like saying. <laughs> he meant to say amen. We gotta get uh, Dan, uh, Dan, Dan Frank on, on the show. We do. Oh, absolutely. That happened. He's awesome, right, well, Hey, go go uh, watch Graham on the stream, and uh, we're gonna take off. Thanks to the Modrotics. Thanks to everyone who left super chat and donation. Again, it will be read in a square up that will come out prior to Friday Night Tights, so it'll be part of the that square up. Uh, we got I got a lot. 
Mm -hmm. It's going to be like three, four hours long, just so you know. Uh, but thank you guys. And we yeah. actually answer every question. So that's what we do. You guys are great. Uh, and we will see you next time. Bye. Have a great evening, Bye. everybody. Bye. Yeah, thanks for all your support. Bye. Ciao, Bella. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences.